Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. Feels like work. Shooting the shit for two hours, drinking beer and talking beer. What a wonderful experience. Can we not have the barf bucket near my mixing board? <laughs> I think everybody can read the book. I knew you were going to use this book as an excuse to quit doing this show. (laughs) Mrs. Bub, if you want, I can mail you the Bub Timer. Yeah, Newcastle. Especially in the can. Have you ever had it in the can? (laughs) No, I have not had it in the can. (laughs) Notice I closed my eyes and I concentrated really hard. Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers. Craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. All right, and welcome to the program, everybody. It's another great show here from the Hop Grenade in lovely downtown Concord, California. We disrupted Concord, California over the weekend. (laughs) It's loveliness. Yeah, we disrupted its loveliness (laughs) with drunkenness. Yes, took it over. We de-lovelied it. Yeah, puking and peeing and great beer, so that was good. Yeah. Uh, that was the preemptive part of the puking and peeing. Right. And then we had a beer festival. Then we had yeah. a beer festival. It was really great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what a great time to be in Concord, is what I feel like, because uh, the Hop Grenade's here. Welcome to those of you in our live studio audience, and uh, for those of you at home, too, we got a great show planned for you tonight. One of our favorites. Society Brewing Company is finally in studio. Yeah. I feel like this, I feel like this show in particular is... What six years in the making ish? Yeah, something like that. Where we, we've been uh, fans of society all this time. We've been friends with society. They've been busy building a company. We've been busy doing ruining a company things. Yeah, that we do. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's finally uh, our lives have have come together in such a way. Yeah, that Dougie is here in the studio with us. Wow. The original Dougie. Yes. The original. The original. He doesn't even have a last name anymore. He's just Original Dougie. Right. That's his rap name. <laughs> and uh, it says it on all his work clothes. Yeah, OD for short. OD. <laughs> He's, yeah, forget OGs. Right. He's OD. Right. Uh, I might OD on our uh, 2013 Beer of the Year, which is the Harlot from Society. That's on tap tonight. Oh, that's right. Plus five other Society brews are pouring right now. So get on down to the Hop Grenade tonight. We might go through a couple of them ourselves. Uh, and then maybe some others will last through the week. We'll see. Hopefully. 
You don't get society beer uh, in, in very many places up in Northern California. No, absolutely. I, I know. I know of two. Us being one of them. Yeah, that's it. It doesn't really happen. I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you. Chad over at uh, Sonol keeps. Uh, I know he's giving you guys shit about beer. Every time I see him, he's like, uh, <laughs> "Hey, so have you talked to the society guys?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I just talked to him last week hey, when, they were, when they were dropping <laughs> off beer." Right. Hey, what's the? <laughs> I don't pick up his calls anymore. You do, yeah, you're mm. like, I can't take it anymore. I can't take the guilt. What's the deal with society? I mean, yeah, what what is it with them? What's going on? That's <laughs> and my I, Chad impression. And I and I and Chad's you know Chad helped build this company too. I yeah. love the guy. He's got a great beer bar too, but. And I want to help him, but but part of me doesn't want uh, society to be uh, poured in the next town over. We have it here, right? So I, I always tell him, "Oh yeah, you know, I'll, y'all put in a good word." Uh, <laughs> and then I forget every time I see you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you call and you call it Mike and go, "Dude, Chad is a dick." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, I yeah. heard they're like over ninety days on some invoices for people. So just look, word of the wise. Yeah, and let's be clear, this isn't putting in a good word. Don't get confused. Yeah, this is no. This is, this is me saying, don't worry about that Chad guy. And I was like, oh, you'll, right. see, you'll see him at Winterfest, uh, knowing full well that Dougie wasn't going to be here for Winterfest anyway. So I was like, yeah, you talk to him then. Yeah. You know, we, don't talk to anybody else. <laughs> Let's go. And then, uh, yeah, Mike was at the booth, and who cares about Mike? Right. Really? I should be like, uh, going to ask Mike for I'll, beer. I'll, I'll, I'll help you out. <laughs> now, Mike <laughs> from Society is here, and, and he won our assless pimp. Something or other award of the year. Oh, nice. I forget what we gave him. Yeah. yeah. It was like a combined award. Pantless yeah. asshead pimp. That one. Yeah. 2014 like, ass man. I kind of like assless. It's assless. Uh, <laughs> He's man. a very skinny person. He yeah. just took a bow in the next yeah. room. Well, it was a very important award. It was for the... Uh, he should take some of Bio's ass. It was for the listener who... Uh, you know, that was the, rude. Uh, the, the most time promoting uh, the Brewing Network and, mm. and really putting the word out and adhering to the Brewer's Code. All of it. It's yeah. a very important award that we gave it to It is a very important to, award. To Mike. Yeah. Nothing you do here is that important. No. No, it's true. Just to be clear. <laughs> I tried to explain our Beer of the Year Award, which probably is the award we do take rather seriously, yeah. sort of, kind of, uh, to Faction. I, I saw Roger at our beer festival on Saturday. Oh, God. And I, <laughs> I wish I could hear that. Well, I, it was the Rare Barrel was there, and uh, it was Jay, and, and Roger was there, and I was explaining to Roger that Faction was nominated as, as Beer of the Year, but they didn't win, that the, that the Rare Barrel uh, one and uh, he was trying to wrap his head around what the award was <laughs> at all. Yeah. I said, "Well, you know, we all pick a beer that we liked, and then we, we see, you know, we, which one was our favorite of the year." Uh, Roger just couldn't wrap his head around. I don't it. get it. I, don't, yeah. I didn't win, so I don't understand. So he didn't That's understand. Stupid. It. Who cares? Well, what is it? Anomaly was uh, nominated. Do you guys remember his uh, reaction to Anomaly back when he was on the show? That he didn't like it. Well, all I, remember, yeah. I hope I got that right, Roger. I've been sort of describing it as your kind of middle finger to people who say, you know, I don't, I don't like dark beer. Can you describe the concept behind Anomaly and, and what the beer is? No. Thank you. That's it. Well, this was a great show. There you go. Right? That's uh, how much Roger likes his own beer. And I told him that too. He said, what was I nominated for? And I said, Anomaly. And he just walked away. Yeah. So. At least he gave you an answer. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Uh, but Society won the award in 2013. Uh, just beating out the Rare Barrel. Yeah. Uh, 2013. And the Rare Barrel won it in 2014. Their beer of the year. Uh, although, although the Rare Barrel won it for every beer that they make. Right. Because we couldn't pick one. Right. So and that, we're a society, we had a clear winner. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it was the only one we tried. That's right. It was probably it. We were like, oh, oh it's this one. The Harlot. I love it. Well, that's what's on tap now. We were talking before the show with the society, guys. Um, we were thinking that maybe we should try to finish the Harlot tonight. One, oh. One keg of it. I'm going to be working on the Haberdasher, so you guys have fun. Yeah. What is Me that? Too. English IPA. It's like mm, five, it's really two good. or oh. something like that. Oh. You like that one? Mm. Yeah. I haven't had that yet. Me too. It's should. great. Pretty bumpy. Well, I'm going to try them all tonight, 
But I'm in for trying to finish the harlot, Dougie. We down for that? Yes. What do we bring? A, a five-gallon keg of that one? Or is it a half barrel? Yeah, that, it's, that's a fiver? Okay, that's a good. Mike question. So we, Mike says five. Good. I don't want us to die. I, I think, think you just know. if it... Uh, Speaking if it, of Mike, use your mic, baby. <laughs> can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You don't have to sit close to me. It's okay. You can actually... Uh, Kim smells funny. Kim sometimes. on the cheek. I showered today. Travis and I every year at GABF um, Saturday night session. We get you know through all of our beers and we go over to the brewery booth. And so far now, three years in a row, we've killed a keg of Hot and Roth between the two of us. Wow! So if eight of us can't kill a keg of Harlot, there's I something think, wrong with you guys, not me. You know, <laughs> I know I can do it. Yeah, clearly you're doing your part. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, we'll see what we can do. Uh, we couldn't have picked a better beer to try to finish, in my opinion. So, And then Bevo's hopefully driving me home, or I'll sleep here in the studio tonight. Right. Yeah. I'll drive you home. If you puke in my car, though, I Again. might throat punch you. you. Doesn't a baby ride in that thing? She you doesn't vomit. Puke all over your car. No, there's not. Whatever. Uh, all right, we got a lot to do tonight. Society's in the studio. If you want to call and ask them questions, 888-401-BEER, 888-401-BEER, or hit the chat button on our homepage, and Bevo's in there to answer your questions. Let me get through a couple of quick announcements, then we'll talk to you a little more about uh, Winterfest. Um, announcements coming up. San Francisco Beer Week is upon us, finally, and uh, we're doing something pretty much every night as a, of SF Beer Week here at the Hop Grenade. So on the Monday night, we're doing an all-star show. We're bringing in several breweries to come and talk to us on our Monday show. Uh, um, so when does SF Beer Week begin exactly? That's uh, Monday, February 9th we'll be doing that. Uh, right now we have, I think, uh, what, Port Brewing Company or Pizza Port? Yes. Already? A couple other ones in the pipeline, too. I'll, I'll know more this week. Okay, fantastic. So we'll be doing our Monday show with an all-star cast. On Tuesday we're doing a society night. Uh, we got the society boys coming back up here. Uh, a couple of ideas we're tossing around for our society event. Uh, Nutter's Night. Oh, yeah. oh, fantastic. We were thinking of Nutter's Night. Not where... Um, well, for one, maybe we would give you a discount if you showed up wearing nutters. Hey, um, as long as I get a discount, I'll put my nutters you'd on. you put your nutters on? Will yeah. you put your society nutters on, Of course though, I would. That you had, they made for you, especially. Yeah, of course. It uh, shows my, my, my shape, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, uh, we know. Okay. Um, what if you got it painted on? Uh, painted on? No, I couldn't do that. Oh, I would. I might give an extra discount if you. Did. Like I, it, looked, it looked like I sat in like blue cottage cheese or something. I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> like a blueberry pie. Yeah. You, you, you use iron or nutters. Yeah. Uh, but the other part of Nutters Night, we were thinking might, we might pair uh, beer with nuts, uh, different type. You know, macadamia nuts, legumes, uh, legumes. Maybe? Thank you. Um, so we call it Legume Night with uh, <laughs> so that really only BN fans understand what the hell the night is. Well, it, I think it would Our, match with like the super hoity-toity snotty side of like craft beer having, pairing. Legume Night. I think peanuts are the only nuts that are legumes. It's, oh, they are? Oh, so it doesn't Aren't even Brazil work. nuts yeah. or anything? No. Well, that no, would, every, every other nut is not a legume. Sorry, JP. <laughs> well, but, hey, peanuts are good, man. It'll save yeah. us money if we only have Blister, to pair all the society yeah. beers with peanuts. Salted, <laughs> roasted. The other idea Drop that we peanuts. had, JP, that I think you'll like, uh, I'm just we're still working out, is I thought maybe yeah. we would do a roast where society gets to roast the Brewing Network and the mm-hmm. Brewing Network gets to roast society for, right. for our event that night. I know yeah. you've always wanted us to do some, sort, have, some yes. form of roast on the BN, yeah. and we thought maybe that could be a good time to do Sure. It. So a couple of ideas going, but uh, whatever we do, we'll have lots of society beer on tap. We'll have the society boys here. That's on Tuesday. Um, Wednesday, we're doing a beer and cheese event. We've got a couple of great local creameries coming in to do that with us. On Thursday, we're having, um, what did I call it? Jews and Brews. Jews and Brews Night with Schmaltz Brewing Company. They're coming in here to do Jews and Brews with us. That's going to be fun. Uh, there was talk about a couple of different Jewish bands maybe playing. Uh, Jew Tang Clan is on the docket. We're, we're trying, we might get them in. 
And uh, I forget who the other one was. Um, Rage Against the Jew Machine or something. No, it wasn't. What was it? No. It was a rapper, Priest. wasn't it? No, that was Jew Tank Clan. Judas Priest. Oh. <laughs> Judas, yeah. We're actually looking to get Judas Priest. Now. And um, that'll be a good show. Do you get a discount if you're Jewish? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I mean, what, what else would we do on Jews and Brews Night, really? Uh, so we got Schmalz. Of course, for- the Jew would ask for it's a discount. It's a mitzvah. I'm not Jewish. <laughs> All right, so we got that Shit. coming in. On I think that society roast will be amazing. <laughs> yeah. What are you, Hungarian or something? Because you're eating a lot of food. What a Slovak. Uh, all right, and then on Friday, we got Firestone Walker coming in and their barrel program to do a barrel night. And rumor has it that we might get Vinny from Russian River in with us on that night, too, to do a whole barrel program. So the whole week of SF Beer Week is uh, going to be exciting here at the Hop Grenade. Stay tuned for more details, and you can go to hopgrenade.com for our calendar over there to learn more about it. As no. Well. Um, all right, get all these uh, updates and more over on Twitter and Facebook. Subscribe and join the BN Army. Uh, you become a recurring donor, and you get entered into the More Beer Monthly Donation Giveaway. That's a chance to win 100 bucks to More Beer, our great local homebrew shop. They're a sponsor of this show and every Sunday session. Monday session session show that we bring you. Uh, just hit the subscribe button on our homepage. Also, you can shop on Amazon and support us. You just hit the Amazon uh, logo on our homepage, then you shop as usual. We get a little piece of the action, and uh, usually we have an Amazon product of the week. But today we're so excited about having society in here that we thought, screw it. Right. Dougie's our product of the week. Yeah. That's what we're going to do today. All right. Send your show ideas over to Scott the Jew. That's Scott at thebrewingnetwork.com. And send feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Before we get to feedback... Let's talk a little bit about our 6th Annual Winter Brews Festival. We just held it here in Concord at Toto Santos Park. Raise your hand in the, in the room and, and even out in, there, in, the, in the live studio. Oh. If, you, if you went to Winter Brews Fest this weekend, anybody go on Saturday? Uh, keep your hand up if you drank too much at Winter Brews Fest this weekend on Saturday. Uh, Ashley, you were working. Put your hand down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> our manager's out there. Yeah, hand up. I was hammered. Great time. Yeah, remember that stain you came into? <laughs> Did that? Uh, we had something like fifty-four breweries in the park, about three thousand people this year. Uh, it was a really good time. And uh, Kim Shimke, you went. Any highlights from Winterfest for you this year? Yeah. So I actually had Flat Tail's Kumquat Sour. That was fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't think a lot of people have caught on to Flat Tail yet, so there wasn't there wasn't a huge line. Um, yeah. But it was really really good. And I met Dave, who we always sling insults on Twitter. Yeah. And for the longest time, I think he thought it was still you. For sure. Okay. Oh right. Um, yeah. And so I got to actually say, "You're not talking to JP." That is me. <laughs> was he embarrassed um, or did he like? No, you it know, better? he wasn't phased by it. Okay. Good. Uh, no. He was just, He's like, uh, "You're the shithead." Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of like, "Yeah, okay, cool." And then um, the very next day, he made a mom joke. So, um, you know, business as usual with that fella. Good. Fuck Flat Tail. Yeah, Flat Tail makes some nice beer, and they just released their beer in this market. Uh, We've been talking about them for a couple years now. They they came, but now they're actually distributed down here. They did a little release party, so keep your eye out for Flat Tail. So they had a good sour beer, huh? Yeah, that was really good. Mind-blowing. Did you make it over to Tasty's Tasting Room, our homebrew uh, feature of the event? Um, I walked by it. I didn't get to taste any of the beers. I had like four beers the entire fest. Oh, you did? Because you had me working it. I know. I like to do that. I had to actually like, you know, not take blurry photos and not have (laughs) grammatical errors all over the place. I appreciate that. The line at the yeah, uh, yeah. Tasty Tasting Room was so long anyway, you, you know. <laughs> it was a long I line. I, I oh, let's be clear. She wouldn't have had to wait. I, just, I wouldn't have waited. I just went around the back and talked to Paul Brown. There you go. It's like, hey, Paul, what do you got? <laughs> I, I need the beer. drinks. I don't like we, cutting. So we I poured more out of the back, I think, than the front. So. You did? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Typical brewing network. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's how you know it's Tasty's Tasting Room. Right. Yeah. 
How Does many homebrewers? Water the back in the front. Well, we had uh, thirty-five gallon kegs, uh, about uh, five barrels. Five barrels of beer. Yeah. You had a blind pig clone, did you not? I had I had one of those thirty beers. Uh, that was your beer. Yeah. Did you clone blind pig? Uh, it's not quite the same. Mine's probably just a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh. <Yeah. laughs> Now, do you yeah, think it I'll was... I'll have to back off on something. Why, was it fresher or... Uh, well, it was hard. we drink a lot of fresh blind pig around here, so that's all I know. Okay. Uh, just seem to have more hop pop, more uh, hop character that uh, okay. I like. And tomorrow, Hop Grenade will be in smoke because someone will light this place on fire because of that How comment. How dare you talk about our blind pig? Uh, interesting. Any other uh, highlights? I heard people walking around talking about some sort of oatmeal chocolate yeah, uh, chip cookie. Matt, Matt Sager had a... Uh, uh, raisin oatmeal uh, cookie beer. Okay, and which is uh, won lots of awards for when the AHA used to have a club only competition. Yeah, um, there's like 60 different homebrew clubs across the country. Enter there, enter that. He won uh, first place in that for for that beer. Interesting. And uh, I guess it was a spice beer or something like that. Okay, yeah, people were raving about that when I heard that. And uh, yeah, that was a big. Uh, then uh, anything that IPA in it was a big seller. Um, you know, people were going for the IPAs. But a couple of sour beers went really over really well. Homebrew sour beer. How's that coming along? You know, it's like, it's all right. You know what a I mean? Of, like, it's still, it's, it's very hit or miss, right? Yeah, yeah, I have a Cito. A lot of, I okay. that a lot. Yeah. It's hard to. They just called know. it Rodenbach clone? That's yeah, I guess right. they could. That's brown, what I would do. Make a brown beer and, and merge it together. Right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Did you guys run out of beer? Uh, no, we didn't, actually. Okay. It looks like we only poured about uh, four barrels, mm. just based on my inventory afterwards. Okay. Do you get to take all the homebrew home? No, no. The homebrewers get to take over, take their leftovers home. Okay. Uh, Sadly, in a way, they like their kegs to kill. Sure. So Moscow didn't end up with beer it doesn't belong to him or anything. <laughs> no, no, we watch for people like that. Well, speaking of, of homebrewed sour beer, I yeah. do have an extra bottle that I brought in for you idiots oh. of the oh. beer we drank on the last Jill. sour hour. That's uh, so nice was, of you. You're welcome. It was One. made by um, Matt Miller, Dr. Lambic, who's the, now the sponsor of the sour hour. Oh, yeah. And it's a, um, it's a creek. Fabulous. Okay. You wouldn't have no idea that it isn't uh, top quality commercial. So it can be done, homebrewers. Okay. The, 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 the pristine sour beer can be done. So you okay. brought the empty so you bottle? It for us, yeah, just nice. to show you the label, exactly. Oh, okay. Which is, has a grog tag on it, by the way. There you yeah. go. Mike Moraz of Moraz Brewing Company. Oh, Speaking yeah. of, because I think there might be some bottles around here. You told me he left some. They, they ran out of their Saison. He told me that Jamil. Gave him 50 points on his Saison that he was serving that day. I was Peach there. Sour Saison. Yeah. Peach Sour Saison. Now, if you know the show at all, you've heard Jamil say, I've never given 50 points to a beer. I haven't had a 50-point beer. 50-point beers don't exist. Apparently, he told Mike Moraz. So his wow. beer was 50 points. So yeah. was he drunk or was the beer that good? Did you have it, JP? I did have it. Um, I, I, for me, that beer was was changing all the time. Like you first drink it, and then there's that saison spice yeast character that you kind of get with classic saisons. Okay, and then there's a peach underneath, and then as you drink more and more of it, maybe your palate gets used to that thing. The peach kind of comes up more, and then the saison kind of drops off, and you just get this really funky peach beer thing. And, and I was talking a bit about it because I wanted to make a beer first. That has peach flavorings, not a peach beer. Right. You know, a beer peach, I guess, if you will. He was like very adamant that I want the Saison character to come through, and he pulled it off. I mean, he, he went, he did exactly that. It was really good. Would you have given it 50 points? As a BJCP judge yourself, JP? Uh, 45. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wouch. Ouch. Wouch. They're from El Dorado Hills. Yeah. Who, that, that was my favorite beer there. of the fest. It was your the favorite? The peach Saison from, yeah, Mike Moraz. 
What I was, was there when Jamel was going on his rant about it. And would and you also have given it a 50? I said upper 40s, no problem. Above I, 45? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would, so I've never had I would be comfortable like giving, giving it a 48. Oh. No problem. Um, Nicole Ernie, did you have this beer on Saturday? You're here hanging out with us. You get past Beardy's beard first. She can't. Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, oh, great. <laughs> oh, great. Right, I'm lost that. in Beardy's beard. Hold on. Nicole <laughs> apparently just was hanging out with Doc because she is uh, rolling through that K-hole right now. <laughs> well, I'm standing over here. I feel like I have to channel Doc. What would you have? Uh, what would you have scored it? Uh, let's see. Um, probably probably also do. in the pretty high 40s. I mean, it's hard to fault anything with that beer. It yeah. was really beautiful. 50 or 49? Or 48? Oof. Yeah, that's hard. Like, what, what, what category is this? That's the thing. Fruit, like, fruit you know. I think so. Yeah, it would have well, to be fruit beer, wouldn't it? No, because it was also sour. That's sour. So, so 26 or whatever it is? Yeah. Especially the beer then. Yeah. Well, yeah, probably... Probably like forty nine or or fifty. Yeah. Wow. Of you. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Okay. Well, do, 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 this is great. Do you, do, you mind would, if I, do you mind if I jump in on this? Go ahead. Go ahead just really quickly, and this might kind of help you guys out on how we think. Yeah. I mean, yeah, grading it style wise, BJCP means a lot. But how good was it? Yeah. Did you guys fucking love it? It, it sounds like, like it. Everybody. Well, right. So who cares about the number of the rating? I, I agree uh, with that in general. However, only because Jamil, Jamil has always said right. a fifty doesn't exist. And then told a brewer on Saturday that he gave it a fifty. Right. That was the only reason I, I bring it, it up at all. Mike yeah. Mraz is a great crushes brewer. it. Yeah. yeah, I think I've never had anything bad from him. Yeah, that was Jamil just but creating his own awesome, environment. I mean, I don't think people at beer festivals should be going around saying, "Oh, well, this doesn't really fit the style." Oh, no. No, oh yeah, totally not. That I agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. But we're not normal people. Yeah. No. Yeah, that beer was Found really that out a long time ago. Special. We can do that. Hardly people at all. No. Well, then what, Sorry, why, Nicole? That beer is really special. That's one of the reasons why I didn't end up drinking too much at, at uh, that festival, because I started with uh, Drake's Dolly Roger, and then I had that beer pretty shortly after that. I'm like, I'm fulfilled. You were solid. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Okay. I could drink another beer. I could not, uh, you know. All right. I came when I was looking. I got what I was looking for. Well, he left us a case here. It wouldn't fit in the cold box on Saturday because we were just full up with beer. Let's get some of the cold box. We'll try it later on tonight. I have a connection. Um, My friend works in the tap room there. Oh, is that right? That's right. Maybe we need a keg of it on tap here is what we need. See what I can do. All right. Anybody else want to chime in with highlights from the fest? Uh, Moscow, you were there all day working, too. Yeah. Uh, well, I can't say that uh, I loved what the Rare Barrel was pouring, because when I went to their booth at, like, one o seven p.m., it was already gone. Of uh, they went through everything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I, I, yeah, I echo Kim's um, praise of uh, Flat Tail's, uh, was it like a kumquat saison or cucumber or something? Yeah. Or uh, No, sour, rather. Yeah. Yeah, it was stellar. It was off the charts. It was uh, really good. They also had, like, a sort of a half-carbonated mead. They did. Or, I saw that. I didn't get to try it though. Or like, but it was an imperial mead or something. Like, whatever it was. Aren't all meads they, imperial? They yeah. had a, they had like a, a, an ice cider. Is that what you're talking about? Oh, maybe that was what it was. Yeah, like, their friends imperial at mead. Two Rivers um, uh, did yeah. an 11 percent cider where they took the apple juice partially two froze towns. it. Two towns. Yeah. yeah two oh, okay. Towns. Two yeah, towns. Not two Sorry. Hours. Um, there's a lot of things that are doubled up in the, right. in the cider there's, business. There's two yeah. of a lot of things. <laughs> there um, yeah. And, and two so, dummies. So they took the, the at raw juice, froze it, and then fermented it to get the 11% I see. cider. How was that? Huh. That was pre-fermentation. Really good. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. It didn't taste like it was 11%. And I said, so Dave, this is the penny dropper, right? He said, 
<laughs> and then he, he just, yeah. and then he handed you his panties. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, "Here, wash these." And you stumbled and fell and dropped them. I all, tripped right? on them. Yeah. And his pants filled up. Brewing question: yeah. Why wouldn't you ferment it first and then freeze it later? Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, you'd get a different fermentation from the the yeast stress being that high gravity and everything. Wouldn't it be more stressed out with all that sugar in there? Well, right. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. It, it, you would get, yeast you would get, yeah, more esters, just get more character out of the yeast during the, the high-gravity fermentation versus if you just did a regular cider and then iced it. Okay. And then, yeah, finally, I will mention uh, Tioga Sequoia. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're uh, brewing fantastic beer, and they had three uh, dark offerings, a couple of porters and a stout, or maybe the other way around. All three of them were excellent, and they were blending them. Really good stuff. Okay. What about Monkish? Did anyone get to have their Selah? No. That's a phenomenal beer. No. I heard That's someone... a Saison brewed with Brent. A, f- a friend of mine who Brent. attended the, the fest came it's up to favorite. me and said, you got to try to make it to the Monkish booth. And uh, I never made it over there. But he said the same thing. Fantastic beer. Yeah, okay. I would agree with Selah. Great beer. It's amazing. Occasionally, we have them on tap here at uh, the Hop Grenade, too. Uh, some Monkish stuff. On so, tap? Yeah. I've seen them in bottles. I think we've had them on tap before, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we had them on last week uh, yeah. sometime. So. Nice. Yeah. Good brewery there. Well, I had a great time. I want to thank you all for attending, uh, those both in the studio and outside of the studio, listeners, fans, uh, people of Concord. Uh, also, uh, all your efforts here at the BN. Um, it was a good time. Uh, I heard people on the BART from San Francisco saying that basically everybody on the BART train was coming out to our fest, which is fantastic. Yeah. A bunch of good fest goers. Um, didn't really have too many drunken shenanigans at the fest itself. Uh, we caught one guy um, who had snuck in. He was very proud of himself. He didn't have a wristband mm-hmm. or anything, but he somehow had gotten a glass and was drinking. And, and our wonderful volunteers finally caught him. Nice. Uh, the police came over. Here's how cool the Concord cops are. They escorted him to the front gate and forced him to buy a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> what did you so, Wow. Isn't that cool? Like, they could have thrown him out. They could have, because I had said to, to our volunteers and everybody, like, if you find anybody, like, if they bought a designated driver ticket, but they're drinking, they're out. If you, you know, if they're not supposed to be here, they're out. The yeah. cops were super cool. They wa- And they waited in line with him while he, <laughs> until he bought a ticket. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Or else it's stealing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Concord PD is uh, Next year, really awesome. Next year, we, we need to give, uh, we need to donate to Concord PD some sort of fun children's yeah. fund. I'm sure that they have set up. Absolutely. Yeah. Did There's, he get to come back in or was he, did he get kicked out? Oh, no, no. They let, they, he bought <laughs> oh, okay. his ticket and he came back in and then oh, okay. we probably threw him out at some point for being drunk later. Yeah. But uh, no, I don't think anybody really got thrown out. We had, um, there was a couple weird things happen. Uh, we all have, uh, uh, walkie-talkies on, those of us who are just kind of manning the different posts. And it comes across the walkie-talkie at about uh, 2 o'clock, you know, middle of the fest, um, that a World War II veteran in one of those, like, scooters with, like, yeah. the flags, every, like, he's wearing all his... He just came barreling through the exit gate, and he did, you know, and, and everyone tried to stop him, and he was like, just get out of my way, I'm a vet! And he... And he charges through, and it's and it's coming across the radio like we're supposed to throw this guy out. And uh, one of our, our Randy the Mexican, who's uh, our fastest running uh, volunteer of the day, um, goes. He, I see him. He's he's running across the park to go like tackle this this vet. Of course he is. And I'm like, and I go, you know what, Randy? Just let him go, man. Wait, just it's fine. I didn't need your help in Denang, and I don't need it now. <laughs> I'm like, what are we gonna do? Are we really gonna throw this? Guy? We're gonna turn his scooter around and point him back out the. Um, that was really the only incident, and I don't even consider it an incident. It's almost a badge of honor, I feel yeah. like. Uh, Basically, you got streaked by a, a vet. Oh, here's a weird one. That, here's some inside info. At about one thirty, what comes across the headset from Bevo is, um, guys, so 
Are we allowed to let a person with a concealed weapon with a concealed <laughs> yeah. weapon permit into the festival? Uh, yes. And I'm standing, yeah. I'm talking to somebody, and all I can think is, and I think I said it out loud, no, 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 no. And, and some guy comes up to the front booth to Bevo, and what does he do? Does he, like, show you his weapon and say, am I allowed <laughs> no. in? He had one of those wallets where, you know, like, cop wallets where, like, you open it, and then it has, like, the special flip-down thing. Okay. So he was showing me his ID, so and he wallet. was, like, 67, so first of all, slow your roll, homie. <laughs> Second of all, like he's like, oh, also I have this concealed weapon permit. Am I allowed to come in? And I was like, no. I don't think I can answer that right now. Hold on just a second. <laughs> so she calls me and I'm just going, I don't care what permit you have. You can't. Why would you yeah. even bring a weapon into a beer well, festival? Because you can. <laughs> well, <laughs> you just yeah. have to because he can. It's yes. not concealed anymore, uh, is it? Uh, no. Now everybody knows. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't allow that. No, because you can't <laughs> drink and have a concealed weapon. No, it doesn't matter if you have a permit or not. Terrible idea. Well, was he getting a DD wristband? No, tra- I think he bought a regular one, right, Beef? Or did he then come in or he just walked no, he away? he walked away. He, he, didn't, did. he did not uh, join our he walked away, he got on his scooter, he went to the exit, and he barreled right. in. And he, in, drove uh, well, exactly. yeah. he, walked, he walked over to the hop grenade and got a beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably. I mean, yeah. I've seen undercover cops get, not undercover, but off-duty cops carrying weapons get kicked out for drinking. Like, you're, just, you're not allowed to do it. Even, so right. if cops aren't allowed to do it, even though you took a class, you're not allowed to do it either. Hey, uh, I took a class a for this class. thing. <laughs> We got super hammered on Two Buck Chuck and shot at stuff. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, so those are really the only incidents. That was a first for us. We've never had anybody ask if they can bring a weapon inside, so that was kind of fun. And um, You mean you didn't get tickets to the gun show and flex real hard? <laughs> I didn't, no. That's stupid. Uh, the only other incidents, so the rest of the night went great. So the hot grenade was busy. I think the only people we had to throw out were p- uh, friends of mine, um, which was very strange. As per usual. I had to throw out like three people, and I knew them all. I, I had to apologize to my poor general manager. I'm leaving. I'm like, um, sorry that everybody who was a dick were my people. Uh, so that kind of sucked. Uh, then I, there were some other people that we denied access. It was this couple. And the woman was so upset that we wouldn't let her in that she was crying and, and they called me over to talk to her and she's <laughs> like we just we love the hop grenade and we come here all the time and i'm like yeah i'm really sorry but you know you're drunk and we can't you know we hired people we had, we had a bouncer at the door just to you know either if we were at capacity you couldn't come in or if you were drunk you couldn't come in and, and she's talking to me for 15 minutes she was so upset that she couldn't come in and her drunk boyfriend's there and we're gonna write she's crying the whole time we're gonna write a yelp review you won't let us in and i'm like all right well my name's justin and i'll open the app for you if you want but you can't come in the bar and and i couldn't believe how upset she was i was like there's a there's a bar next door you could try that one <laughs> And there's another one down there. I don't know. I just couldn't believe how, like, I've never I've never cried outside of a bar before. There's a bar down the street called, it says police on it. <laughs> just walk in there and demand to be served. You'll be fine. Uh, Can you uh, describe, Jay, the uh, text message that uh, Jay Goodwin just sent me? <sighs> Jay Goodwin from the Rare Barrel. Holy <laughs> Jesus. Speaking of crying. Did he text everybody? I believe he sent a picture of Beardy. In his, uh, can you put on the uh, the society cam here, the Dougie cam? It's the George Costanza Beardy. Beardy, did you pose for this, or is this Photoshop? I think, I think the money shot. Too. I've never seen that picture before in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Dougie, has, Dougie has zoomed in on the George 
Because Stan, uh, what, Beardy, where, where did, did this, this come from? Photo come from? I don't know. Jay is blackmailing me for something. <laughs> this is unbelievable. I don't think that's how blackmail works. This oh. is Jay yeah. from the Rare Barrel sending oh. us uh, half naked, uh, almost entirely naked Beardy photos. Unlike the velour. Let uh, me see couch. your arm, Beardy. Let me see. I want to see if this is Photoshop. This? Flex your arm that way. That's, Those are really good triceps, dude. That's yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. that's, yeah. that's that's Beardy. Him. That's you, dude. Lifting half barrels. Yeah. That's you. Here, hold the, it up to well, the window so the people out in the studio audience can see it as well. Uh, that's Naked Beardy, apparently. <laughs> so, where was that photo shoot at? At the so, Rare Barrel? Or? At the Rare Barrel. <laughs> yeah. So when Jay comes up to Heretic... Um, you okay, some- you should just stop it. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Jay came up to Heretic on Friday, and he left his backpack okay. at the Rare Barrel, and... I said, hey, if you ever want to see this again, one piece, it's going to cost you. <laughs> and he said, can I see it tomorrow? And I said, sure. <laughs> and then Chris Kennedy's like, hey, you know what you need to do? He's like, remember that uh, picture that George took to impress that girl in Seinfeld? George Costanza, yeah. And I said, yeah. He's like, you should do that. <laughs> all right. And I said, all right, Chris, that's really weird. And then, so I thought about like it. Chris, it was yeah. weird for Chris to think it, yeah, but not yeah. for Beardy to do it. So, no, I think that's a good point. I so, think it is. Yeah. Beardy went away and thought about it. Right. Yeah. And hung out with uh, yeah, is- JP and Push, and we had a good, fun family game night. And then afterwards, it's like, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to make that picture happen. <laughs> and so then I left it in his backpack, in his laptop. Nice. So, so it didn't say anything to him. Yeah. Obviously, he found it at this point. <laughs> and so he just opens up his backpack, flips his laptop open, and yeah. there it is. That's I'm how- happy he shared it with us. Uh, would you mind if Kim Shimke uh, Instagrammed it um, out to our fans? No, that's that's fine. Okay. Kim, can you take a photo of the photo and Instagram it <laughs> for us? Or someone could just well, text it to me, and yeah. I could use that oh, you photo. you can do that? <laughs> and then there's that. Jake can um, send it. That's weird. Yeah, Jay is actually on line one right now, oh, so good. we may want to take that. This is perfect. Jay, uh, sounds like you got a real awesome picture. Uh, Justin, I'm on the way to the hospital. My girlfriend just had a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) Jay, what is this? You never told me that men could be this muscular. (laughs) It's it's her computer, Warren. Thank you. Oh. Um, So she got the vapors. So you're welcome. Right. How did you explain it away, Jay? Well, here's the thing, honey. So no, I just told her that, you know, it's a part of contract room. That's why I look like uh, that's why I look like back in college when I'm fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Happy Throwback Thursday. Am I doing it right? Yeah. He's like, you were an albino ginger. <laughs> yeah. Time has been very kind to you, Jay. It's weird. So he got into his Honda Fit and drove away. Yeah. No, those were the good old days. <laughs> well, thanks for sending it into us. I, we might never have known about it without you. Yeah, I just uh, opened yeah. up my laptop to see. Uh, Doug and Mike's beautiful faces on there to tune in, and uh, instead I got that. So thanks, Beardy. You know, I don't oh, even want to tell you about the what Dougie and Society sent me last year. So the first year of Winterfest here in Concord, they thought they were going to make it, and stuff came up, and they didn't make it. And we gave them a bunch of shit for bailing on us. So the second year, I believe it was last year, they played a joke on me, like I we can't make it. They sent me an email, and they wanted me to open the email, and it was you know the the, the headline was that we can't make it, and we're really sorry. And in the email was probably the most disturbing thing I've ever seen, Dougie. Was it meat spin? Yeah. Yeah, and you <laughs> it was, responded. It was. And you responded. Spin. And you're like, Dougie, that you know. I, because I hadn't opened it. What yeah, did I yeah, respond? Yeah, opened it, and you said, 
like very professionally you're like hey you know that's that's okay you know we still love you don't worry about it how about next year <laughs> yeah. and i like i think i emailed jp on the side i was like justin didn't open it did he like right. the, nothing's up justin open the fucking email yeah well, you know open click on that link right now <laughs> yeah and i think 30 seconds later he said i made it through like 25 spins and i hate you (laughs) well i was sitting next to my mother i think when i finally opened it her and i both had to look at meat spin Uh, what is it i don't know i'm unfamiliar with the term it's so meat spin is um there was a child on the couch right there you guys know how to do like um earmuffs earmuffs um so meat spin is like um, just use the professional scientific terms okay and then it's fine okay so in meat spin a gentleman is sitting on on a chair or something okay and then another gentleman Mm -hmm. is sitting on top of the the other gentleman (laughs) okay and are they anchored in a they're anchored in such a way that you might anchor if you were sitting on a gentleman (laughs) yes and then the top gentleman then proceeds to do a motion so that his gentleman part spins around in a spinny fashion. That makes sense because then, uh, because otherwise you'd fly out of the chair. Right. It's like a drywall anchor. And 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 me and my mother had to look at that for 25 seconds because I couldn't figure out how to close so it. You, had, you, made it, you made it 25 spins. You were counting? It's a, well, it's mesmerizing. It's a, I mean, you, uh, you try to... But it's like two or three per second. So, oh, okay. And as the the farther you go into it, you know, you hit a hundred, and a new saying comes up, and it's like, "Oh, uh, I know you're gay." And then like, you hit like five hundred, and then it says something even more ridiculous, and it says you're Dougie. Yeah, you've made it to Dougie status at this point. Visit yeah. Society right. Tap Room. Yeah, get fifty percent off your next Society beer. <laughs> Uh, Only if you have paint on nutters. Right. So, uh, anyhow, Jay, you be thankful is what I'm yep. saying. Yeah, for sure. Could <laughs> <laughs> be worse. I was kind of worried that I hadn't heard anything. I was thinking, oh no, there's going to be some sexual harassment class. That- <laughs> yeah, Warren's like, like thinking about work. texting him like Saturday night. I'm like, don't worry about it. It's fine. You imagine if Jay took it seriously and sent it to Jamil like this is unacceptable. You know, this is not professional. We- <laughs> oh, that would be kind of amazing. We actually, work together because then Beardy would just blame Chris, like he kind of did already. Warren, Jay, Travis, and I all worked together for like almost two years. This is. I see. I mean, tip of the iceberg. Oh yeah, compared to it's, what it's went on at the brewery. Too. I, I wasn't yeah, too worried about it. I figured he would probably appreciate it. Like yeah. he probably has already. Well, I feel like you've opened a can of worms. Is what's well, happened. Yeah. I guess I could say Travis broke him in pretty good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jay does appreciate art. Yeah, yeah, and beauty. Yeah, for sure. Well, and Absolutely. beauty. Well, thanks for derailing our first segment, Jay. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> yeah, Jay. Yeah, I'd like to apologize for the society, guys, but uh, I'll see you guys next week. All right, Later. 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 There you go. Jay from the Rare Barrel, spreading the love, sort yeah. of. Yeah. And stuff. All right. But no um, things. <laughs> I was supposed to do feedback, but uh, we're running a little short on time, aren't we? We've, we've gone for, for quite a ways, haven't we? Yeah, that's all right. There's some good feedback. Should we do it quickly, or you want to yeah. do it at the end of the show? I don't really care. Well, I think you should probably do it now, because at the end of the show, I think everyone's going to be throwing up the harlot. Oh, for sure. Doug, you want me to do <laughs> it's uh, gross. feedback now? And they're going to be like, this is that, nasty. Yeah, Get feedback. it out. You're fine with it? All right. Uh, all right. Feedback's brought to you today by our good friend John over at BeerLawCenter.com. You can go to BeerLawCenter.com and check it out. John protects the uh, trademark, the hop grenade, all the time, and uh, he can protect yours, too. And if you think you don't need a trademark uh, uh, lawyer and you don't need to protect your trademark, either your logo sucks or uh, it just hasn't happened to you yet. So get yourself some help over at BeerLawCenter.com. Clark writes in, uh, greeting boners and Bevo. I've been loving listening to the session and other fine <laughs> programs you all do on the Brewing Network. Uh, the session keeps me 
company on my four-hour drives. People must think I'm insane because when they drive past me, they just see a man laughing out loud to himself alone on the freeway. Thanks for helping me continue to freak people out. I was just listening to the episode with Tony McGee from Lagunitas and was really inspired by all the quotes from his book and the things he said on the show that I immediately purchased a copy of the book for myself uh, and for a friend that's starting a brewery in my town. I think that the episode was a perfect example of why um, not only homebrewers but professional brewers should be listening to the session. You guys rock, and thanks for preaching the uh, gospel of uh, it's just beer. Have some fun with it. Uh, Cheers from Athens, says Clark. Um, yeah, I do highly recommend that book, and I think Tony is a. It's first of all, it's really well written. He's a, he's yeah. a good writer. Uh, I guess a lot of pot will do that for you. I don't know what, but he's a good writer, and we'll he just out. he talks about what it's really like to open a brewery. He really mentions all his mistakes and stupid things he did, and it, it's fantastic. So uh, I'm proud of that interview. Uh, I'm not so proud that we you know got scooped the following day about his lawsuit. Oh. Um, but Whatever. other than that, I'm proud of the interview. He did. Tony's Tony's rad. Well, thanks for buying that book too. You know, when you support uh, the things that our guests are on here plugging, or the beers from brewers you hear, it makes a huge difference. Absolutely. We're gonna see if he'll sponsor us soon. I think. Maybe. All right. Jeremy <laughs> writes in. Hey, I've been un- unable to download several podcasts of the Jamil Show. Uh, one of them was Wit Beer using right click save target ad. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay, so uh, the shows are fine. You've either downloaded too many shows in a 24 hour period. We put a little cap on that so that everybody can download, um, or you might need to just unsubscribe and resubscribe to the podcast. Uh, if you're downloading directly from the site, the same thing goes. So wait 24 hours and try again. I'm pretty sure all the shows are there and working just fine. Captain Scotch writes in. <laughs> Is that like Doc's younger brother? It might be. Um, hey, what's going on? That's a weird way to start. You ever wonder why people start like written mail like that? Yeah. Because you can't answer. No. Although I guess we don't even really answer in person either. What's up, JP? Not much. Yeah, I guess you do answer. Uh, well, never mind. You call that an answer? Yeah. Hope we can try it again. <laughs> yeah. What's up, JP? Fuck off. Right. Oh, was there a little kid on there? All right, we go. Hey, what's going on? Uh, I'm the newly BN Captain Scotch in the chat room, and I was the one who said that Bevo and Nicole were out fighting for the loving embrace of Nate, <laughs> um, and that the loser would be stuck with Sam. I'm not saying I want a prize or recognition, but I would love a prize or some recognition. <laughs> My uncle introduced me to the BN. And I uh, have been listening for about a year. The BN Awards was only my second live show listening and joining in the chat room. I was instantly welcomed in and had a blast, even if I haven't uh, met JP yet. To unofficially win a a BN Award on my second show was pretty incredible. Did we give him an award? I don't remember. No, we, we had him win the Twitter game. Oh, he won the Twitter okay. game. Yeah, so yeah. last second That's entry. Not an award, is there it? He just won a game. No, if anything, it's like a badge of dishonor. <laughs> well, you get stuff from it. Uh, it was cool, even if I don't get a shirt or a medal or cash or a thingy on my name on the forum. I still have my memories. Well, that'll, that won't last either. Captain Scotch. Uh, yeah, you don't get any. Well, actually, you do get a prize for winning the Twitter game. Yeah, so he should have got something. Yeah, well, Bevo, he... did you communicate with Captain Scotch and get his size or whatever? Yeah, I've talked to him. All right, well, there we go. All right. Well, thanks for playing, Captain Yeah, Scott. thanks for crying about it. Uh, Jordan writes in, Dear JP and the other ones. Hey, look, man. Uh, I only change these a little bit. I wonder if he has you confused with Tasty. <laughs> or John Palmer again? Let's, let's go on and see. Uh, first of all, I wanted to rub salt in the wounds of all those that participated in the Name That Christmas Carol last month. Uh, where did you find those clowns, and what the hell kind of Christmas carols do they listen to? Uh, <laughs> question. That's a good question. Crying rivers of blood on Holly. Not correct. Shit. 
He says, so anyways, which is another weird saying, uh, I find. Uh, So anyways, I just wanted to say that I was in the Bay Area for one evening earlier this month traveling from Australia. I'd been planning for months to come to the Hop Grenade, but due to miscommunication with my dickhead friends, I couldn't come. My U.S. tour was, like, pretty good, but layered with a shroud of disappointment uh, that I remind each time uh, I hear your uh, goddamn voices on my commute to Australian work. So Australian I, work. Which is jail. Right. Uh, so I have nothing more to say about that. I guess I just wanted to get some closure. Come to Australia. Thank you, Jordan. All right. I'm glad we could help. He just needed to vent? Yeah. <laughs> um, we don't call it jail anymore. It's a breaking rock. So it's a professional term <laughs> yeah. for the work that they do. You know? I guess yeah. you're right. And Gravel it, manufacturing. <laughs> right. Yeah. And as soon as they get the automobile down there, they're going to be making license plates. It'll be all right. Very strange. Uh, okay. And then finally, oh, not finally, uh, one more. Let's see. Alan, uh, hey, Brew Clowns, the audio on the Milk Stout. Okay, I know this already. The, the, the Milk Stout show is now fixed uh, on the Jamel Show. And here we go. Finally, Spam of the Week. Dear colleagues, on behalf of Jerwo, which is G-H-R-W-O. Right. Uh, I don't know. You don't know? Uh, it's a, do we, do I, am I supposed to know? Well, I don't want to spoil it. <clears throat> All right, I'll keep going. Uh, it's a great privilege for us to invite you to uh, Global Human Right World Organization. <laughs> Is that like uh, right as one. opposed to left? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Global Human Right World Organization uh, Against Economic Crisis, Child Abuse, and <laughs> HIV AIDS Treatment. Why would you be against, against treatment? treatment. <laughs> <laughs> and, and by the way, let them die. I'm sick of you treating. You know what I hate? It used I, to be an epidemic, you know. I hate a lot of things. I hate the uh, global econ- economic crisis, left-handed people, yeah. children with AIDS, yeah. and the treatment they get. Oh, I wasn't even done yet, actually. And then also against sex work and forced labor. Uh, listen, sometimes the baby just doesn't want to come the out. The only thing worse with, than a kid with AIDS is a, a kid who survived AIDS. <laughs> and now he's working in the sex trade and is uh, left-handed. Okay, let's. Uh, the Global Human Rights World Organization Against Economic Crisis, Child Abuse, and HIV AIDS Treatment, uh, Sex Work, and Forced Labor, which will be held from March 18th to the 20th in Atlantic City. <laughs> What's the acronym on that? Uh, Jerwo. Yeah, they left out sex. Jerwosful. Jerwosful. Because they left out sex and forced labor. Uh, anyway, it'll be in Atlantic City, New Jersey. I hope I get on the board for that. Um, <laughs> It will also be in uh, Dakar, Senegal, West Africa. All interested. Uh, <laughs> of course. Yeah, well, it's moving around. This like a trade show? You can learn all these trades? <laughs> it's or? a trade show. Yeah. It's see, a job fair. See that kid dying over there? Let him die. As they show him how to do that. Uh, all interested delegates that requires entry visa to enter the United States to attend this meeting will be assisted by the organization in obtaining the visa in their passport free. Uh, air round trip tickets to attend this meeting will be provided to all participants for registration. Please give us all of your personal information, including, including your bank account, social security number. I'm uh, making up that part, but clearly that's what they want. Right. Um, this was a sincerely Mrs. Ethel Wilson, <laughs> member of OF Organizing Committee. Yeah. So The I'm, English was pretty good on that one. Yeah. Not too bad. I feel like we should attend. Um, well, one, of them, up. one of them's in Atlantic City. It's not that far anyway. I think it'd be fine. It's I've, closer than Senegal. I've seen worse things in Atlantic City, I'll tell you right now. Uh, okay. There you go. F the kids, I guess. All right. Feedback was brought to you today by Beer Law Center. When we come back, we're going to talk to our boys from Society Brewing Company. We're going to talk about their beer. We're going to drink their beer. We're going to learn about their beer. And we'll have the uh, Travis even will be on the phone with us, too, so we can talk about it with the brewmaster at Society. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be back after these words.
You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to MoreBeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Do you support the Brewing Network? Do you brew your own? Are you looking for any economical, fun, and legal way to do both? Subscribe to Brew Your Own magazine and do just that. All year long, Brew Your Own will surprise you, entertain you, and educate you with articles on beer and brewing from authors like the Brewing Network's very own Jamel Zedeshaw and John Palmer. Each issue is a full pint of brewing techniques, homebrew stories, tips and photos, projects to make yourself, and recipes for the avid home brewer. Get your tough questions answered by Mr. Wizard. And polish your style accuracy with DeVille. A portion of every subscription goes to the Brewing Network, so subscribe today at byo.com slash brewingnetwork or just click the BYO logo on the Brewing Network homepage and support a fantastic hobby and your favorite broadcaster. Brew your own. The how-to homebrew beer magazine. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanishev, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe 
until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at hereticbrewing.com. Back to the program. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, yeah, we got a lot left to do tonight. We got more beer to drink and more beer to talk with the society people. 888-401-BEER if you want to ask questions of these guys yourselves. That's 888-401-BEER or hit the chat button on the homepage. A lot of people in the chat room tonight. We had a good suggestion for a new Brewing Network game. Oh. Uh, it was to play Boner Chicken with Beardy's Picture. Oh, with the uh, with Beardy's George yeah. Costanza picture, see who can stare out at the longest without uh, without you know, movement. Without movement, I'd lose right away. You lose right. Yeah, away. I already yeah. lost. Dougie's, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, game over. Yeah, game right. over. Well, speaking of boner chicken, let me let you know really quick about uh, Adam and Eve Valentine's Day. That's right. You can make this Valentine's Day one that you'll both never forget. Uh, with this amazing offer from AdamandEve.com through Valentine's Day. And this goes for everybody. Yeah. We're not selective about this. No, why would we? Well, those of you sitting in the hopper day can enjoy it. Those of you sitting at home can enjoy it. Yeah. Those of you sitting right here in the studio, there is no employee exclusion for this offer. Oh, for this one. Uh, through, val- <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, through Valentine's Day, you'll receive 50% off just about any item. Just go to AdamandEve.com and you'll find over 18,000 adult entertainment products. Wow. Including including toys, lingerie, and seemingly endless selection of adult DVDs. Um, it does seem endless. Like, sometimes you're scrolling yeah. through. There aren't that like, many holes. They're limited, but the products <laughs> it's are endless. endless. It's amazing. 18,000? Well, and you put a number on it, and you're like, okay, well, like, then wow. that's the, the end, right? But you go through it, and you're like, this is, there's no, there's no, no way. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, well, 18,000. Uh, and then, but listen, there's more. Uh, with every order, you're going to receive... Our romance kit for free. Uh, That's right, the Adam and Eve romance kit. Uh, the romance kit includes uh, a toy for him, mm-hmm. which for who? For Doug? Uh, it could, in this case, in this example, that it could be Dougie. Him. Okay, so a toy for Dougie. Well, let's go back to being it because it said it, it. You'll both never forget. So in this okay. example, it could be you and Dougie. Oh, I like that. Um, I like that. So a toy what about for Mike too. A toy for <laughs> him. Well, it said both. Oh, so I sorry, think it's Mike. only only two people. You got to hold use, the camera again. JP, you're killing me. Use the offer. Uh, a toy for him. Right. Uh, a toy for, uh, oh, a special massager for her. Oh, fuck. Now there's more people? Yeah. You know, like if she has a bad back, um, right. a special massager for her, and then a little something you'll both enjoy. Probably something with two ends. Right. You know right. what I mean? Because yeah. how else would you... Uh, a signed picture of me? <laughs> yeah, that's a sign. Yeah. Oh, we should have the, uh, the well, Brewing Network the full kit. nude version? Oh, that's that's... I was thinking like a, like, um, a, like a cracker or something. <laughs> 
like like easy cheese. Yeah, just like a nice like edible, like an aperitif kind of thing, yeah. like a mint, like an Andes mint or something. So that like when you have, you're like, you know what? Those guys at Adam and Eve were right. We are both enjoying this. And how a, a tin of Altoids? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just whatever. Yeah, whatever whimsy you want. Um. And, oh, and then also a free adult DVD just to put you in the mood. So, uh, but listen, that's not all. Uh, They'll also throw in free shipping on the entire order. So go to adamandeve.com today for the special Valentine's Day offer. Get 50% off one item, a free romance kit, and free shipping when you use coupon code BNARMY. That's B-N-A-R-M-Y. That's BNARMY at adamandeve.com. Well, that was a mouthful. Who gets to enjoy that? Is that a gift that we'll both enjoy? Yeah, I've heard that on one of the DVDs, actually. That's a totally separate coupon code. Yeah. Is that a category? Yes. Mouthful. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, that's enough out of you people. All right, we got this. Oh, let me get Travis on the line. He and we got a Twitter won't. game. You think he Real wants fast. to? All right, let me get Travis on the line. Why don't you tell us what today's Twitter game is, JP? Well, uh, you know, I'm fascinated with how Tasty lives his life. Um, he, Aren't he's we in all? he's in the the silver or the twilight years or whatever it's called the twilight zone, <laughs> pretty much something like that. <laughs> he's in twilight the twilight zone, zone. The golden yeah, years or whatever. <laughs> right. So you know, and I'm sure everyone else is too. So I would like people to uh, describe for me Tasty's morning routine. What does oh. he do when oh. he wakes up? Good question. Thank you. Yeah, I've always I I find myself wondering about this too, Tasty. Yeah. Uh, what, is what the hell do I do? <laughs> oh, I throw her out of bed. <laughs> Blind pig in the shower. I don't do anything, any product, anything productive till afternoon. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, I, so, I deserve that. So what time is morning routine then? Just to give people an example, oh, an idea, like an okay. idea of when the morning routine is happening. Well, it varies. Uh, depending how, I just wake up and I wake up and then I get up. Okay. 11.46. Start getting on Facebook. 11.59. Spend all morning on the internet doing st- stupid shit. Right. Answering emails. Meat and, uh, spinning. <laughs> Using coupon code BN Army. <laughs> Slow playing some women, stuff like that. You know, just stuff I do. Right. Slow playing? Yeah. Is that a thing? I don't even know what no, that is. I don't yeah, know yeah. what that means. Oh, I, oh sorry. It'll, it'll be in my book. Stacey's cooler than, than we are. <laughs> I have my own technique. All right. So what is technique. <laughs> what is Tasty's? Uh, I type with my elbows. It's weird. Morning routine. That's yeah. our uh, yeah, Twitter right, game All right. Let's see if we got Travis online. Travis, the uh, uh, head brewer over at Society. You with us, Travis? Nice. I'm here. Hey, thanks for being on the program, man. Yeah, no problem. We've got, we have Dougie here looking handsome. Hi, Travis. You miss him? <laughs> Travis, Travis, Dougie tells me that you guys actually like each other, that you're like best friends even. Well, uh, my wife calls us uh, work husbands. Work husbands. Okay. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. And there's, there's benefits involved. Uh, well, if you think about it... <laughs> I spend more time with Travis than I do with my wife. Sure. And same with Travis and me. So there better be benefits well, is what you're saying. Well, that's more of the reason to hate each other. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't have to sleep in the same bed with each other, so. Sure. Well, well I thought that was sometimes, the way to Sometimes things. we get to when we travel. That's <laughs> yeah. a benefit. Uh, we're just saving money, guys. There's one hotel room. Travis sleeps naked. <laughs> Just put the TV between the two. Just going to throw that out the there wall. right now. Right. No matter what, Travis, you can never put pants like as a under. Well, I think it's it's more fun to sleep naked when you're sharing it with another dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> a much bigger challenge. That's great. Travis gets up to take a leak, and, and you don't you don't even know what's about to happen. Oh, damn it, Travis! Uh, all right, so Travis and Dougie, you guys founded the company, right? You guys, the two of you, started society. Yes. Okay. And you guys have a little bit of history too. You you work together at another brewery. Yes, so we met at the brewery in Orange County. Okay, uh, two thousand nine ish, around okay. there sometime. Uh, Travis had already been there for about six months. I got hired on, and we met, and it was 
you know, way I describe it, love at first sight. Okay. Uh, within the first five minutes on my first day, we were joking around with each other. and Nice. Both, know, both brewers there. I was washing kegs. I was a solderman. Okay. So there was Travis and Jay as brewers, and then I was the scrub monkey. Got it. Uh, Travis and Jay now with the rare barrel, Jay. Correct. So Jay Goodwin. Okay. Right. And then, all right, so you were you were their lackey. Right. Yeah. So there were three of us and uh, did everything from brewing, cellaring, packaging. Okay. And how long did you guys work together there? Overlapped for about uh, 14 months. Okay. About a little a year. over a year. Yeah. A little over a year. At what point do you start, you know, in this process, I, I feel like the idea of starting your own brewery must have come up. So we... Stepping back a little bit, we would uh, we would carpool to the brewery. I was living in North County, San Diego. Travis is in San Clemente, which is South County, Orange County. So we both had a long commute, so we would carpool. And we uh, spent 45 minutes in the car every day, so we'd kind of talk about, oh, yeah, one day I want to start a brewery by, you know, this. And kind of I think like every single brewer wants to start a brewery. It's like being a chef. You know, you want to have your own kitchen. You want to have your own thing. Everybody listening right now probably understands that. Um uh, you you kind of you're in a brewery and you you start to think about how you would do things differently. Is that well, what happens? I mean, it's not just that, like, because you're in a brewery and you can love it more than anything in the world. But you kind of always had that dream in the back of your mind, where like, you know, it'd be so cool one day if I could do this by myself. If I could, you know, be in Patrick Rue's shoes, yeah, and do what he's done, and that that'd be so awesome. Okay. And so we'd always kind of like bounce ideas off each other. With you know the full intention of you know all right, Travis, one day you'll start your thing, one day I'll start mine. Um, Travis left the brewery and then, uh, it had been like four or six months and, you know, we kept hanging out cause I was in San Diego. He had moved down to San Diego and we'd meet up for beers every once in a while. And it kind of progressively got more and more like, uh, Hey, what if we Let's just do this together? Do this. Okay. Except one night it became very real. In what way? Uh, the next morning at 6am we started. Ah, you actually just went for it. We mean. we made the decision. We were at a, a place called O'Brien's Pub. Yeah, uh, we're actually like half a mile from the uh, that location right now, and uh, we'd had a couple beers. It was the week before Halloween on uh, in 2010, or the week of it. Excuse me. And we had a couple beers. Uh, I remember the night before we had done the or the week before something like that. We had done the Black Tuesday release at, uh, at the brewery. The brewery. And one of my mentors, like a life mentor, a good friend of mine, uh, stayed at my house. And he's like, you know, you should just do this. Contact Travis, and you guys should go and do this together. So hit him up. I was like, Travis, let's get some uh, beers together at O'Brien's. And, you know, just normal stuff. We'd met there a lot, and Travis had been talking about, you know, he wasn't really happy where he was at the time. And we said, what if we start this tomorrow? Sure. I'm game because I was going to ask you the same thing. He's like, I was going to ask you the same thing too. (laughs) So the next morning it was go time. Okay. And then so we started at that point and it was 100 miles an hour. So what happened the next morning? Do you, do you, I mean, did you just then get together and have more beers or or do you go to the bank? Uh, I went to work. (laughs) Travis went to work. (laughs) Okay. But uh, the the gears were turning. Okay. Uh, But it meant you guys had committed to each other. We're going to start this company together. Yes. Okay. It was. Uh, I've never, you know, like been so gung ho. And same with Travis, it was like, okay, this isn't like we've had three beers and we're doing this. Yeah. This is game time. Uh, we're giving up everything for this. Okay. Now l- let me ask back just even a little further than that because I'm always fascinated about where people came from before they got into beer. 
Dougie, you were like on Wall Street or something. What, what did you, That's right. Did you go to school for something entirely different? No, I, uh, different than what? Not, well, than brewing, obviously. Yes. Like, yeah, so okay. I uh, double majored finance and entrepreneurship. Okay. Uh, worked at Bear Stearns for a little bit, left before they went under, uh, went to a smaller firm. So I was doing investment banking, mergers okay. and acquisitions, murders and executions. I cannot picture you doing this, Dougie. <laughs> But this was your life's path at the time. You had, well, I mean, why not? Was, hey, you're young, you're single, you yeah. have all the time in the world, you want to make money? Yeah. 2006, 2007? Okay. That was kind of the game. <laughs> okay. Before the, uh, you know, the economy took a shit. So what happened? Uh, was it the economy taking a shit no. or were you just not happy? No, no, no. no. I liked it. Okay. Uh, you get to work with uh, smart, educated people that want to work hard, and everyone's there for the same reason. Let's all make money. What's that feel like? Yeah. <laughs> what does it feel like to fire hundreds of people at a time? No, 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 no. Smart, educated people who want to make money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, JP, I have a master's degree. <laughs> there you go. And yep. you're uh, kneeling uh, on the floor oh, drinking well, a beer. In a beer studio. No, it's uh, Wait a minute. I, I don't see your education as being a, a total misfit at this point at all. No, no, no. It, I mean, you were in finance and entrepreneurship. I mean, come on. Look, what are best, you doing? The best thing I got out of investment banking is Excel. Oh, yeah. oh, shit. No, no, that's a good I don't skill use, to have. I don't use the mouse when I'm on no, Excel. No. Wow. Gives you a little shortcuts and keystrokes. So you can make a spreadsheet like a motherfucker right now. When I'm nice. sleeping. Yeah, okay. Um, no, but it, it was, you oh, know, I didn't dislike investment banking. Uh, not, you know, it kind of felt weird when the market took a dump and everyone's like, oh, you're a crook, you're a criminal. I mean, it got to me, but that wasn't why. The reason why I left is. I had always wanted to start a brewery. Even when I was a uh, freshman in college, I was like talking to my roommate who's now an investor in society. I was like, hey, we're going to start a brewery one day. And by the time I was like 23, 24, I was like, I, I can't spend a day out of this industry. So you were home brewing back then when you had this idea yeah, to start a brewery? Yeah, I, I was brewing in college. Okay, got it. And so uh, every day that I wasn't in the brewing industry, what I thought was there's somebody out there younger than me, harder working than me. And I need to get into this industry and, you know, do the best that I can. Okay. So that's when I decided I'm going to quit. And I met a, you know, I was in the, in the New York City Home Brewers Guild, met a bunch of good guys there. Shout out to Ray Gerard, Sean White. No shout Chris out. Chris Kuzmi. Yeah. None of them. Kuzmi's been on the show. He's got a little brewery now, too. Yeah. Cool. So uh, hanging out with those guys helped a lot and okay. decided to quit and move out, move out west where they got the internet. <laughs> And the street to pay with gold, not gold that you took from other people and melted down to form your shoes, but gold like you can t- pick out of the water. So you yeah. left because, not because you were unhappy like most people, you left because you just, the passion was the beer. I, I was pretty happy. Yeah. Oh, not pretty happy, but I wasn't upset. But yeah, beer, okay. beer totally took me out and I, you know, I had to decide between a couple cities, San Diego, Portland, Denver. So and, you uh, sold your Maserati and kind of... Yeah. Uh, were uh, you making a killing? That's what everyone's wondering. Like, investment banker in 2006, were you making 500 grand a year? What, what was it like? You can't spend anything. Well, you pay off a lot of debt. <laughs> oh, from student loans? Moscow the Jews asking money questions. I know I'm not the only one wondering. When people yeah. hear yeah. that, you know, they think, I'm hey, did you, did you that. save up a bunch of money and use that to yes. start society? Uh, a lot of it, a lot of it, you, you know, everybody at that time was saving it and... Because you're working 100 hours a week, you have no time to spend it. Okay. So, I see. It just accumulates. just accumulates. And, you, you know, I was able to save up and know that I can go to San Diego and work uh, six, eight months and have a car, pay rent, and pay for everything else and know that I don't have to have a job. 
that I can intern at all these different places or I can have a job for eight bucks an hour and do this. And I know that I don't have to like make ends meet with the job. So I don't have to take any job I can. I can wait out and get that brewing internship or get that one job here and or wash kegs at the brewery if I had to. Okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's huge, right? I mean, this is really what sort of propelled him that he had this cushion to get to follow the dream. Absolutely. Well, what else? I mean, I had three jobs working seven days a week when I moved to San Diego. Okay. So it wasn't just like I'm scrubbing kegs somewhere. It's an internship at OG's, balling at Green Flash, yeah. uh, bottle shop at Pizza Port, Carlsbad, and how, then... How much did you get paid for meat spinning? Uh, <laughs> that's off the record. That's off the record. You don't want, to, want everyone going for that job. You got right. paid an experience. It, it was per spin. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Travis, you had a whole other uh, career path too, right? Weren't you going? I, into- I certainly did. I uh, I went to school for uh, being a cop. Uh, I graduated from Sonoma State University with a degree in criminal justice. I put myself through the police academy, and I even worked for the Sonoma County Sheriff's Department for two years. Wow! <laughs> and uh, I realized that that kind of sucks, and beer is awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why did you choose uh, being a cop in the first place? Uh, your family cops or no? No, uh, I just uh, thought it would be fun. Okay, and, 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 and it is. And, okay, and were you homebrewing at that time too? When you were going through school, is that how you got into beer? Or yeah, I, my wife bought me my first homebrewing kit uh, in college, and uh, I take everything kind of too far when it comes to hobbies. Okay, so. <laughs> were you arresting your neighbors? <laughs> yeah. Just for practice. You yeah. have the right to remain silent. Get down on the ground! <laughs> I was just taking out the garbage. Can I borrow a cup of sugar? On your hands and knees right now! Get I'm drunk on, on, on homebrew than What do you mean by it? sugar? <laughs> on your hands and knees? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's a different, you know, that was at home in bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean. Uh, so, Travis, what was your first uh, brewing gig then? Was it uh, at the brewery or before that? No, it was at uh, Russian River. I uh, brewed there for about five years. Oh, yeah. Uh, I started there in 2004 and left in 2009 for the brewery. What was your qualifications? What were your qualifications that you got hired at Russian River? I'm curious. Well, the, uh, Russian River had just opened their doors. Okay. Uh, and uh, qualified. So your standards were their standards were low, is what you're saying. <laughs> they did have a lot lower standards. They had no yes. idea. <laughs> well, and uh, you know, I was a, a home brewer. I made the okay home brew. Okay. Most can I can I make. can I jump in here really quickly? Sure. Yes. Because Travis is way too humble. Uh, Vinny took a liking to Travis because he liked his homebrewed IPA. Uh, I was going to ask if he had to bring in some beer to him. And... Yeah, there, it was a liquid resume. Yes. Okay. Wow, that's a badge of honor. So he yeah. liked your wow, and and it was it wasn't like he liked your something else. He liked your IPA. Yeah, he was like, uh, this guy's got something. Okay, and he looks like Tom Cruise without a beard. <laughs> I had to throw that out. Well, I'm trying and, to embarrass and, Travis and as much as I can. Yeah. So, so good. So fifty pounds heavier. So Vinny found him handsome. Does Tom Cruise have a beard? Yeah. Well, I, I can't picture him with a beard. Yeah. <laughs> So for the first years, you actually brewed with Vinny right there at the pub, right? Uh, for a little while. I mean, it, uh, I, I was at the pub for virtually the whole time. Yeah. Toward, towards the end, I brewed a, a couple of batches at the uh, uh, f- production facility. Right. But generally, I was the pub brewer. Uh, once the Ferdinand Court operation yeah. started going underway, uh, Vinny was completely occupied with that. Yeah, you had your that. own, you had your own so show there at the pub. I, I had a lot of, lot of alone time at the pub. Sure. So nice. before the alone time, can you, you know, this is something that I think home brewers or people looking to get into brewing, uh, they want to know what it's like. Like, you're, you're brewing under Vinny. Is, is he out there teaching you every day? Holy crap, he's not a god. Ah, he's close. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, 
you know, you probably may have may or may not have heard this story before, but uh, there was this was ten years ago. Yeah, we've heard it. Uh, uh, okay, then I'll shut up. <laughs> no, carry on. Uh, Go on. <laughs> it was at some beer festival, and uh, someone comes up to Natalie and, and, and asks her, Oh, my God, what's it like to be married to Vinny? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. What, what, are you trying to, what, are you, what kind of uh, answer do you want from that? I have to talk to people like you. All right, but this is a very different question. I'm asking you the types of things that you learned from Vinny, and that would be like any other brewer that you're learning under, too. I learned... Uh, I learned how to make good beer. I think <laughs> that's, what, that's important. Did he ta- like? Did he talk to you specifically about hop utilization? And I mean, I mean, really to expand on this IPA recipe that you had showed him anyway. He liked your homebrew. Did you learn more about hops under Vinny? I learned everything that I know about making decent beer uh, from Vinny. From there, okay. And then eventually, he kind of hands you the keys to the to the pub, right? Because he moved over to the production facility. Is what you're saying? Yeah, well, there. Yeah, like I said, there was a lot of alone, alone, lot of alone time there. Okay, why did you leave and go to uh, the brewery? There were a number of factors. Uh, one being that my family uh, is in Orange County, my wife's family is in Orange County, and we had two kids. Okay. Uh, we moved back to Orange County and then realized that was too close to family. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. I have in my notes here that you might have learned a little something from uh, a guy that we really respect uh, named Brian Hunt as well. Absolutely. Uh, he's uh, one of the uh, biggest influences on my uh, philosophy mindset behind beer. Uh, huge influence on me, not just with beer, but personally too. Which part? Is it because he – Brian has he, a lot he, of unique – You know, he's a little bit nutty. Yeah. I, I take a little bit of that from him. So okay, <laughs> a lot of it, a little bit. <laughs> I'm things, not you. He's got a lot. One of the things I have a hard time with, and also I think respect the most about Brian, is that he, you know, his whole idea of of beer styles. Uh, where if I say, hey, well, you know, your Pilsner is great, and he'll say, I, I don't brew a, uh, just a Pilsner. I brew a Sonoma Pilsner. I could never brew a Czech Pilsner because I'm not in Czechoslovakia. Uh, did you take any of that away from him that you, you shouldn't pay too much attention okay, to no, styles? Okay, I, I take a lot of that from him, but not maybe to the same extent. Okay. You know, I, I believe, you know, if, yeah, if you really want to call a beer a certain style, yeah. then it, it should, should be in that style. But beer doesn't have to fit in a box. It doesn't have to be a certain style. So you don't you don't need to make the same beer that's in this historical whatever. It just has to taste good, and that's all that matters. Okay. Did Brian or Vinny ever touch you in inappropriate ways? You're very you're very defensive right. about what you learned from them. So I just want to know, you know. Uh, I did uh, develop some calluses on my knees. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. So when you show up at the brewery, uh, when you know you turn in your resume there, I, I imagine that for for Patrick, it's kind of a no brainer. Of course, I'm going to hire Travis. Yeah, he already has calluses. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, ready to go. I was offered a job less than 24 hours after I applied for it. Okay. Got it. And uh, now the brewery was doing some different styles of beer uh, at that point than it sounds like you had done up till then. Uh, talk to me about some of the things you got to learn uh, brewing there. Well, I certainly got to uh, learn more about brewing these experimental beers. Uh, I learned uh, how I really hate Orange County. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> Disneyland is there. <laughs> uh Measles are from Disneyland. (laughs) 
barrel aging, right? Of course, you learned some of that maybe at uh, Russian River as well, too. But uh, yeah, I, and, and that, that's one thing I did at the brewery that I would not have ever otherwise learned is uh, trying to barrel age non-funky beers. Okay. Hmm. All right. So the two of you now, you, 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 you brew together at the brewery. You, you, you both end up talking one day, and you say, we're going to start this. We're going to do it. Uh, what happens then? How do you afford the two of you and, and get together and make this brewery happen, Dougie? What happens then? Excuse you, me, I'm burping. That's all right. You can burp all you want. You can do it in the mic, too, if you want. I was trying to burp off the mic. <laughs> um, Doug, please. <laughs> it's uh, going out asking people uh, for money, uh, basically friends and family. Okay. Did you have a whole business plan? Did you really? Did you guys sit down and write it it's out? It's a skeleton. Yeah, okay. we we worked on a business plan for quite some time. Never, maybe it maybe got like twenty percent done. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the uh, the bank we got a loan from just a year ago, and they're like, "Yeah, it's uh, maturing. Can you give us a new business loan or a business plan?" I was like, you know "How many hours that's going to take me to fill in the little pieces?" Yeah, I don't have an uh, old one. Uh, no, but I think the uh, the main thing. And my stepdad in New York, he's a great guy, good business guy. What he taught me was kind of like he said he'd rather invest in uh, a person than a piece of paper. Okay. So Travis and I were, you know, very much trying to sell ourselves and not, you know, oh, here's the business plan. Here's where we're going to be in three years. And here's our distribution channels. It's more like, uh, look, we're going to, you know, do our best to make good beer. Here's what we're going to do. We don't know when we can pay you back, but we guarantee you that, you know, you're going to give us your money. <laughs> right. that I was trying know. to go what? somewhere with that, but I was like, oh, no. We haven't paid, a, we haven't paid an investor back Did, yet. You haven't yet. Including Travis and myself. We, we both invested in. And you uh, haven't paid back on Not one either. penny. This How year, much did, did you your, think you needed to start at the time? One and a half. You thought you needed one and a half. Yeah. How much did you end up needing? One seven. Okay, that's close. Well, that's pretty damn close. That's not bad. Did so your, many people come in and say, "Whatever you think you need, it. double it." You know, we we wanted two million. Okay, that would have been comfortable. Uh, we hit so many speed yeah. bumps that we didn't think we would. I mean, stuff you wouldn't see. So we had uh, the building we took over. It had a lot of offices in it with the drop T ceilings. Mm-hmm. So we had to take out the sprinklers, touch the sprinkler system. You have to update everything else to code. So we ended up spending twenty five thousand dollars. Redoing the fire sprinklers. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's expensive Stuff like work. That. It, the first day we installed our backflow preventer, which cost twelve thousand mm. dollars, it's got this meter on it that does nothing other than read uh, the water flow if there's a fire. Made out of copper, it got stolen the first night. Oh no! <laughs> uh, these guys who stole it probably made ten, fifteen bucks off of it. Cost us twelve hundred bucks. Wow. So <laughs> we put up security cameras. Right, yeah. to steal it. Yeah. Uh, we put up security cameras. We put up uh, razor wire, which I think in total we have like uh, 200 stitches between everybody. <laughs> Putting it up. Wow. Yeah. Well, that shit, I mean, if, if you let it go, it slinks back. Uh, and oh. it'll just touching you, it'll wow. cut your skin open. It's really razor wire. Wow. And yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You installed <laughs> now, it a day late. You, right, right after yeah. you needed it. Yeah. We, uh, hey, we've made that business park a lot nicer. <laughs> you have. You don't. You don't see these uh, sketch balls walking through there anymore. Okay. So the razor wire is still up. <laughs> you have no idea. We built a fortress. Wow. <laughs> you know, if somebody gets in through that stuff and the expanded steel and everything, 
Good. Hey, you can take it. Congratulations. They've earned yeah. it. They've earned it. Well, they can't carry anything because they're just they're, they have no arms or yeah. hands. Yeah, we want to see you know like blood and flesh like hanging right. from it one day. And we're like, yes, we got them. Then, They'll yeah. bleed out before they can <laughs> escape. Yeah. All these teeth around. So I've been to the brewery, the building that you're in now, and the brewery that that is set up there is your. That's what you started with. Correct. Right? Okay, you started with that space. Uh, it's a pretty big space. You have you have it room, is. a lot of room to grow. A little room to grow. Okay. Uh, at this point. At this point. So, you know, it was uh, it's 16,000 square feet-ish. Uh, each, there was three suites. We got in a bidding war, had to take the whole building. So we have 16,000 hmm. square feet to kind of like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? So we looked at the uh, layout and then said, all right, what's this place going to look like at a max capacity? Yeah. All right, barrel room here, taste room here, tanks here. Uh, we'll do you know raw materials, brewing, fermenting, packaging, finished product, loading docks on that side. Okay. So we were able to plan out the whole space. Okay. Knocked down on the walls, built out the tasting room. Uh, the hard part was it was a lot of money up front, and that includes rent paying for the whole place. Because so, of the square footage. You really right. had to take so much of it. It's $100,000 out the door. Wow. Yeah. In six months, just during the build out. Okay. And let me ask you about a couple decisions there, too, because I was surprised by a couple of things when I saw the space. For one, you mentioned the barrel room. Right. The, the barrel room's enormous. Huge. And correct me if I'm wrong, but we haven't even really seen the beers come out of that yet on, in the marketplace. You, you haven't. We have. But you've done some small... In other words, you planned this giant barrel program that you still have, haven't really even right. maximized. No, it has not been maximized in terms of uh, barrels in there. Okay. But uh, we've got 150 in there. We just got another 50. Um, we release sour beers here and there okay. in kegs down which, there in San Diego. Yeah, yeah, we don't we don't love to do it. I think it's a totally different experience when you have a sour beer refermented in the bottle. I mean, it it changes everything. Mm-hmm. And depending on the yeast, you want to finish you know the bottle conditioning in. Yeah, it's nine day difference. That you also can't serve a beer at three and a half volumes on tap. Okay, yeah. so. So before I move on to my other question about the space, Travis, I want to bring you into this conversation because I was—I thought the barrel room was amazing. It's climate controlled. It's enormous. Uh, I, I hadn't had a sour beer from you guys, and I just thought, now this is a, a big, scary investment to utilize uh, to, to allocate rather this much space for the barrel program. Uh, Travis, this was all part of the plan for you too. Absolutely, part of the plan. Now it's not necessarily something that. Oh, yeah, it's going to make us a lot of money. It, it might someday, but it's more something like, I want to drink that, so okay. let's put this in. Yeah, it, it, This is never like a, uh, oh, we want our focus to be this. Okay. This is just one of the things we do. You were fired up about these types of beers. But I'm more Absolutely. fired up about the harlot. Okay, so am I. <laughs> and finishing a keg of it tonight. No, but, but this is, you know, I want people to come into society and not just go, oh, what are the sours you have? Or when are the sours coming out? It's, oh, you guys have so many fucking incredible yeah. beers on right now. This is great. When, but when, I guess that's that the happen? part that surprises <laughs> What were they saying? Uh, never. I guess that's the part that surprises me about the sheer size of the barrel space is what I'm saying. Because right. I would think that you guys were putting your money down on, you know what? We're going to do really well with sours one day and we're going to have a shitload of them. It's you know, big. The, the, the beer in there on average is probably going to be spending a little over two years each barrel. Wow. Uh, and there's only room for about 400 barrels in the room. So – you know, be patient. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, here's a second question about the space. Don't now, ask when. This one I was surprised about, but also I, I thought it was the right move. It's something I believe in. Your tasting room is enormous. 
you really allocated a lot of space for your tasting room. But that's tell me why you did so much space for that. Because we knew we had this huge, gigantic warehouse, at least for a brand new brewery. And we're like, how the hell are we going to pay for this thing? Okay. You know, when we budgeted everything out and did our quote unquote business plan, yeah, we were going to take 5,000 square feet. And we thought that was a lot. 20 barrel brewery, you know, oh man, that's, you know, that's a good amount of space. We have a little tasting room. And then we're like, oh shit, we're taking this whole thing. <laughs> this is, uh, you know, $150,000 a year. How are we going to do this? All right, let's make a big tasting room. Yeah. And let's make sure that when people come in here, they're, you know, happy. And so we, we put in at least $150,000 in the tasting room. Wow. I mean, each bathroom was 30000 Wow. And what's the, the square footage of the 3000 3000 Diamond-plated uh, toilets. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I couldn't think of any. Do you have the, <laughs> you have the Dyson hand dryers? Yeah, we do. That you just dip no, your hands oh, in? I need a gripe on you yeah. on air. You don't like my Dyson? Uh, you're a germaphobe, right? Yeah. I saw you open the door with your hand. I know. Yeah. Uh, it's That's disgusting. Oh, I used a receipt safe. out of my wallet. <laughs> After I tried no, my you hands, didn't. After yeah. I left the bathroom, you got a receipt out of your wallet to yeah. open the door? A receipt that I should be turning into my wife, who does our bookkeeping. <laughs> I used that and to open the door. Covered and then in I, piss. No, I threw it away. Oh, no. Personal oh. And you know what I don't Did do? Did you if, really? If I... If I for some reason, there's no handle, and maybe it's a pull. Yeah. I taught Travis this, and he liked it. I push up top, you know, on the, <laughs> oh, I do the lever. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Sierra Nevada has an actual, like, uh, mammoth or, like, a what, what's Sasquatch? Yeah, Same for, for Bigfoot. Yeah. They've got this little foot thing that, like, bends up 90 degrees, and you can put your you can foot on it and foot. pull it out. With That's great. Yeah. See, you guys aren't aware of this, but the metal of our door handle is actually, it's this new antibacterial. I don't you. <laughs> uh, you're, yeah. you're a fraud. It's uranium. Did you know, and, were you worried uh, because you saw it? I you out on air, Justin. <laughs> were you worried because yeah. the last person you saw touch it was Justin? <laughs> or would you be so. just as worried? No, I just lost, been I lost a lot of faith in him. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, I have, uh, I've been overcome, I went to two years of therapy, and I've been overcoming some of my germophobia. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations! Yeah, did you, you, for example, <laughs> I heard that, that, that Travis is also a germaphobe, though, Absolutely. too, right? Yeah. Did you know that with hair, with hand dryers, you have to uh, dry them for at least twenty seconds minimum to to effectively do the same thing as a paper towel? Yeah, I read that on the have, internet yeah. as have well. Have you seen the and, inside uh, of those things? things uh, with yeah. the, with the scum layer on the uh, bottom. There's no scum layer on ours. Go look again. <laughs> I know. I looked. There was nothing. <laughs> yeah, they're very clean here. That's yeah, because Scott doesn't. <laughs> Scott doesn't claim to be a germaphobe, but he is a clean freak. Well, no one washes doesn't. their hands. That's I true. think is more more the point. Most yeah. of are. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good. Thing. Wow. So th- I, I'm actually happy that Scott is not a full-on germaphobe. The two of you working together, you and Travis as germaphobes at the brewery, that's got to be uncomfortable. Yeah, the they're time. just stuck in the same room all the time. They can't open the damn door. <laughs> they can't leave. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Yeah. I gotta get yeah. home. Right. How has your the, turn. I'm hungry. So, uh, how has the tasting room space worked out for you at that size? Are extremely you guys, well. Okay, so you're filling it up and you're right. selling a lot of beer right there, which is the place to do it. Uh, it it is. This is a complicated question. Okay. It is the a place to sell it. Uh, our number one, you know, what we wanted to do was to make beer to sell to bars. You know, we're a manufacturer, wholesaler. Uh, taste room is very much a like bonus we're allowed to do, and we're allowed to educate people on site. Yeah, uh, our taste room manager, who is the greatest. I mean, he's the man. Steven, as he says, is that he's our best account. Okay. Uh, we run the taste room as its own account from the brewery. So he gets first priority on everything. Okay. Um, our staff there is well-educated. Uh, you have to be a uh, 
a certified beer server through Cicerone mm-hmm. to even be hired. Great. Uh, $10,000 bonus per year if you get certified Cicerone. Wow. So uh, our main goal in the taste room is to educate. Wait, hang on one second. Yeah. Uh, you should kill the speakers out there so yeah. your servers don't hear. Staff doesn't hear that. That's an awful thing to say. If one of your servers becomes a certified Cicerone, you will give them a $10,000 bonus? Per it's year. It's a little bit less now that the uh, minimum wage has been increased, but... You you increase their hourly wage so that they make ten thousand more dollars. Right, but now that it's nine bucks instead of eight bucks. Now it's not that anyway. Well, it's it's still, you know, they're you know, it's a they're great doing bonus. Some of us yeah. are already in the minimum wage. Yeah. You may have to right. make it nine thousand or yeah. something to make. Yeah. It. Well, so, so what maniac on your staff didn't get a certification? Right. Yeah, Everyone's working it. towards it. Yeah. Okay, I would imagine. And we pay well, for the tests. Uh, we pay for the studying. We just did an off flavor tasting the other day. Okay. I think it's extremely important. Education is everything. Uh, For example, we had somebody come in, and uh, they said, here's the biggest threat to us right now. Us is in craft breweries, small craft breweries. Uh, It's not Budweiser. It's not Miller Coors. It's breweries that start up and are making shit beer. Okay. Uh, We had somebody come in and say, oh, you know, I I like your stout, but it doesn't have enough butter flavor in it. Yeah, what? really? Yeah. That happened? That, that happened. was me. I'm sorry I left that in the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing yeah. I'm calling you out for. <laughs> yeah. Well, Beachwood nah. is learning. Julian's <laughs> right. trying yeah. hard. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. He started as a home brewer. Lay off. Yeah. yeah. Give him a break. Sorry yeah. he didn't. You know, we wasn't a Wolf of Wall Street. Some of the ass. best right. in the world. <laughs> hey, Wolf of Wall Street. That guy was a. The oh, Wolf started. <laughs> Never saw it. Wait, was he your yeah. hero? Yeah. No. No. Not That's a scumbag. Okay. Oh, did you actually know that? We didn't steal money. Leo DiCaprio? No, I've never done coke. Question. Every other drug, yes, do you want but some, not coke. Do you want some yeah. now? <laughs> Smoked weed a couple times, that's it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> How about uh, bath salts? You want some bath salts? I don't even know what those things are. <laughs> I'll show you. Let's go draw draw a bath. So you're saying that the, the biggest threat to craft beer is is people not knowing about what is what is right, how it's supposed to taste, how it should be made. And poisoning it, the not, well. No, no, no. It's not the consumers. It's the people out there not making good beer. Yeah, because okay. they poison the consumer, and the con- then the consumer doesn't know any better. Okay. Is right. that what you're saying? Uh, Nicole is my, my, my biggest fear is that, you know, somebody out there who's drinking Miller Lite, uh, Budweiser, what? I shouldn't have said. Whatever. Any any of these. It's fine. We're not live. We'll go back. What's your fear? Okay. What's your uh, fear? That they want to get over a craft beer, and they go into a place, and they go, oh, this tastes like shit. Okay. Yeah. And then. And sometimes uh, you know they're what? right. Sometimes they're right, yeah. and then they go back to the industrial brood loggers, and they okay. go, well, this tastes the same every single time. Okay. Um, and it's – that's, I think, our uh, our greatest, you know, adverse like, – For sure. I mean, think about how many breweries that you know that, that say that they have a lager, but it's not a lager. It's an right. ale. Yeah. Or they say that they cast condition their beer when that's not cast condition beer. But it's not just that. It's, it's, it's the, but it's, hey, but it's similar. Look, I'm shit. starting a brewery here in this neighborhood – and I'm, you know, you make shit beer, and yeah. then uh, all, you know, the community's drinking in. They go, "Oh, this is what craft craft right. beer tastes like." And we've well, all heard that from people who've said, "Oh, I've it. had craft beer before; it sucks." That's and they were topic, probably yeah. right at the moment. Yeah. So what what's going to be done about it? You think, Dougie? What's the next step? I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> good answer. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, the, the next step is like to a, make good beer. But well, step three. Like for me, I have to have a frank talk with somebody. Uh, Who's going to do that? Nate, what do you want? What's the vehicle for that? I just want to know when um, when. The tour bus shows up, and all these guys get off and say, um, I heard you guys are from famous brewery X, Y, or Z. Where are the sours, bro? We turn them away. <laughs> get back no, on the bus. No, we really do. You do. We, we turn away buses left and right. 
Yeah. Uh, we don't let in anybody who's drunk. Uh, we'll, we have no problem kicking out people. Okay. Our Yelp reviews are, uh, I haven't looked in a while, but it's either a five star or one star. Okay. Yelp is a joke. And our, anyway. we, our one stars are like, oh, they didn't even let me in. Their beer must suck. In, in order to maintain <laughs> a, a good, healthy society, you yeah. can't let everybody in. Yeah. I see what you did there. Get it? A healthy Who's our society? guest, guys? Who's, who's our guest, huh? Boobs. Turn Beardy's mic off. <laughs> it's all right. Here's Nate. What percentage? Yeah, kicking the balls. Now. What yeah. percentage of these breweries, if you had to put a number to it, do you really think are making like below average beer? Oh, I have no idea. Well, guess ten percent. I I can't put it up higher than that. I would say you think 20, it's higher? twenty-five to thirty-five percent. That seems like an enormous yeah, I'm number. I'm not going to say. You know, I, I went to a beer festival. They had thirty different breweries brewing the other day. We no, this 54. was last summer. <laughs> <laughs> it was last summer at the uh, one in uh, Martinez. Yeah, and there were thirty breweries pouring. Four were new; I've never seen before, mm-hmm. and each had about like three to four beers. So that'd be like I don't know, whatever that is, uh, 12, 13, 14 beers. Out of that many, I had I tasted like four that had obvious like uh, beer flaws. Yeah, okay, wow. which is a pretty big number. And yep. it shouldn't be about like going around tasting. Oh, what am I picking up here? Oh, this is an off flavor. It's just more like, like I was saying earlier. Did you enjoy? Do it I or like not? it? Do yeah. I not like it? Oh, is this a pale ale? They say it's pale ale. Oh, it's not pale ale. It's like. Does this taste good or is this shit? Yeah. You know, and it, I think... Well, since at- we're calling each other out on things, Dougie, though, what if they like it but it tastes like, yeah. you know, uh, microwave popcorn? What if that Fine. pale ale that they like and so they go to the next place and they go, this one's not buttery enough uh, for me. You're saying that's okay in to- this second. Totally fine, but I think that's the minority. The okay. people who do like the off flavors, <laughs> that it, it will happen. No. But, well, uh, yeah, those are what like about- the off flavors. Give it a beer that's clean. They'll, they'll move right over. No, well, what about when Heineken people. experimented with brown bottles and then went back to green because people were like, why are you changing this nice beer? Right. Sure. It wasn't skunky Same enough. Same thing right. when they sent their kegs yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It wasn't skunky you know, I, enough anymore. So just like uh, vision, uh, sensation, anything, I think uh, you can absorb you know, flavor. If you, We're all in this room because we can taste better probably than most people naturally. And well, most are, of us can. Yeah. Not you. <laughs> no, you you taste pretty gross. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Jamie. Uh, no, I, I think there's uh, some people that they can, uh, you know, I know them and they're like, oh, this this tastes fine. And yeah. it's not fully there and they haven't been trained and that's totally okay. Okay. So if they're drinking a pale ale and they love it, awesome. Good for them. Yeah. But I don't want to have the person that potentially could be a great beer drinker that's into Budweiser. I mean, uh, industrial lager. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, you know, I didn't like this. And they do have, like, what it takes. Yeah. And, you know, and what it takes, that could be 50, 70% of the population. Yeah. Well, so, I'm just playing devil's advocate, yeah. but I actually I agree with you 100%. Yeah. And but it scares sure. me when uh, – because I, I hear it all the time. Yeah, I tried that, that micro stuff, and it, it just wasn't, it wasn't very good. And I, I actually don't think they're lying to me when they say that. I, I, actually, I tend to go, you know what? It yeah. probably wasn't that yeah. good. Right. In, uh, in because turn. I've also seen the difference where someone goes, I've, I've never liked micro beer, and I've given them one, and they go, well, now that's a fantastic beer. Yeah. Why didn't you tell <laughs> me it was like that? And, and there's so many variations of it. You know, there, you've got the uh, something like the Harlot or uh, – even uh, Anchor Steam. And on the other side, you have Pliny the Elder. And it's like, see how big the spectrum is. Absolutely. And yeah. there's so much to taste. And you have Stone Old Guardian, which is just killer, but yeah. super heavily flavored. Yeah. Um, there's just so much of this stuff out there. And it's a shame when someone could be deterred because they go, oh, this is, you know, tastes like something that I don't like. Yeah. 
Well, okay. even, even on the other side, the 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 uh, initiated craft brew drinker, like uh, for me, the darkest day that I remember and being a craft beer fan is the day that I realized I don't want to try new craft breweries because I've been burned so many times paying a bunch of money for pints and bottles and six packs and whatever. And it's like, this is terrible. You are pretty grumpy, I don't, though. I, well, I, I'm yeah. super grumpy. But it's either like, I all I do is IPAs or all I do is diacetyl bombs. That's it. Like, that's the spectrum so, for me for any for any new brewery. And, and for me, So meaning the day of, that you had to, like, stick with your old favorites yes. and not go when out. I go, when it, I go yeah. to the store, like, you know, when I go out to bars... Um, I go, well, I've never heard of them or them or them, but there's uh, Firestone. So I'll have that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because, so, I don't, because I don't want to spend the money on a beer that I don't know if will be good or not because so many times it hasn't been good. Gonna, where I've, okay. I never send beer back. I'm going to grab your hand. Sending beer back lately. Huh? Um, so another thing maybe your employees don't want to hear. Travis, they're holding each other. Uh, we give our full-time employees $100 a month to spend on beer that's not society. Oh, Wow. So, I don't know. Go yeah. out. It's like if you gave us $100 iTunes. It's a stupid idea. To like buy uh, you guys are no, dedicated to education. <laughs> and the, and the, the whole thing behind it is, okay, yeah, you're drinking society. You go out, you know, and you've got 20 bucks in your wallet, and you're at the liquor store, and it's like, all right, well, I can buy this beer from XYZ Brewery that costs 15 bucks. Ah, oh, fuck, that's, you know, it's kind of expensive. Yeah. Or I can just buy a, a six-pack of Firestone Sierra Nevada. I know it's going to be good. I know it's going to be good. I've had it so many times before, mm-hmm. and I can get dinner. Okay. Well, we're giving you that 15 18 30 bucks. Go spend it on that and try it. Okay. Yeah. And do now you don't have, if you don't like it, pour it down the drain. Sure. Now do you no want like a, like a rep- like a right, do you need a cool, like some no. feedback? No, just some feedback. Like, hey, I, I had care. this beer. Oh, it would be interesting. You just want them to do it. I just want them to do it. I don't care yeah. about feedback. Yeah. Anytime your employee is interested in the in the product. Yeah. And that's if you're not, so you're, they're developing an interest. Are you hiring? More money to spend on it is going <laughs> to enhance it. Yeah, Mike Sardina, I feel like uh, society is a really good company to work for. Yeah, so yeah, far. yeah I, I spent my entire $100 quota here at the Hop Grenade between oh, you did? Friday and today. Yeah, <laughs> I love this program. Yeah, I talk to you about that, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly, everyone's drinking $100 a month worth of beer yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And you know the greatest thing about that? Not one person hits the limit. Oh, is that right? Yep. They're, they're pretty cool about it. And, uh, well, they know the, the purpose of it. It right. sounds like you've outlined the purpose, and I think yeah. people are pretty honest I mean, it's, not, it. it's yeah. not like, hey, pick up a case of something and go out to the desert for camping. It's yeah. You're at uh, Tornado or any of the places down San Diego. Mm. Buy something you wouldn't normally buy on us. And we'll pay for it. Okay. Water. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have a Bud Light. I'll have a white yeah, wine, you're please. At the hop grenade. Yeah. You're not... When you're at the hop grenade. Except for a drinking Mike. society. <laughs> Yeah. All right, let's do this. Uh, Travis, uh, is Travis still there? He's, he, here. he's here, and I'm hoping he's going to like... I miss you, Travis. He's asleep. Uh, I mean, he's there. I don't know if he's conscious. Yes. Uh, here's what I'd like to do. i got to take a break. Yeah. How about we just talk about some society beer and how it's yeah. made when we come back? Travis, are you into that with us? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with Travis. Yeah. Like, I don't really yeah, care. Maybe. Yeah. I'm looking for how the beer's made. I want some techniques. I want to know what you guys are passionate about. I mean, I read your, your website. It confuses me. <laughs> um, you use big words, and you talk about things I don't understand. Yeah. The runes, Blame that on Mike. <laughs> the runes just scare me. The coasters you were we giving did. away at the fest was like an education in all sorts of words that I've never seen before. What? Right. Yeah, like, what's the word? Stygian? Stygian. Uh, Thank you. Stygian. Beer. (laughs) Buyer. Buyer. Tahiti. We didn't have a website for the first two years, so. Oh, you didn't? No. No kidding. Yeah. That's surprising. We had a word. 
uh, WordPress. Word it's, blog. Yeah. It's called Word, Live that's what Journal. What when you don't finish your business plan? <laughs> <laughs> but that's also called a website. Actually, I kind of commend you on it because I was uh, what I was going to say is that yeah, most breweries start with a website now, and I feel like you guys right. started with beer. That's kind of sign cool. up for our mailing list. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Things take priority, and the website was at the very bottom of it. Okay. All right, Travis, you with us, buddy? I am. We're going to come back and talk beer. You down? I don't know. All right. <laughs> Still. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Maybe Travis will give us some info. If not, we'll just keep beating up Dougie. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients, backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging, but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in, anywhere, precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection that's williamsbrewing.com orders placed by 4 p.m pacific time weekdays ship the same day brewing is easy the williams way I'm beat. Can we find a nice tree to just hang out in for a while? You're beat? I've been swinging through this forest for 50 years, ever since we... Ever since we first escaped from the circus. I know, I know, but there's got to be more to life than exploring this creek and trying to populate the valley by copulating with loose, hairy girls. Mark, we stop. Look! What is that? It looks like a man-made treehouse. With fresh food. And craft beer. Welcome to the Creek Monkey Tap House, boys. Grab a seat. Creek Monkeys drink free. <laughs> awesome! The Creek Monkey Tap House in Martinez, California, takes their mission of fresh food and beer seriously. They only serve locally raised beef and chicken, as well as local sustainable produce. It's better for you and the planet, and it just tastes better. The beer and wine at Creek Monkey Tap House are chosen with the same care for the highest quality and rotate frequently to make each visit an adventure. Swing on into the Creek Monkey Tap House and enjoy a new legend of amazing food, beer, and wine. The Creek Monkey Tap House, online at creekmonkey.com. BN Army, I'm here to talk seriously for a second. You all are partially responsible for something explosive, and it's time you answer for it. Moonlight Meadery is exploding. Yeah, exploding across the country. Wait, they just landed in Australia with insane quality meads. With nearly 70 different varieties of mead on the market, Moonlight Meadery has blown up the mead category and completely reinvented it. Seriously? What? Seriously? What? You're paying money for that watered-down mead when you could have a Moonlight Mead? Moonlight Meads explode with quality and flavor. They're a party in a bottle. Did someone say party? If you want mead and want the best, you want meads from Moonlight Meadery and will accept nothing less. And now get 15% off by going to moonlightmeadery.com forward slash BNArmy and use coupon code BNArmy at checkout. Hey, sign me up for that party. That's it. I've had it. I am never putting hops 
in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a homebrew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber-special Secret Elite. Elite Bare Bones Club, where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy shit. NicoBrew.com. N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W. NicoBrew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. Brewcasters are back. It is a 401 beer. Whatever. All right. Hey, welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. We got the Society Boys in the room tonight. Uh, we got their beer on tap. I just poured their uh, English IPA. What's this one called, JP? Haberdasher. Haberdasher. I got that one in my glass right now. Which uh, is like some sort of old-timey word for like a, a, a guy who ran marathons or something. Oh, yeah. It might yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, that's, we're going to do a little game with them later. I don't want to oh, okay. too much about uh, the meanings of their beer name. Okay. All right. A little, right. little thing up our sleeve, JP. Uh, uh, I just, I'm wearing short sleeves. I haven't given up on the harlot, uh, but <laughs> I just thought I would uh, start with a little something else. So I got their English IPA in my glass. Uh, before we move on, I need to let you know about the Beersmith homebrewing software. You can go to beersmith.com and check it out. We all use it when we homebrew. It's a fantastic piece of software, and you don't have to take our word for it because you get a free 21-day trial. Brad over there at Beersmith does a, just a great job keeping everything up to date. It's available both on PC and Mac. And uh, forget about all that other old software that's not updated anymore. Beersmith is where it's at. It can do everything you need it to do and probably a little bit more, uh, maybe even a lot more. You don't even know that you need some of the things that it does. Also, <laughs> our good friend John Palmer over <laughs> that's there. That's true. That's more true I'm than serious. not true. Yeah. I'm right, though, right? Like yeah, Sometimes you absolutely. look through it and you go, holy shit, I didn't even know I needed that. Right. Uh, and, then you start, and then you start using it. Uh, no, so. no, not, not JP, John. John Palmer. <laughs> yeah, the other. John uh, Palmer, John Palmer. Well, our friend John Palmer started doing a DVD nope. series with the Beersmith guys, uh, How to Brew All Grain on DVD right <laughs> now, so you can go check it out. That's not a free 21-day trial, I don't think you got it, but you might be able to watch some clips from it over on the website. Go to Beersmith.com right now and check it out. They're good people making a good product, and I think that, uh, I think that you'll like it. All right, so uh, we still have Travis on the line. We don't know if he's going to talk beer with us or not, but uh, but he's here. He's here with us, and uh, so is Dougie, and so is Mike. I want to start a little game with you guys before we continue the interview. All right? We're going to continue this on through the, the rest of, of the show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a statement, and you're going <coughs> to tell me the thing I'm talking about. All Ooh, right? Yeah. It's very simple. Okay. That's, that's the only rule. Right. Uh, I'm going to make a statement. You're going to tell me the thing I'm talking about. Just a little game that we made up here. Uh, knowing that you guys are going to be on the program. We thought it would be fun. So here's his first statement. Pay attention. See if you can get it right. Was that the statement? Uh, yeah, that was it. Okay. How did I do? <laughs> Wonderful. What's um, the thing I'm talking about? Uh, this <laughs> game. Yes! All right, good. You got it already. All right, here we go. God, JP, you're good. What did you do to me? I make a living carving flesh from the defenseless. The butcher. <laughs> the, Travis! Wire. Travis got it. First one. The butcher. 
I make oh. a living carving flesh from the defenseless. Are these all about the beers? Travis is conscious. I don't know, Beardy. <laughs> the <complicated. laughs> I don't Shut the fuck up, Beardy! Hey, I just wanted to get started for the for the new year since the BNAs. I think that was the first a- a shut the F up of the new year for Beardy. Yeah. Perfect. Right. Well, no, you didn't hear Let Dr. Homebrew more. last couple weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's you, you got some shut the F up on uh, Dr. Homebrew, too? Well, not Fs because they can't say that on Dr. Homebrew. It's a clean, clean show. All right. But they talking about a calendar. Really? But they wanted yeah, to. It's not they, all that clean. It's have clean. Been there, Doctor Homebrew. Oh yeah. All right. I'll have some more for you throughout the program. We'll see if you can get all those right too. Travis, you did great. You're stellar. <laughs> well, you know he's a cop. <laughs> he's he was a, a smart cop. one. Yeah. Classic with train. All right. So the beer that's in my glass. We've talked about Harlot on this program before. So let's move on from that one. Yeah, I've got know. your new English IPA in my glass. New to me anyway. Yeah. Uh, how, how long you guys been making this beer? What's it called? The hab- I'm sorry. Why I always I- get the name wrong. Haberdasher. The Haberdasher. Yeah. I'm against names that can't be remembered. The Dasher way. Haber. Yeah. I well, just th- want you to know th- that in think general... Think about their logos. Everybody's got hats on. So. Like, Jesse, like Jesse Owens. Does that, does that make it memorable? The maker. Yeah. I say the same thing to the Rare Barrel guys. Their names are... They're so retarded. I, see, I love Mike their Mike here suggested this name. Yeah. Oh, Mike did? Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Your mascot. Me. Yeah. It, this doesn't surprise mascot. me. You're the mascot. Mike the mascot. Haberdasher. Yes. It's. I mean, I get it, but it's hard to remember, don't you think? Why? I, I, because it's a word that nobody gives a shit about. It's I, haberdasher. I, I actually use it. You use this all the time. I do use it. Not all the time, but sometimes. My point made. Right. Dougie, are you ready to change the name now to Jake? I like the name. <laughs> I'm, uh, we're changing it tomorrow. I, I like yeah. the Rare Barrel beer names. I like, I like, uh, you know, I like this one. All right, name so, aside, it does, none of that matters. What no, I think about the name doesn't matter. English name, um, it's uh, when Travis told me about the beer, uh, the first beer i ever homebrewed was a uh, bitter brewer a uh, clone from surly so kind of you know a yeah a esb style uh hoppy you know just something you want to drink a lot of um nice but also a little bit you know malt forward and when travis you know approached me told me about the beer uh i was like oh, this would be kind of a cool name for it and travis you agreed that's a great name uh. All right. I mean, first he laughed real hard. Yeah. It is a great name. It's, it's fine. What do I know about naming beers? Nothing. Not Nothing. a thing. No. What I do know is the beer tastes fantastic. Yes. So tell us a little bit about the beer, Travis, would you? Well, uh, this is I – could, I, could, I could honestly say it's probably the only beer that we make with crystal malt in it. Really? Uh, hmm. Typically, all of our IPAs – I mean, very against crystal malt being into them. Uh, it, it, they detract from the hop flavor, and they don't add to it. But this is an, uh, an exception. We don't even—I mean, we, we call it an English IPA, but we don't even uh, associate it with our the rest of our IPAs. It's not in our out west category. It's off on its uh, lonesome, off to the side of the board. Okay. And uh, that's because it is a very malt forward beer, and it is really hoppy. But it's not the hops that you uh, think of when you think of a hoppy beer. It's not that the hops that you think of when an, when you order an IPA. These are 100% English hops, uh, 100% English malts in this beer, and uh, greatly inspired by a couple of beers that I've had here in the States, but also from a trip Doug and I took to uh, uh, England last year. Which places inspired it? Which uh, breweries? Or Not it- breweries, beer. Just beer in general? Just, yes. Just English beer in general? Okay. Uh, first of all... Uh, Travis, what about the yeast? No. Or no? 
Secrets? I don't have anything to say about the East. Secrets. Is it English East? Oh, no, Secrets. I bet it's, it's not. It's, it's not English it's East. Not, is no. it the same as your what you use for everything else? Belgian yeast lagered. <laughs> it's actually 100% lactobacillus fermented. Blew your mind. <laughs> uh, you, you don't want to tell us what the East strain is or anything? White? It, it, there's, there's nothing special about the East. It's the East that we use for our, all of our uh, that style of beer. You fermented like a different temperature, or, or maybe warmer to get more, you know, yeast character in the beer. What do you? Are you just nope. do your normal I guess fermentation? What I'm trying to get at no, is you don't have to use 002, 007 to get the English flavor. You can use 001. And no, still do you it? could yeah. uh, change the malt up, change the right. hops up, yeah, uh, treat it differently. Okay, and there there are ways to manipulate everything. Okay, but none of those. Do any of those give you like a yeast character, like an English yeast character? Do they? You can say you can do Ooh. it by the malts? The, yeah, sure. Why not? With just the English hops uh-huh. and the, the addition of crystal malt and adding a little bit of body to it, I think, makes up for a lot of that missing ester profile. It gives you the impression there. right, Cotton. <laughs> the beer, t- the beer <laughs> tastes very English, no doubt. But. It doesn't. I mean, it, I don't know if yeah. it, 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 uh, it's reminiscent. So, so instantly you taste it, you smell it. And you go, there's that crystal charge, there's that English hop. And it's it's an English beer, and you don't really don't think about the rest. Right. So I agree yeah. with all those things, but Travis, it sounds to me like Tasty is saying, what about the English ester yeast profile? Are you able you're, to... You're tasting it. If, if Doug didn't say anything, would you have ever guessed that there wasn't an English yeast in there? Yeah, I did. I, I, Tasty did. I had a suspicion... But I've had a lot of beers like that where I, you know, I could see where you know, a, a clean yeast house is making an English beer. Okay. Uh, to me, it's kind of a, an English IPA in that they do kind of two out of the three things, and then the two are done so well that you kind of just fill in yeah, the blank. Yeah, with you. Right. Yeah, yeah. And well, so it's is, just like... Uh, there's also the other point where we were talking about earlier, is uh, don't really give a fuck if it if it uh, <laughs> follows the style. Right. It doesn't taste yeah. good. This English That's, IPA oh, no, isn't brewed yeah. in England. No, no, no doubt. That's, yeah. We, we want to get away from... Uh, Grading it on, uh, does this fit into a category? Sure. Mm-hmm. Does it fucking taste good? It should be a good yeah. beer first. Mm-hmm. I think everybody, oh, no, I think everybody thought no. it tasted no, 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 good. No, no, oh, no, I just knew that. you were yeah. asking a specific question yeah, yeah, about esters. Yeah, that's we were definitely having a little bias here, yeah. for sure. Oh. All right, Travis, that's on you. On that note, though, <laughs> yeah. right. how about water profile? Different for this beer? Than Absolutely. We, we treat mm-hmm. all of our beers with, a, with their own unique water profile. Every mm-hmm. every beer has its own We We talk softly to them. So big, heavy, sulfate, maybe Burton kind of style. Treat all of our brewing water uh, reverse osmosis. We start with bare water and then add minerals back to every every batch. Wow. So each beer gets a different idea Correct. in terms of water. Yes. Would the San nice. Diego water be tough to deal with otherwise? If you didn't, San Diego have water, water have is no awful. idea. Is it really bad? It's what, disgusting. Uh, what do you guys okay. do? You guys RO a water. lot, or what do you? Yeah, RO. Okay. So do carbon then RO. We take it down to uh, what we shoot for is about thirty parts per billion uh, and. Uh, it's it's climbed a little bit since then, and we'll replace the cartridges okay. mm-hmm. and the filters, but uh, we try and rip everything out. So, also with this beer, the first thing I noticed, actually before we got into the, any of the other conversation about the beer, is a thick, tiny bubble, creamy head of beer, almost like you served it on, on nitro. And it's still sticking around in my glass, by the way. This got served to me 
uh, I don't know, eight, almost ten minutes ago. Good, good glassware, um, Justin. It's a yeah. good glassware. But how do you get, like, you don't want to talk, even look at the difference between the harlot. Do you have the harlot in your glass there, Dougie? Yeah, but I've been looking uh, the foam off the inside. So also a great the- head, though. It, uh, but I'm talking about the difference in, like, kind of the thickness and the tiny bubble part. Is, is So I, I, I've got the pugilist in, the, in front of me right now. Yeah. Uh, but we treat it, treat it the same way in that it's a, a very easy workaround okay. with the... Uh, with, uh, Modern draft beer, undercarbonated, and that's that's what we do with the haberdasher. That's what we do with the uh, the pugilist, and uh, to an extent with the butcher. Really, these uh, English styles, we put less CO two into the beer so that it has more of a a, a fluid mouthfeel. Okay. Up. Uh, what, what? How many like uh, volumes are you talking about? Like to what volume? Uh, the haberdasher, we're looking at like uh, two two point four volumes. Two point four. Okay. And then at, what, at the upper we, end. we go by taste. Which, what, can, what do you what shoot that? for for your, your other IPAs? When it IPAs takes, when are it typically takes... around 2.5. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, so just point 0.1 difference. Point 0.1, point 0.2 difference. It's a big, big point 0.1. Oh, sure, yeah. Especially when you get into like things like the Butcher. Yeah. Makes beer. What beer is that? Because I'm unfamiliar with Imperial Stout. Okay. I Thank think you. the technique it, is working perfectly. I can it's see when you exactly cut, what you're doing. Uh, 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 the mouthfeel changes because of it. That's a great beer. I wouldn't have... Unless you said it to me, I wouldn't have told you that's what you're doing. I would have thought you'd say, oh, we have to add this to our grain bill to get that kind of a, of a head retention. But uh, no. you're just doing it with the uh, volumes of CO2. And, uh, Travis, I don't want to call you out, but is that a Brian Hunt thing where he goes? Uh, no, well, Brian Hunt checks, uh, or at least he used to check his CO2 by dropping a, dropping a little bit on the floor and looking at the bubble pattern. <laughs> we, we, do, we don't do it exactly that way. I told Teddy that this morning when we were checking the carb on uh, – uh, uh, one of the beers we were doing. Wow! And uh, but Brian throw Hunt, it on the floor. No, it's like no, an old, I got, I got huh. so distracted because I was trying to like not to say the wrong thing. You distracted me because I come from an Italian family, and the way we check our pasta is you throw it against the wall, and if it right. sticks, it's ready. And so, you, like, you throw your beer on the floor, and you check the bubble content. <laughs> to me, this, is a, this to me is a very normal hey, thing. You, you read the bubbles, you read the splashes, and I told Teddy about it, and I was like, "Yeah, I think it's Brian Hunt that does this." And Travis <laughs> told me this, and Teddy's like, "Oh yeah, you know." How many bubbles come out of there? And Teddy's like looking at it. And he's like, "Yeah, we're not even close." Because Teddy, when he was in China brewing in China, now by the way, Teddy China? is one sorry, of the brewers oh, at, sorry, so, yeah. at Society. Uh, he's here in the studio with us I, as well. And uh, yeah, so Teddy, Teddy brewed in the microphone. Teddy's Teddy. really happy to be here. Oh, uh, hey guys. Well, yeah. Teddy brewed in Shanghai for what a couple of years? Two? Yeah, just about two years. Okay. Wow. And then came back to uh, the states and yeah. started with Society. Then or no? I was in. Uh, I was up in Redlands, California, at Hangar Twenty Four okay. for a little bit. Got it. Working the overnight shift. Good brewery also. And then yeah. uh, was uh, pretty excited to start with hey, society. Okay. For what it's worth, we did not poach. You didn't steal Teddy? No. Okay. He said he was moving out to San Diego no matter what. <laughs> and we're like, <laughs> yeah. okay. And you're we like, can, well, you, you might know. as well have a job when you get here. Well, right. No, last I mean, we, really. Last you told him about the $100 beer credit. And he said, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm hanging out there anyway. Mm. And free handies. That was a huge perk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean... Uh, not that huge. Maybe not, not that for what it's worth, uh, <laughs> last thing we would want to do is uh, try and poach from somebody else. So we knew sure. Teddy was coming out here and uh, or down there. And, uh, I like how that's the most important thing to Doug to get uh, the information to get out. Not <laughs> anything not, about the beer. But we did just, not steal and not finish sentences. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, let's talk a little bit about hops with you guys, because one of the things you are known for is, is hoppy beers, let's face it. Weird. In fact, I'm not sure you could make it in San Diego if you weren't known for, for hoppy right. beers uh, a little bit. Was this something that was a passion of your guys anyways? Look, we love hoppy beers, too, so we got to do it. Or did you do it because that's the market? Travis? No, that's, that's absolutely a passion. Okay. Uh, mm. You know, I, I drink probably more Harlot than anything else. Okay. But uh, second to that, is a hoppy beer, and whether it's one of ours or another, uh, but probably uh, whatever's freshest. Yeah, it's whatever. It is. Yes, whatever's freshest of, of ours is 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 what I'm got in my glass. Second to the Harlot. Got it. And, um, and the Harlot is God. The Harlot <laughs> is so amazing. And so starting up, being a, I mean, now that you're popular for your hoppy beers, I, being a young brewery, how did you get? Good hops, or were you trying to go oh, for kind didn't. of the, the off-center uh, hops? Adding that's, a that's lot. A, that was a huge challenge when we started. We had no uh, no suppliers good hops. wouldn't talk to us. Really? Not, not in a bad way. It was just tough. It's like, uh, yeah, we're looking to start a brewery, and they said, "Oh, we need your uh, brewer's notice from the Fed." You know, it's like sure. It's got to be tough, you know, and all the breweries are starting now to contract hops. I mean, we have our hops contracted now for some of them through 2020. Yeah. So Wow. So what did you get when you were starting up, Travis? Well, we got uh, some – some some. fortunately, one supplier was able to work with us, and we got some hops. So we were able to brew. But we did get uh, Cascade. We got Centennial. We got Chinook. Uh we got these really awful Columbus, which we never end, uh, end up using. <laughs> we got those. Wow. They were so uh, bad, we wouldn't sell them. Really? Th- you they were not even, Columbus. You, you wouldn't even sell them to another brewery. Do you send them back? What do you, uh, do, what do, you try do? to. We don't work with that supplier anymore. So uh. Uh, They sit in our uh, cold box. What were you? So I'm just trying to think like a home brewer. I go and I open a package of, of Columbus that I bought at a homebrew shop or something. What do they smell like that you guys know? These are freaking. Awful. These smell like ten-year-old uh, European hops. Okay, so yeah, you put just, it, you put them yeah. next to that razor uh, wire outside to deter the thieves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they smell right. so bad. Take these. No, yeah. but uh, with all ingredients, with with being a home brewer, um, Harold Gobranson down in San Diego. Yeah, he put it the best with uh, smoked beers. He goes, you know, they say, oh, how many? Uh, you know, what's your percentage of smoke malt in your smoked whatever? He goes, go in, taste it. And then you adjust by that. So it's the same thing. Taste your ingredients. Smell your hops. Yeah. Make sure whatever you're putting in is what you want. And don't just smell it to smell it. Go, what's this smell like? Is this what I want in my beer? Yeah. Do you have recourse as a commercial brewer when you get this batch of awful Columbus? Like, do you, do they take it back? No, Fortunately, we're not that was enough. our very first contract. <laughs> okay. And so we have very little to contract. So you, it went something like this. Thank you. <laughs> and that's it. And am you I, kept it. Am, am I done? Can I leave now? <laughs> yeah, can I? Uh, we're done here. Uh, <laughs> all right. So what was the first beer that you guys made when you finally got hops? Like, now these are the hops we want. Well, uh, so you know, we, we started out with a progression. We did get uh, our uh, Belgian hops that we wanted right off the bat. So the Harlot uh, w- was there. Okay. Now, uh, the other IPAs, we had to make some... Uh, weeks here and there based on the hops that we were able to get uh from i mean we're still making making tweaks uh on the ipas just to try to improve them but okay. now that we have the hops that we we want uh uh where 
the, the, the progression is, is, is just is there. So, so the pupil, it, it, for example, that's your that's one of your most popular IPAs, right? Seven and a half percent. So that's it, Nelson Sauvin heavy, and we didn't have that much to begin with. So uh, there's a lot more Nelson Sauvin in the pupil now than there was in the in year one. Okay. Uh, and then uh, there was more Centennial, more Citra. Uh, the balance of these hops have changed over over the, the uh, a while, and uh, it's always just trying to dial it into the way we want it. Is Nelson Savin a popular IPA hop? I feel like it's not. I feel like I I came back from Oregon having had a couple of Nelson beers, really raving about them, and hearing from a lot of people going, "Eh, Nelson, not not so sure about that one." It, it's a tough one to use. I think uh, you use it, it. It can come off rubbery. It can come off uh, mm-hmm. burnt uh, trash. But uh, used properly, it's pretty fantastic. Yeah, you get that diesel kerosene thing and start pushing it too far. Is that what happens? And there's not a lot of it around, too, so it's something they probably would want to use sparingly. At least a lot of breweries probably can't get tons of it. So So you say in your pupil you have Centennial, Citra, and Nelson. Is Nelson, like, the the least amount? No, Nelson is the the primary hop in the the pupil. Got it. That, that, sorry, go ahead. So how do you keep from getting some of these characters that the, that Nathan's talking about, some of that diesel, things that that's, people don't that's like? That's where the uh, Citra and the Centennial come in. It's to try to balance out some of those flavors. Okay. It works. That would be the tough it's part great beer. for me about, about being a, a commercial what, brewer. You know? Liking hoppy beers? Well, <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, Pretty much. Yes. Wanting yeah. to make what sells. <laughs> then, right. Number yeah. two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, um, no, but but uh, you know what I think a lot of home brewers especially don't understand is that commercial recipes change. Okay. And they change yeah. from crop to crop and year Constantly. to year or, or yeah. maybe even batch, batch to batch. Batch to batch. Who knows, right? And so the, the recipe you might get from as a home brewer uh, isn't going to be the same or may not be the same the next year, the year after, or whatever down mm-hmm. the road. And so tweaking that out and, and constantly fucking with something. But these guys yeah. are constantly and, dialing in oh, those yeah, yeah. Always, every batch event. changes. And not only that, but homebrewing, I mean, it's tough. You get a you know conical, a uh, little conical fermenter, and it changes everything. Because you can dry hop, get the beer off the hops, get the yeast out of there. It'll change everything. Okay. And if you're racking from cardboard to carboy, you know, are you introducing oxygen into there? It'll so, change, yeah. God, you are, are so East Coast. Are, are you guys getting the hops that you want now? Are you big enough now? How, how big is the production? And it, it's able- not a matter of size. It's a matter of contract. And, yes, we have the hops now. Motion of the ocean. And that's what you're saying. <laughs> right. You guys are sort of contracted out till 2020. Too. Not quite that some, far, mm. but okay. we, we're, we're, we're sitting okay. Bas- okay. Is that a scary thing when you're thinking about recipes and how your beers might change that you're you're kind of locked into these uh, hops you, you contracted? Well, it's a, yeah, it's a real, right? real pain in the ass. Yeah, I it's, bet it is. Uh, yeah. The one thing that probably keeps us up at night more than anything else. Okay. Have you gotten screwed? Because contracts are very no. one-sided in that if the hop supplier has it, they'll sell it to you and you're required to buy it. But if they decide not to give it to you... Oh, well. That's absolutely correct. So have you guys gotten seriously screwed by, hey, um, yeah, so we're out of Nelson. We got plenty of Palisade, Warren. We, we have experience. <laughs> yeah. We have this aw- awesome hop called Summit uh-huh. that yeah. well, is a great substitute for Nelson. So Travis said in the ba- to answer, he said, yeah, that's it's, you've experienced it. When we were starting up uh, Society, well, bef- well before we uh, uh, got our building, we were trying to line up a uh, source of hops and trying to contract some. And this one supplier, uh, we had uh, a, a huge supply of El Dorado, and this was going to be our uh, our our signature hop. And it ends up that they didn't get that hop, and so neither did we. And so we were stuck without any 
really cool hops. Gonna throw some more shout outs for El Dorado. No shout outs. Third yeah. Street Ale Works. Oh yeah. Okay. Using That's, that El Dorado. Uh, Travis is good friends with the guys there. And uh we tasted a single hop beer. Travis, is that right? No, he he had pellets as a sample. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. God, it was fucking incredible. Go home, like Doug. You're drunk. <laughs> so it wasn't even in a beer. You just smelt the hop. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. and Travis and I were like, oh, we're getting some El Dorado. Oh, right. Hops. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we thought they were so great. And uh, yeah, it kind of got screwed over. Do you get, Travis, do you get to a point where you, you sort of gain enough confidence? You have these contracts. You know what hops you're getting. I can see that it might constrain you to some things you have to do. But do you gain enough confidence where you go, you know what, I'm going to brew some good beers with it. I'm going to figure out a recipe. We have good hops. It doesn't matter what they are. I'll find a way to brew a great beer with it. There, there's no problem with that. That's all we do. Okay. So that because the first thing I asked you was, does it suck? Do you, do you get scared by being locked in? But then no, I thought, the, the, the hop contract thing is, is a real pain in the ass. It's because you know, we, we want to brew these beers, uh, maybe, but they may change. And uh, something else comes along. We're not using the same amount of hops that we, we thought we would. So we've got a surplus. We've got 1,000 extra pounds of saws. Well, what are we going to do with these? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're not going to make an IPA with that. So what, 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 what do we do with that? <laughs> Harlot. You know what I like about Travis? Harlot. And, then, that- and then Harlot is born. Is that what happens? Harlot was the first. Okay. It gets a little That's our first baby. That surprises me that, that was your first one. Why? Because it's so goddamn good. How did well, you guys get it so right the first time? This was, this was uh, prior to the even like the O'Brien's conversation. It was, oh, I know this what beer. I want to This drink. is what we want. Oh, so it wasn't even something you had homebrewed. You oh. just talked about it. Oh, it. Talked no, there was no homebrew. It. Okay. <laughs> there was homebrew. There was no homebrew. No homebrew. Wow. No. Okay. So, no Harlot, so Harlot predates the brewery itself then. Uh, the, the society brewery, yes. the right? Right, then society, yes. 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 society. Yes. Yeah. I still remember the first GABF you guys were at and drinking Harlot at your booth and just being super excited that you guys were in business. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I want to drink this more. Yeah. yeah, how did you get it right? So I was quick? like, holy that's shit, it's I mean. like Bo Pills Wart and Belgian Ale yeast. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, we are now awesome. blowing smoke Simple. up your ass on this yeah. one. Uh, this is hey. too high alcohol for me, but whatever. <laughs> you guys yeah. like it. The yeah. plebes yeah. like it. It's fun. Right. There are not that many beers that I specifically remember drinking at GABS. Like, <laughs> that's, that's one of them. Literally, you know? yeah. By the way, we've all seen Nicole at GABF. I can vouch for that. You can vouch for that. All right, so we've talked a little bit of hops. Let's 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 move on to some of the other beers too. Uh, a, a beer you've had great success with, uh, also the Pugilist, uh, twenty fourteen silver medal at the World Beer Cup, right? So this is not really a hop forward beer. Uh, no, this is, there's almost no hops in it. All right, I mean, so, there's some, but not very many. It, what is this beer? It's a, a dry stout, right? Right. What do you got? Do you guys call it a dry stout, uh, Travis? Exactly why? Why? Why is it not a Irish dry stout? Because <laughs> you asking me? Because he's not. Yeah, Irish. yeah, yeah. It's just a dry stout. What, oh, what they're going to say because I don't know what an Irishman tastes like. <laughs> See, that's what he normally says. <laughs> Brian Hunt to Dougie. Right. <laughs> Tell me about the beer. Because I'm not a dirty Protestant. Uh, I, I love. Uh, going to some place where we're explaining our beers and leading off with with the with the pugilist, uh, not for the people that are listening to this this show here, but uh, the people that would be otherwise uh, less familiar with beer. 
uh, and I, I like leading off with this this black beer that is the very lowest alcohol beer that we make. Okay. So people that are tur- turned off by dark beer, for example. Uh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's it's, it's extremely drinkable. Oh, where uh, is that? It has uh, this great roast flavor, which I think is better now that we're using the Simpsons malt, which I think is fantastic. Simpsons is the best. Uh, okay. Is that the what is it? Which malt, is, sir? Is that the base malt? No. Well, well, it's it's where all the roast comes from. Okay. But they can do you make give a us good base malt? Golden Promise. Golden Promise Golden is Simpsons. Promise. Okay. Can you give us an Sorry idea, or it, or even the whole malt bill? Would you do that? The, the, the malt bill. I mean, it's it's actually okay. So. This is this is a, a longer story. Okay. Uh, when before I was working at Russian River, I was a uh, customer of Third Street Works. Okay. Uh, this was when uh, Denise Jones was the brewer there. Oh yeah. And uh, I had a conversation with her about Blarney Sisters at one point, and uh, I was asking her about the malt bill, and. She said something very simple to me. It was like the stand. I mean, it's like oh, every dry stout is this way. It's seventy uh, percent base malt, twenty percent uh, uh, flake barley, and ten percent roast, or something like that. Okay. And basically, uh, this follows a very similar uh, s- similar pattern. Okay. Although there's a little bit of chocolate in there and. Instead of all flaked barley, there's some uh, flaked oats as well. Why? Why flaked oats? Uh, that adds uh, that creaminess, a little bit of that silky texture. Okay, got it. Uh, so four grains total. Yes. Okay. And but still mostly uh, just a base malt. Yeah. Okay. It works. Did Nicole go to get you some, JP? I hope so. Do I we, think she ran out. I don't think there, there, I don't no, think there is any. No, that was is there? Bev. Oh, she's here. Oh, it's Bev. That's Bev oh, slamming Bev. the door okay. like a noob. Oh, that she probably just had to pee. We don't have any, do we? <laughs> yeah, I don't think there is any. Otherwise, I would have been drinking it already. Oh, yeah, for sure. Damn it. Moby, why don't we have any? And you guys have done really well with this beer. What's the trick to making <laughs> to doing really well? It's a rather simple beer to make, right? We're not. You didn't reinvent the wheel. Actually, it is one of the more complex processes we have. Uh just because uh, we've gone through, you know, different versions of different ways how to make it, and we have had to dial that in back into the way that uh, really tastes the best. Okay. So do you do like an acid adjustment or an alkaline adjustment? There absolutely is a, an acid adjustment. I mean, there, there is a lot of uh, a high carbonate water to, to start with. Start with that, yeah. Uh, we're using the, the dark malts. Uh, we add acid both to the, the uh, mash and the, the kettle, and that gives it a little bit of... Uh, that uh, slight tartness that that really complements the style style of beer. With that much roast malt, you still have to add acid to get the. We we'll use a lot of carbonate, little, so that carbonate uh, acts as a buffer with the uh, oh, with okay. other buffer. acids. So, yeah, you use a lot of carbonate for your water adjustment. Yep. Oh, okay. Uh, Tasty. In what form can uh, homebrewers add acid? What? How do you add acid? Well, a, a situated malt uh, okay. will give you like uh, you know. Let me jump in. A one point of. Uh, go ahead. Depends on how much you're taking out of your water. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. The water water profile matters a lot in in that case. Are we talking about the the pH of of the water at this point? Water coming in for mash. Okay. Yeah. So if the. Typically on dark beers, you make it more more, more alkaline. Like if you're starting with. uh, If you're adding anything, you're adding carbonates. You want to nail that pH at around mid fives. And that's going to help you do that because the dark malt's going to acidify everything faster. It's going to drive it way down. 
Right. So when when Travis says that he's adding acid, he's making both, he's adding a bit of uh, tartness to his beer. Yes, and he, yeah, but he's doing it in the, the point. It's a it's a flavor edition, flavor it's not component. a pH edition. Mm-hmm. Right. So if he's adding acid in the mash, what is he doing to add acid in the mash? Oh, the, the mash, the okay, that's that's a, a pH adjustment. Okay, uh, the kettle, that's the flavor edition. I see. That's just the drugs the brewer's taking when they're brewing. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to get, you know, if I, if I want to do this at home, I'm trying to figure out how I would do so, it. Uh, so you'll add the, the carbonates and everything to help balance the mash pH, but then also you'll acidify in the kettle to drive the pH down a bit more for the flavor addition like you just mentioned. How do I uh, acidify in, in, in the, the kettle? kettle? I'm not talking pH. I'm talking flavor. Acidic right. flavor. Yes. So how are, so, so are you adding it to, to taste? I'm, I'm going to take this one, Travis. Go, uh, brew the same beer 50 times. Yeah. Okay. I'm at like 12. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Are you? Acidify yeah. it and do it to taste and experiment and see what's going on with the, you know, put stuff in there, the lactic acid in there, whatever it is, and see how it tastes. Okay. So you guys use lactic acid versus phosphoric or that is something correct. else? Okay. Okay. So yeah, homebrewers can buy lactic acid, and they can. It's just a liquid they can add, add to the kettle. Correct. And I would add it straight to the kettle. And, and yes. it sounds like Travis is saying I would do that sort of by taste. I would add it and then take a sip of well, my I mean, kettle. Word little well, bit about taste at a time. They're, they're probably that. targeting a certain pH. I would okay. imagine. Travis, uh, like yeah, I, I'm targeting a pH in the in the uh, mash ton. Yeah. Uh, after that, it's just about flavor and. Uh, pH does not necessarily necessarily correlate with uh, titratable acidity, which is what is more is a, a, attuned with uh, flavor. That is everything. Okay. It is life. It is love. It is God. I hope you name a beer titratable acidity. I think that's <laughs> it rolls off the tongue, doesn't it, Mike? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's memorable. It's one of those memorable yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it really sticks out. It's got out. a lot of syllables. So. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I then. think Jay probably already has that trademarked at the Rare Barrel. Right. <laughs> he might. Uh, if it wasn't on the he's West like, Wing, it's he's the neighbor of the haberdasher. Right. Jay, geez. Travis, aside from the Harlot, do you have a favorite beer in in your lineup right now that you you just you feel like you really nailed it? This was the beer I was dreaming of. Uh, I feel about that with most of them. Is that right? Well, that's good, I suppose. Probably yeah. delusional, but good. Delusional might be the next beer. <laughs> it must be good to be yeah. you. Actually, I, I would, I'm totally lying if I say delusional. All your beers are fantastic. Yeah. This is why we serve everything you bring us to the Hop Grenade. That's true. You don't have a favorite? You don't have like a pet project? You don't have one that you go, all right, that one, god damn it. Well, right now, I've, I've got two two glasses of two different beers on my desk. Uh, one, I was uh, trying to carry a keg of uh, Harlot myself, being that no one's here to help me. <laughs> You're yeah. at the brewery right now? <laughs> good job. And by I keg, I mean brewery. a bright drink. Right. Still at the brewery. Uh, and oh, then I'm drinking the pugilist in the other glass. So okay. I do drink a lot of both of those beers. I drink a lot of uh, uh, The Apprentice. Uh, in the summertime, I'm almost drinking more of the Publican than I am the Harlot. Okay. Mm. Almost. Mm. almost. Almost. Yeah. Publican's good. Uh, Travis, I would say this last batch of Widow is especially on point. It's pretty, yeah, I mean, it's delicious. I mean, uh, soothing sounds. The only reason that I I don't drink the widow as much is it's nine percent alcohol, and I actually have to have to function. Right, agreed. Yeah, but <laughs> yes. Mike's like, I don't. I'm just on the legal right? team. Yeah. yeah, So I'm just signing documents, fool. And by legal team, I run the brewery. Now, Mike, we've we've talked to Mike just briefly uh, throughout the night. Mike Sardina, you you were a lawyer before going to work for society, so right? 
Uh, That's right. Yeah, I still am. And you're still so you. In other words, you still have your uh, license to yeah, practice I still have law. My bar card. Yeah. And you uh, essentially are the lawyer for society. Is that right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, but sure. you do other things too. <laughs> sure. Trust him. Uh, sure, I am. Uh, sure. But you do other things. You don't just do like he also cleans a mean keg. <laughs> <laughs> I do actually. Mops a great Tucker, floor. Tucker was milling in today. He was freaking out. He didn't know what to do because uh, Mike has been milling in for us. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that I like to tell people that's my church watching the the grain go through the mill. Wow! Dougie's like telling me. I can tell. By the way, I can. It, it fired me up when Mike was telling me. I was like, Mike, you like milling? And he's like, Yeah, this is like the greatest thing. It's like the complete opposite of like what I used to do. Now I mill grain and I see it go into the mash tun and I taste it. <laughs> Three weeks later, and I was like, "This is fucking awesome," yeah. you know. Mike, give me this description. So you used to have this very like sort of your. It's a detached job. It's just, it's legal. Oh, yeah. And and now what? What? Tell me your relation to beer. Like Doug said, it's just you know you see it from grain to glass, and it's you know when you can drink the beer that you actually had a part in, you know, seeing and touching and smelling, feeling. Yeah, it's. Amazing. Yeah. It's great. It um, comes out three weeks later, and then you taste it, and what happens? I drink more of it. <laughs> <laughs> I drink more than Meanwhile, I... licking a legal document right. doesn't really have the same right. buzz. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mike hasn't had enough to drink tonight, because I have talked to Mike before about not only beer, but the BN2, and he's a passionate young man. Yes. And this is why I think you guys love him, because uh, he's smart, but he is a passionate young man when he talks about the stuff he's into. No, um, it's, you know, uh, I went to society the first time uh, with my sister, and I looked over at her, and I said, you know, Jen, if I could, you know, drink society beer for the rest of my life, I would be the happiest man in the world. And, <laughs> wow. Uh, they gave me the keys to the brewery, right. those idiots. Is that because you served them with a lawsuit? It's kind of no, 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 the no. balls, he's right. saying. And, and Travis, I'm very sorry about that ladder. Uh, apparently, uh, I have been waiting on my desk. Well, yeah, yeah, I did put it on your desk, yes. but I fixed it. I'm very sorry about well, that. Let's call Mike out right now, huh? <laughs> he, he broke some shit. Oh, oh he broke, broke a, lot a lot of shit. Of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like since day and one, no, 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 he was no, busy no, watching the grain he, get milled. He's done a he's done a outstanding job until about three days ago. Four oh, days ago, oh no, what would he do? So we have a it's a Mercedes, uh, the van. Yeah, okay. Uh, Mike scraped it about six feet along the side. Six feet. <laughs> oh, you didn't hear it happening. And, and yeah, well, I heard it and saw it and felt every second of it. So, yeah. God. And I had to wait until uh, today to tell Mike that he also broke our OSHA ladder <laughs> for dry hopping. Uh, In the same motion? Or was this I different? used it today. It's still that, good. That, you're oversimplifying it. He wrecked the van, destroyed the roll-up door, and the ladder all in one motion. I don't know how that okay. happened. One motion. Okay. That's amazing. And listen, That's legal efficiency. I, right. I know Mike I know Mike at least well enough. There's one lawsuit that way, right? Yeah. yeah. I know him at least well enough to know that he is so mortified oh, for sure. that this oh. happened. He's also writing a worker's cop yeah. lawsuit. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He knows well, he can't be fired for a single offense, yeah. so he might as well do as much damage in one shot. I told him, I was like, Mike. Hey, I got your back. Don't worry. He goes, you got my back? That means I'm so fucked. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, how many paychecks will it take to fix the van, Mike? What do you think? Well, on his salary? (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> Quite a few. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, let's put it this way. I'm going back to law next week. <laughs> Poor Mike. Never. <laughs> so Mike's not allowed to drive the Mercedes anymore. He can drive whenever he wants. <laughs> hey, that's how. But um... he can't touch the ladder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the ladder. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He'll donate us hundred dollars a month beer spending to yeah. fix these yeah. issues yeah. over time. Yeah. Yeah. Those Sprinter vans are hard to man to manage, man. I'm assuming that's what it is. One of those like uh, it's big. big ass things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they're no, uh, they're rough, just... man. All right, I got to get us to a break, partly because uh, I have to urinate. Yeah. Uh, I can tell Dougie does too because he's it's right. just. <laughs> Doug just farted, by Travis, the way. Travis, yeah. Doug just no, farted in our studio. Uh, Lauren, I did not. In the, There's heat in the studio and not from uh, me. One of you has to be a professional. Travis is going to be watching you open the door. So <laughs> right. keep that in mind, Justin. All right, here's what we're going to do. Lauren, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, though, um, I got a game for you guys. Awesome. We're going to play the Nutters game. Ooh, love it. Oh. You guys want to try to guess my statement again before we go to break? Oh, yeah. Uh, Travis, you, you rocked this already. Let's see. All right, here we go. Though specifically named and blasted in the Bible, our profession has never disappeared, regardless of economic state. That's right, Travis. I was going to say pedophile. Yep. <laughs> That's your next beer coming out. Yeah. No, you're you're right. You're ahead of the curve, Dougie. You're way ahead of the curve. Uh, Travis is still two and zero on our guess my statement game. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more beer. Plus, we're going to play the Nutters game with society. Hang in there. It's the session live from the Hot Grenade. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Army, I'm here to talk seriously for a second. You all are partially responsible for something explosive, and it's time you answer for it. Moonlight Meadery is exploding. Yeah, exploding across the country. Wait, they just landed in Australia with insane quality meads. With nearly 70 different varieties of mead on the market, Moonlight Meadery has blown up the mead category and completely reinvented it. Seriously? What? Seriously. What? You're paying money for that watered-down meat when you could have a Moonlight Mead? Moonlight Meads explode with quality and flavor. They're a party in a bottle. Did someone say party? If you want mead and want the best, you want meads from Moonlight Meadery and will accept nothing less. And now get 15% off by going to MoonlightMeadery.com forward slash BNArmy and use coupon code BNArmy at checkout. Hey, sign me up for that party. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerone 
pounds are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, Santa Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you you have a cleaning problem, you need the five star solution. Visit fivestarchemicals.com or call 800 782 7019. 800 782 7019 and get the five star treatment today. Adventures in Homebrewing have the knowledge and expertise to craft their own gear and original recipes. Some of the things Homebrewing.org creates and manufactures in-house are the Brutus brew stands and propane burners, the serial killer adjustable two-roller grain mill with seven-pound hopper, custom stainless steel false bottoms designed to fit kegels, coolers, and mini-sized brew pots. And the BN Army receives 10% off their Homebrewing.org orders when they use coupon code AIH10 at checkout. The Brewers at Adventures in Homebrewing have designed a huge selection of original recipes for extract and all-grain brewing. Adventures in Homebrewing original recipes are tried and tested, proven to be of the best quality. And right now, Adventures in Homebrewing is shipping 24 of their best recipes for free. Visit homebrewing.org for the most current selection. Once you try one of Adventures in Homebrewing recipes, you'll keep coming back for more. And now, it's even easier with free shipping on these kits. And don't forget to use the current coupon code AIH10. Adventures in Homebrewing at Home. Brewing.org. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Hey, welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. You're welcome. Uh, Dougie was getting texts in the at the break from his wife that he was being disgusting. I yeah. thought that was that's not true. She's uh, the greatest. I don't know. I think she thought you were being disgusting. Yeah, she can be dis- She can think that you're the greatest. Or no, wait, and wait, still think you're on. disgusting. Thank you very much. There's nothing <laughs> disgusting about braiding another man's beard in nutters. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure she didn't say disgusting? Like he's been discussing his beers. No, I think it was the farting and the the, the general behavior. I feel like was, and the, shouldn't have told her you're doing the show. Uh, that yeah. to solve all the problems. <laughs> yeah, you should know you're just coming out to visit her family. Don't yeah. they live in like Walnut Creek or something right here? I'm just I'm not doing the show. I'm just coming to. Your family. Can we just talk yeah, about Marita, his wife yeah, for think. a second? She's yeah, like they, they really look, way too pretty for him. She's super <laughs> heard they are, like, She's oh. way. They I are, love you, Dougie. She's gorgeous. They are such the ideal case of hot chicks with douchebags. You've never <laughs> even seen a better example. Can someone like a, pull up a picture, please? It's uh, like I'm watching a Bud Light commercial. Like she's. I don't think she's just on Google or something. Is your wife on Google? I hope not. Can I just Google her? Is your wife on Red Tube? But Dougie, she lives in the same town as Scott. 
Oh, right. Not Moscow. Concord? Uh, Moraga. Yeah. The Dr. Scott. The Dr. Scott. All right. You don't deny that she's a good six, seven points above your average, right? <laughs> Not at all. That's why I'm so proud of myself. Yeah, how did that happen? It was the it was the it was the money. I guess. It was the financial job you had, wasn't it? It wasn't the beer gig. Nah. It was the beer gig? No, we met before that in college. Okay. Wow. Oh. She saw your oh, here's a photo of her. <laughs> yeah, she saw my potential. Thank yeah. you, Daisy. I love you. Pass, pass that yeah. over here. I appreciate can we, that. Can hey, we can show your, her, her bridal photo on the camera? Sure. Uh, well, right. I mean, here with the bridal thing, I mean, she's, you know. We have that, Bevo? Is, am, I, am I close? That, I uh, mean, yeah, that's pretty good. Bevo she, has to remember the, how to work it. First. I mean, compared to Dougie, she's like an angel she's like a mom. from heaven. And Dougie is like hey, the things that she walks on. Yeah, she's a very nice white blur. <laughs> is that what's happening in the... Uh, I see a, a tan uh, blob and a white blob. Right, yeah. They're yeah. two blobs. They're so the, uh, the first time I went to Russian River, I was working at the brewery with Travis, and uh, we headed up to Sonoma County. I think we are doing like a Labor Day weekend or something. I call Travis, and I go, hey, uh, you know, can you call some of your friends there? Uh we're heading up, maybe show me the brewery or something. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got you covered. And I text him. I was like, hey, you know, who should I ask? And he's like, don't worry about it. I got you. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I show up with Warren. We sit down. And one of the guys there says, uh, ah, you must be Doug and Lauren. I was like, what? Yeah, how'd you know that? This is the, I also had a huge beard at this time. Okay. And he goes, Oh, well, uh, Travis told me to look for a guy who's way uglier than the girl he's with. <laughs> <laughs> and the bartender knew it. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, didn't have, like, any other signal other than I'm way more disgusting <laughs> than her. Uh, Speaking of that, can Travis, you- is that true? Did you literally just call and go, look? Uh, the, the, the story is true. It's a little little bit uh, changed, but, but yes, it's basically true. I, I, my, my words were... Uh, so, uh, she's way too good looking to be oh, with him. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> she's a beautiful woman. And the bartender was like, "Oh, you're Dougie." Yeah, I love that story. That's fantastic. And now the rest of your life is pretty much like this, isn't it? Yeah. No one remembers me. <laughs> Did she meet you? Just about Lord. Did she? Obviously, she knew you after you were had actual money making potential, and she still came with you, right? Before. Before, so yeah. it, so it's like a straw. It's oh, like a. It must be not the a stellar, straw man. Yeah, it's a straw man, isn't it? It must be the stellar personality. Well, yeah, no, it's like, no, it's like oh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna. It has nothing to do with my penis size. <laughs> I make a giant six figure sum. I'm a whole. Th- oh, by the way, I'm gonna quit, you move across the country, and make right. nothing for the rest yeah, of my and life. Become a keg washer. You're already with me. Sorry. So All right, she's a keeper, Travis. <laughs> Literally, no. I keep her in a cage. Travis, I have my own ball, and my daddy would buy me pretty much anything because our family is financially better than yours. What am I talking about? There he goes. The debutante. The man is good at this game. We hope that one of you would be, because otherwise we'd be reading these descriptions and you'd go, oh, what, are you, what, are you, what is this? Don't play poker against Travis. Yeah. Can I, can I actually do make a request? Yeah. Uh, for the rest of the show, can Doug close his legs? He so <laughs> because all I think I smell is just cheesy oh, pop. Oh. Yeah, Dougie, will you stand up? Uh, Dougie and Mike both, would you stand up for a moment? Uh, they they have both entered the studio after the last break. <laughs> what do you mean by entered? In, in nutters, uh, yeah. they came back wearing nutters. Uh, presumably drive. for our game we're about to play, presumably. the nutter game. <laughs> It smells uh, like those rejected Columbus hops. Yeah, it says wow. CTZ. It says CTZ right on the crotch. Wow. wow. 
There's a hot grenade on one oh, butt cheek and society brewing on the other cheek. I don't think Whoa. you guys ever Dougie got a bad shipment a of CTZ. I think it was just the nutters that you were wearing Dougie at the brewery. Dougie just made a clap. <laughs> Dougie, Dougie, did you just make a clap? Slow mo clap. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're crossing his leg. <laughs> All I'm trying, I to, be, I'm trying can to be can serious you, here. Can you, JP, can you smell balls over there? Is I don't know that. I don't know if it's either mine or his. I don't know. But all well, I can, you're wearing jeans. Well, it's I, I haven't showered in five days. And Dougie is now wafting it your way. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. It's, too, it's too dangerous to you know smell something up close. Right. right. You know, the teachers tell you to... Waft it. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> the teachers. Well, it, but it's also like out of the corner of my eye, all I see is pasty thigh. Sure. And then sweatshirt. No, no, you know, no nutter, no under, nothing. Just the nutter's lost in translation, yes. if you will. It's, it goes from from sweatshirt to thigh. To pasty thigh. Looks yes. good from here, boys. Ah, Nicole likes. Uh-oh. <laughs> Nate's going to get some nutters for his birthday. I believe that uh, Bevo has, uh, uh, your pasty white thighs, Mike, have been burned into Bevo's mind. She's, she ah. talked, <laughs> she's, Actually, I did when I was talking about who, when we were talking about who was coming onto the show, and I was like, wait, Mike, is he the one with the legs that are wider than mine? Oh. <laughs> that is what she said in the meeting. Oh. Which well, is quite a feat because I am basically see-through. It's like he's sitting around the beach all day in oh, San yeah, Diego. Yeah. The, the guy's a lawyer. You know? Right. Going to have pasty thighs. Well, you got to watch <laughs> grain crack in half. <laughs> or you got to do it yourself. Or you got to do it yourself. That's what Mike does. That's what Mike does. And you scratch a Mercedes. Do you guys want to play the Nutters game? <laughs> Not just scratch. Six feet. <laughs> I and gouged. I not know that was happening. I gouged <laughs> Maybe I, I should stop at five. No, no that's that's me. Hang on a second. Travis, I got your back here. He didn't just gouge the van. He broke the roll-up door and the ladder all right. in the same time, in the same thing. And Doug's heart. <laughs> and Doug's heart. He, he texted us at 4 a.m. Yeah, there's two microphones on either side. Who did, he, Mike? Mike texted us at like 2.33, and when they were leaving, he's like, hey, guys. Uh, I just have to tell you something. <laughs> I was trying. Not to, even over yeah. a phone call or an email. No, 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 no. Text? better than it was a text. Oh, I'm not going to call him at 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> no. let, me, let me see the text. Did it say, I want to know exactly what he said. Where's my phone? Did it have tears in it? I lost my phone. It was all emoticons. <laughs> what, what kind of emojis <laughs> were at the end of it? It was yeah. like seven emoticons. It was like <laughs> frowny face, it was thumbs the down. hamburger emoji. How do you the show the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> how do you show the stress emoji? The uh, situation even remotely. The van got wedged against the door. The back rolling bay door looks like it was damaged. Please be careful when opening and closing it. <laughs> So it was a legal notice. Oh. Is what yeah. Be advised. Yeah, he's writing as a favor to you. Yeah, please be advised. Do not let employees use the rear door. And he wrote, then he wrote, I am such a, and then it was a little shit emoticon, and then a head next to it. For what it's worth, there are way worse things to do at a brewery. Yeah. Uh, open such the wrong as. valve. Okay. Dry hop the wrong beer. Uh, I mean, yes. This didn't affect the beer whatsoever. Okay. Other than it just affected, it just affected the two thousand dollar check we were gonna write for the van wrap. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mike. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like how dry hopping the wrong beer is worse than gouging the Mercedes Sprinter van. Sure. Well, that and, wouldn't cost two grand. And the OSHA right. ladder. For, for what it's worth, in all seriousness, it's uh, uh, nothing comes first. Woo! At society, other than the beer, other than the beer, Hello. yeah. Well, so Mike's never allowed to touch the beer, I guess. 
Totally can touch the beer as much as you want. You just <laughs> the van, not so the much. Beer across the side of the yeah, no more or, van. Uh, more beer, man. Mike, you've got what a fan showing happening? your nipple yeah, out yeah, in the uh, yeah. in the studio window. Yeah. That's a big. Oh, yeah, that's a nipple. Oh, <laughs> but now we have multiple oh, nipples, nipples coming from the studio. Uh, we will make sure that, that camera's on oh, so yeah. everyone it's, at home. Can it's see. most definitely on. I've never wanted to eat veal less in my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that two of those nipples uh, is that where bacon the, comes from? Uh, belongs to the guy who designed our Winter Bruce Fest logo. Actually. Nice, yes, yeah, so that was nice. That was cool. Get to see all of them now. He's an artist. I thought they were just holding up a baby cow. Very creative guy, Travis. You want to play the Nutters game with us? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he does. I know. Tough question to answer. Yeah. All right, <laughs> can't be sure. The Nutters game is easy. I'm going to describe a famous person in history who wore nutters. All you have to do is tell me who the person is. Dougie. <laughs> oh, yeah. you win. Game so, over. Uh, so that's a good example. Here's how the description would go. Um, married way above his league. <laughs> partnered up with a guy who can brew way better beer. Right. Luckiest dude in San Diego. Dougie. Who no. There what? you go. Yes. Yeah. See? Oh. I win. Moscow gets it. Destined uh, to is, live a life is, uh, of poverty. What yeah. a conundrum. Yeah. Uh, that's a famous guy who wears nutters. All right. So, uh, society, you can all play together as a team. I would like you to chime in, though. I would like you to buzz in, and then not just, and then, and then give me the name. What's How your, do we buzz in? Well, that, what's just, your buzzing going to be? Do, do we all get to have okay. ridiculous so that's, buzzing? That's Doug's sounds. buzzing. Do you all want yeah, your own yours, buzzer? Mike? <laughs> that's too close. <laughs> oh, oh, Travis, what will your buzzer be? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. All right. I was using that earlier. Mike, what was yours? Uh, whatever the sound of a six-foot van scratching against the side of a big door. So Mike's sound is, uh, you're fired. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you're fired. And uh, Dougie, your sound. His boop-boop. Right? Beep-boop-boop-boop. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. All right, gay two. Gay two D2. I had a big week in the Star Wars this past weekend. I'm going to give you one clue at a time. I'll just keep reading them slowly. I'll pause in between clues. But you don't have to say anything until you buzz in. Got it? I'm going to describe a famous person in history who wore nutters. Here we go. In history. He's, he's dead. That's, that's clue number one. Napoleon. Now you got to buzz in. Oh. Beep, boop, boop, boop. No. Did Napoleon wear nutters? We don't know. He had Euro pants on. That's kind of close. <laughs> Prove okay. that he didn't. It's not Napoleon. Do you really think any of us would come up with Napoleon? <laughs> All right, here we I go. would hope so. Isn't that an ice cream or something? Uh, clue number two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, an ice cream. Yeah. I love Napoleon ice cream. <laughs> yeah. oh, fucking amazing. This clue number Italian two. Guy. <laughs> we've been waiting for you. What the? That's creepy. All right. Clue number three. Clue number three. Mr. Furley. I told you it wouldn't be obvious. <laughs> wow. See? I am They're old. younger than you. Oh, Clue wow. number four. Buzz in if you know it. He lived with two chicks. They still don't know. Oh. Unbelievable. Okay. I uh, got dude, it. The, 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 I don't that remember. Buzz the name, in. Buzz in. Company. You got to buzz in. All right. Travis buzzed in. He said Three's Company. Who's yeah, the character? I don't remember the name of the give character. Trav. You got it. Travis, how old are you? 35. Oh, you should know this character. <laughs> Think about it. Meant. You got the right show. Yeah, I, I, there's no way I'm going to remember the name of the character. I can't, I can't even remember your name. None of the other society guys. <laughs> good call, Travis. Good, good point. What a bunch of geezers! You guys here are on like, you guys are like our Nutter's heroes. It's like what you have. Who's the guy from Three's Company that uh, 
that wore nutters. After you take the acid. He's dead now. They have no idea. When we went through wow. this game, Justin was like, oh, all of these clues are, are just... Are you looking just the, the, the actual, Betty, Betty White? The actual Betty man? White? Tasty nose. The character name. Oh, the character name. Does anybody in the live studio audience well, know. know the character know. name that we're talking about? I know. Sure, I know. No. I Nathan knows it. T- all right, Tasty, go ahead. John Ritter. Well, that's, that's the actor, actor name. Yeah. Character? Oh, uh, oh, God. Uh, would, you like to, would you like the answer, Justin? Who wrote Mr. These Tripper. Yes. Jack Tripper. Yes. yes. Whoa. Society Boys, you're disappointing me. I should have made the clues more. Uh, sorry, I wonder how so they're, disappointing. There's one in here that's gonna, that I was like, there's, they're going to have this. I have to make them very esoteric. You're never right. going to get it now. All right. Second one, you're, you're 0 for 1. It's fine. You're wearing nutters. Yeah. So I feel like we still have a Makes chance. Makes up for it. Yeah. Well, they're probably used to being 0 for 1 from like GABF and stuff like that. <laughs> All right. The first couple clues I can tell are already going to go over you, but just think of the clues together as we go. Think with your nuts. I, like I feel you, like we need a caller to I like play. I you describe the game to them. Just 1-800-401-BEER. <laughs> yeah. 888-401-BEER. I feel like we need a caller uh, who knows Dummy. old sitcoms yeah, to pr- play be with over, Be over yeah. 40 if possible. Right. Uh, tri- yeah. Fuck you, yeah. Moscow, first of all. <laughs> right. Where's yeah. Brutat? Get Brutat. That's what I want to say right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brutat. All right. We'll start the next one, even as we're waiting for a call. 888-401-BEER. You can play along with us. Here we go. This character had great hair. Doug. In- in several different places. That's not places. your buzzing. He had one black friend. <laughs> They're never going to get this one. I'm not wearing nutters. <laughs> he lived in Hawaii. He had a sugar daddy with a helicopter. Odd mm. job? He drove a Ferrari. A red... Ferrari 308. Come on. Oh. Oh. I'm so old. Unbelievable. Well, I knew this one. Oh, you guys. <laughs> Someone's on the you phone. Guys. Oh, you guys bing, are so bing, disappointed bing, in bing, you. Bing, bing. Okay. Yes, It's Dougie. not that you're so old. It's that you have terrible taste. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What no. the fuck oh. did you say? <laughs> I don't know the answer. How do you even know what nutters are if you don't know this character? And you didn't know Jack Tripper. All right. Dr. You, Dr. Scott? Uh, <laughs> it Ryan, might have been actually. It's a very close t- uh, to Doctor Scott. Ryan from Wisconsin is on line one to play the game. Travis, did you just Thank buzz you, in? Ryan. By the way, Ugh. Travis did. <laughs> are you are you old, Ryan? Are you old enough to play Job this game? Nut. Go ahead, Travis. Magnum PI. Magnum PI. Yes. Got there we go. Damn it. He didn't have a sugar daddy. Wait, that that had a helicopter. Yeah, uh, no. he did have a sugar daddy. All the Ferrari, the house he lived in, everything was the guy who was his employer. Was is no, uh, but the helicopter was TC's. Oh, uh, that's true. I just threw that in yeah. to try to get the helicopter. Well, that confused me. Like, uh, but, uh, are they talking? But about he did have a sugar daddy. I'm not sure. Uh, Robin. Yeah. How so, did, at the Robin's daddy. Nest. Yeah. Magnum PI is the name of the character, not just the name of the show. Correct. Yes. yes. Thomas Magnum. Okay. I don't know anything about old things. About Correct. Tom Selleck. How old is Ryan? He has a mustache, right? Ryan. Ryan, how old are you? Forty. Forty. All right. Oh, perfect. Did you know Magnum PI? Oh, yeah. Dad made me watch it all the time. All right. Dude, it's on Netflix. I That's watched that shit last year. It was amazing. <laughs> I have a second contestant on the line who is claiming to be an over 40 male. All right. Ryan, what's your buzzer? Oh, good. I love it. Is it? Is it? Give me your buzzer. Ding button. dong. Ding dong. Fine. Uh, <laughs> oh, you hung up on him. <laughs> Damn it. I just hung up on Ryan. Ding dong. Ryan needs to call back. Uh, who's on two? It's Andy Wood. Hi, Andy Wood. Oh! Hey. Hey, hey, hey. I want to get some words in here first. Uh, Go ahead, Dougie. Uh, uh, Why good, good are up. you guys not here? I'm very, very sick. That's, That's the biggest Ferris Bueller answer I've ever heard in my yeah, life. 
I know. I love you, Dougie, and I'm so happy this has been the best interview of the year. I will say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, all 20 days into it. He actually hasn't listened to any go. of the other ones anyway. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah, I have. I listen every week. Um, no, I love Dougie so much. He's the best, and I'm so proud of him. And I'm over 40, and you guys suck at this game. <laughs> yeah. True. But I love you. I love you, Andy. I think Andy Wood's going to steal this game. Yeah. Only if he sings. I'm hoping. That's what I do. Plenty of things. Love you. Tummy sticks. Who got Magnum? Nobody, right? Nobody. No points? Travis did. Travis did. Yeah, Travis did. He even grunted. He Googled it. He he Googled Ferrari 308. No, 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 no. Points for Travis. No, no, no. He didn't Google that shit. One point, Travis. He might have. He doesn't even Google shit. He bings. He still would have had to Google my shitty clues. Nope. Is that the same dude, B? No, I believe it's the same again. If you uh, Google those shitty clues, you wouldn't come up with Magnum PI. Oh. Ferrari 308. You would come up with him. Beef, who was it? It's Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. I just couldn't remember his name. All right, Ryan, you're back. Thanks, buddy. It's easy to forget. Yeah. All right, here we go. Wait, what's Andy Woods yeah. calling? What's your uh, buzzer, buzzer, Andy? Fart. Okay. Congrats. Here we go. Thank you. Your first clue. Old guy. <laughs> His best friend was a doctor. Justin. Close. What? God damn it. I do fit both of those things. Oh. He drove a boat. You're fired. He had a hot, coked-out assistant named Julie. Mike just buzzed Mike just in. Buzzed in. That oh, was his, go ahead. The doctor, Gilligan's Island. No. You wore pants. Andy was coke in Gilligan's Island? Hot. Uh, he was a doctor. Uh, of course they did. Andy Screw buzzed in. Daddy. Andy buzzed in with fart. Okay, I'm going to say this is from the love boat. I'm oh. going to say this is... Uh, boy, and if I don't get it right, I'll just go ahead and sing that, that theme song. That, that'll um, work. Is it... Uh, shit. Oh, I, be, I I buzzed in too soon. He drove um, the boat. Captain Stupid. Yeah! Captain Stupid! <laughs> I knew Andy would get it. Stealing the game. Come on. Captain Stubing, famous guys with nutters. Old guy. Yeah. Old guy. Thank you. They're all old guys all right. at this point. Right now we're <laughs> That's at... That's why I thought the clue was hilarious. <laughs> <We're> at, <laughs> old guy. Shit! <laughs> He's on TV in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> all right. A, uh, one point for Andy, one point for Travis in the Nutters game. Can Doug get a minus two? Uh, yes. Thank you. Doug's negative two now. Thank you. One for each nut. Here we go. Your next famous person in Nutters wearing history. He was a cop of questionable sexual orientation. Eric, I mean, buzz in. Yes, Dougie. Eric Estrada. No. Have you Damn. ever seen chips? Questionable? <laughs> you kidding me? Often found wearing rollerblades. Cat was a player. Claimed to wear nutters for mobility. Fart. Reno 911. Oh, wait. Andy buzzed in first. Andy Wood, go ahead, please. Uh, I believe that is Sergeant um, from Reno 911. Um, he had the mustache. Um, What's his name? Yeah. Yeah, I got God it. God damn it, give me a second. <laughs> uh, his name was... Um, I got it. Sergeant, no. I, Travis has Sergeant. it. Hey, I'm taking Travis aside. All right, enough time, Andy. No. I love you. All right, I'm going over okay. to Dougie, who buzzed in second. Dougie, do you know the name of the character? Uh, I'm going to go uh, <laughs> with my proxy, Travis. Yeah, give All me right. Trav. Travis, we're going to you. Lieutenant Dangle. Yeah. Lieutenant Dangle! Yeah, 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 yeah,
you. Reno 911. I feel like there's some people out in the audience who knew Lieutenant Dangle. They knew it. Uh, Dangle. Before our contestants. All right, that's two points for Travis, one point for Andy Wood, right? Uh, all right, here we go. Your next famous nutters wearing person in history had an afro. Also of questionable sexual orientation. Yes, Andy Wood. I say Richard Pryor from uh, uh, The Toy. Nope. No. it's oh, a good one. That's a good guess, though. Come on. He was yeah, married was in The Toy. You crazy. Sweatin'. Are you kidding me? Your next clue was sweatin'. Sweatin'. Well, with the T or without? It's a clarification. Sweatin'. Fuck. A severe lisp. Oh, Mike knows it. Yeah. Buzz in, baby. Uh, you're fired? Yes, Mike. Richard Simmons? Yes! Richard Simmons! Oh! That's right. Is that Mike's quen- on the board. Is that a question? Yes. <laughs> Sexual orientation? It was sure. Is he, it? he never said either way. Same as Lieutenant Dangle. Oh, you're probably right. You never he, know. He was in love with fitness. That's right. Richard Pryor was a close second, uh, Andy Wood. And he did wear nutters in the toy. I'm just going to say that for the record. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. The next one's a little bit of a curveball. Just going to say that. Uh, so pay attention to the clues. I see what you did there. Here we go. These were an all curveball? Had an alter ego, Diana Prince. Giant boobs. And you can see lots of cleavage. Possibly male. <laughs> <laughs> Not ruled out yet. Does he or she wear nutters? Yes, yeah. ish. DC Comics Super Friends. Bart, go ahead, Eddie Wood. Is it Wonder Woman? It is. Yes, it's Wonder yeah. Woman. Definitely wears nutters, even though she maybe didn't have nuts. But sometimes I right. wondered. Uh, as oh, a he young, was my favorite. You Wonder actor. Woman, right? Uh, so that's right. A <laughs> couple of points now for Andy Wood, who I believe takes the lead. Somebody, I hope, is taking score here. Yeah, I am. Uh, all right, here we go. <laughs> uh, this next one's fun. Uh, your first clue. Skank. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Anyone want to buzz in already? <laughs> I came up with that clue. <laughs> yeah, Bevo. Good yeah. one, Bevo. Uh, <laughs> She invented an entire style. Was a waitress at a local bar. Middle Art. name May. Go ahead, Andy Wood. Art. I'm going to say uh, from Dukes of Hazard, um, Daisy May. Is that her name? That's her middle name. Well, What's there. her last What's name? Ding Dong Duke. Daisy yes. Duke, Andy, Andy, another one for Andy. Daisy Duke definitely wore nutters, invented the whole style. Although when women started wearing nutters, they were called Daisy Dukes. Indeed. Right, they were still nutters that Jack Tripper invented back during Three's Company. I am a student of the style. Your final, <laughs> your final famous person in nutters history. What's the score at? Travis has two. Mike has one. Andy has three. So Travis, come on, Travis. If Travis gets this right, it's a tie, and we have nowhere to go. And then we have to then we have to <laughs> invent another person in nutters history. That's a good old fashioned oily wrestling match. Here we go. <laughs> your first clue, Jorts. An aspiring actor. 
blew himself. Oh, well, I'm not. I'm not in it. <laughs> I like a warning. Could I give it to Travis? Could I give it to Travis? No. Oh, okay. Never nude. Oh, fart. Andy Wood for the win. Uh, David Cross's character in Arrested Development. The name you know, of the name. character. I said David Cross's character in Arrested <laughs> Development. I think I said it was pretty clear. <laughs> the name uh, of the character. Uh, Travis. You're oh, helping the Travis. wrong side. What was it, Andy? It's fine. I, I, I can't. David Cross's character in Arrested <laughs> Development. There, I just told you, Andy. You Dougie just gave it to you. But, uh, well, well, then I think Team Society could buzz in for the right. win. Yeah. You would think. Right. Yes. That's your clue, Doug. Buzz in. All right, but I expect, but I want the full name. I want first and last name since I'm allowing you to buzz in after the cheating that has gone on here. Cheating on the wrong side. Elias Griffin? I mean, what's his last name? Oh, my God. No, that's wrong. Incorrect. Elias is correct, though. Elias? Elias. <laughs> Elias. <laughs> and he's like, definitely Elias. <laughs> I'm help. I'm helping you. Uh, help me. <laughs> Tobias Frunky. Yeah. No, that's yeah. not right. That's no, close no, that's right. Frank, right. Frunky, Franco, Frunky. 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 All right. Well, okay, fine. That's a point for Doug, which makes Andy the winner. Yay. <laughs> with three. You combine my points with Travis's points, Andy. I got one point in there, too. Well, and you, Mike has a point. Mike, you know, if you're going uh, down, yeah. Andy. Yes, if you yeah, combined you, all sorry. the society it guys. It was society, society wins! Sorry, Andy. Now I love you, Dougie. And Ryan, I, I, I'm sorry if you buzzed love in. Kim. I didn't hear it. <laughs> I love it. That's good. I love Dougie and society. And, uh, yeah, that marks the beginning of the, the, the Phoenix Rising. Is Kim in the back yelling Tobias? <laughs> right, right. She's like eight yeah. minutes late. <laughs> Andy! It's Tobias! Tobias! All right, Andy Wood, thank you for playing. Goodbye, us. Thank you. I right. love you. Bye. Thank love you, you guys. Bye. And uh, congratulations to Cheers Society to for keeping up with their nutterness and winning the Nutters game. Right. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'm highly disappointed that you didn't get Jack Tripper. I'm still... Or Magnum P.I. Uh, God, I'm, I'm not old. upset about that. Didn't you watch those <laughs> shows as a child? No. What did you watch? Simpsons? Money Report. Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, Simpsons. Money Report. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Forbes. TV. Right. CNBC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why well, I was doing better than we are. Today. I uh, sat around. down, 2000. I sat around watching Magnum. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. No, 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 that fucking theme song stuck in my head. Which one? Come and knock on our door. We'll be waiting for you. That's why I'm glad I never watched that. Well, it kisses our hers and hers and hands, trees company too. See? Somebody else in here is old. I'm really scared right now. Yeah, I'm old. Did Don Knotts ever wear nutters on that show? I believe he did. Yeah. He could have been a good one. Yeah. Mr. Furley, by the way. I gave him in the clue as well. Wasn't he all just pantsuits, though? Uh, there were a lot of pantsuits, yeah. but there also were a lot of nutters. Mm. How can you wear nutters and not even know where they come from? <laughs> Dr. Scott. <laughs> that's, 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 that's my final answer. Good answer. Bunch of hipsters. Yeah. Well, Travis, I'm glad we could elevate you and your brewery here on today's show. <laughs> Travis. Yes. Travis is <laughs> yeah. hanging himself. He's like, I'm, I'm glad, too. 
Thank you. Uh, if it helps, I'm looking at the keg of Harlot on my website, and it's almost gone. We've, we're close. Al- al- almost doesn't count. We're, we're, we're close. Oh. Almost doesn't Very count, true, Travis Jeb. said. The show's not over, and we're still going. I have a glass in front of me. Was that yours there, Dougie? That was mine. Mike just finished his. Tasty just finished his. We're getting. Yeah. We're gonna finish Get this keg. Doug is farting. I did Doug. not do that. Doug. God. There's only one person next to JP. There's no heat in the studio. <laughs> He's making it up. I look at Dougie's like in the seventh grade. I didn't do it. I didn't. Mike pigtails next. Wow. Wow. Yeah, Mike, you're four. Uh, are you playing porn music Sorry, for us? Sorry, JP. Oh. I figure you take us to break. All right, we are going to take a quick break. When we come back, more from society plus the beer news. Hang in there. It's the session. Oh. Oh. Push all the buttons there, Joe. Is Sam here? Things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCPIP and the internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and the gadget guy Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit Visit the store in Dublin, California, and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at HopTech.com. The best thing to happen to brewer's yeast in a century is from White Labs. For pro brewers and home brewers, yeast in the new Pure Pitch Package powered by Flexel technology redefines how fresh your yeast can really be. That's because your yeast is cultured, grown, and delivered all in the same Pure Pitch Package. It's never been transferred and never been exposed to the environment. Pure Pitch is powered by White Labs' proprietary Flexel container, which took six years to develop and is designed to be the best home your yeast has ever traveled in. Just cut open a Pure Pitch package and pitch the purest yeast possible. Learn more about Pure Pitch powered by FlexCell technology at whitelabs.com. And while you're there, sign up for one of the many great classes White Labs offers, like Yeast Essentials 2.0 coming up August 22nd and 23rd, or any one of their great workshops for brewers, distillers, and vendors. Pure Pitch from White Labs. Six years to develop, refine, and perfect. Two seconds to open. What'd you get? 
More brewing ingredients? Yep. You know what I love about Brewmaster's Warehouse? The $6.99 shipping. Well, yeah, but... Oh, the in-store classes for beginning brewers. Yeah, that's cool, but... Oh, oh, the brew builder. Creating and saving your recipes online is awesome. No, I'm... Yes, but... The cheese-making supplies. No. Oh, the wine-making supplies. <sighs> oh, the distilling equipment and liquor flavorings. All that stuff is awesome, yes, but what I really love is that the guy who runs it is totally hot. And and that brew builder software is awesome. Oh yeah. Brewmasters Warehouse brings you flat rate shipping on great equipment and ingredients to make beer, wine, cheese, and spirits at brewmasterswarehouse.com. And if you're in Georgia, stop by Brewmasters Warehouse Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Visit brewmasterswarehouse.com today because it's totally hot. Oh yeah. Hey, dude, you know what beer this is? Oh, uh, no, all the labels are falling off. Yeah, or the ink is run. Well, if it's the pale ale, you're good, but stay away from the quote-unquote Belgian. Oh, man, this guy needs to get some grog tags. Grog tags are reusable, write-on, wipe-off, commercial-grade bottle labels for your brew. The guys at Grog Tag are homebrewers. They wanted great-looking, sturdy labels for your bottles, buckets, carboys, kegs, and growlers. They also wanted a label that not only looks good, but can be easily removed and reapplied during bottling without that nasty glue residue being left behind. No residue, water-resistant, and ice chest approved. Grog Tags stay on in water or an ice chest, and they stay legible. Visit grogtag.com to Customize your label or coaster from dozens of different templates for free and see how awesome your bottles can look. Ugh, it's that pseudo-Belgian. Yeah, we're getting him some Grog Tags, dude. Grog Tag. At least your beer will look good. GrogTag.com Tonight is the night. We bring the creature to life, Dr. Blitzenstein? Yes, J.P. Gore. Everything is perfect for my next fermented creation. I thought you. The storm is too far away. We'll never have enough power to isomerize the creature's alpha <laughs> Yes, J.P. Gore. We will. For I have in my possession the Tower of Power! <laughs> Brookman's new Tower of Power is the evolution of automation. Control hot liquor, sparge, and mash temps like a pro. The Tower of Power is a high-quality gas-fired rim system that works with your current brewing setup. With ultra-precision, the tower can hold your mash to one-half of a degree Fahrenheit. Precision and repeatability. The Tower of Power is the answer to automatic, fast ramp times. See more at BlickmanEngineering.com. Bring your next creation to life with the Tower of Power. Dr. Blickman's with the Tower of Power, you can probably give me an afternoon at the pub to enjoy a pint? Don't be silly, J.P. Gore. We have beer to brew. Well, another year has passed, and another Winter Brews Festival has gone off without a hitch. The weather was beautiful. The beer was flowing. Our friends in Windy Hill opened the day with their bluegrass stylings, and they were followed up by crowd favorite Purple Haze. Tons of standouts to be found from the likes of Flat Tail and Society, and the Rare Barrel ran out of beer, I'd say about 45 minutes into the fest. They had a line before the fest started. And it never let up, and I don't think that they rationed their beer effectively. <laughs> Just it was is immediately gone. But I actually think it might have been purposeful on their part because they were celebrating uh, co-founder Alex's birthday. And so maybe their plan was just to pour beer uh, for about 25 minutes, have it all be gone. And, oh, hey, we're out of beer. I guess we just have to enjoy ourselves. Time to go party. There was just way too much uh, fantastic beer to list. Tasty's Tasting Room had uh, the uh, longest line probably of the whole day for the whole day. Also consistent. I mean, you know, every beer there is a one-off. But I'm going to bring you some audio from the day and uh, see if I can uh, capture the fun of the festival 
and bring it to you via your earbuds. The day started off at the Hop Grenade, where we hosted a VIP hour from 11 to noon. About 100 people came in and got to try some rare and fantastic selections to uh, wet their whistle before the main event. I caught up with our general manager, Kevin, to see what he thought of the beer list. Kevin, let me get your thoughts on uh, the beer list here this morning. It's amazing. Put it together myself. It's, uh, it's going to blow your mind. I then made the mistake of trying to talk to Justin at about 11.47, T-minus 13 minutes. Hey, we're in the uh, storm before the storm. Can you just uh, give me your thoughts real quick, Justin? Uh, <laughs> it's fucked. Everything's fucked? <laughs> no, it's not that bad. We'll be fine. It's just that uh, moment where everything looks like it's fucked. I headed over to the main gate where our awesome staff of volunteers had begun checking IDs and letting people in. Volunteers, how's it going so far? Pretty great. Yeah? yeah. Any uh, Anyone trying to fight you or anything yet? Not yet. I'm a little disappointed. Oh, yeah? I was really, like, working up my game last year, but this year, easy breezy. Okay, well, just give it a couple hours. I've been yeah. training on my jiu-jitsu, just in case. Schumann checking IDs, you letting in underage people? They're hot. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are about to uh, drink some beer. Your thoughts? Very excited. Yeah, you sound like it. <laughs> Be in for life. Yeah, there you go. Jamil's here. What are you uh, looking forward to today? <laughs> Drinking? I don't know. Yeah, can you actually let loose today and have some fun? Uh, no. Sounds awesome. Actually, the thing I like is uh, just meeting the people. I like hanging out with beer geeks, homebrewers. All of them? Yeah. Even me? Well. Prison company excluded? You're sort of a homebrewer. You, you, what, you're up to your fourth batch? Oh, no, like six. Woo! How dare you? Woo! That's like five more than Justin. I wandered over to Tasty's Tasting Room as the fest was getting underway and caught up with a couple of friends. We got uh, some hop grenade staff and uh, kind of half staff, if you will. You guys looking forward to the fest? Laura and Wynn? Oh, yes. audio for the show. I'm like, oh, my what? God. I'm like, what? Why are you interviewing me? This is weird. This is, uh, why yes. are you holding your phone in my face right now? Yes. Wynn brewed an excellent, excellent beer. Oh, for nice. Tasty, tasty we brewed it together. Oh, yeah, what was yeah. it? A little collaboration? A little collaboration. He brewed it. <laughs> what is it? It's a pale ale. Pale ale with some sweet hops, Azaka, Citra, Galaxy, and Vic Secret. Are you allowed to be in the homebrew tent now that you're a pro brewer, though? Uh, well, I don't think there's any rules. Okay, that I won't tell anybody. Yeah, don't do it. As the festival entered its second hour, I caught up with the maintenance man. I mean, um, one of the organizers. Hey, Randy the Mexican, how's the uh, organization going so far? Well, it's going well. It's going well. We've got everybody in place. Uh, people seem to be happy. Things are going well. Our beers are flowing. I'm drinking sour beer, so it's a good day. On a scale of 1 to 10, in your IFB that's in your ear, how yes. panicked is Justin? He seems stressed, but not panicked. So we're, Seven? Um, if I were to... Actually, 6.5. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Which is the lowest I've, I've ever heard. Because I did a lot of the work? Definitely. No, no, no. This is a good year. I think it's coming down slowly every year. Uh, well, you know, as soon as he gets to about five or so, a huge earthquake is going to hit. That's what's going to happen. I believe you. And there might be shit just falling out of the sky. <laughs> and then who happened to walk past me? None other than Announcer Man. For those of you who can't see right now, I actually have my hand on Announcer Man's right ass cheek. Is that what that was? Yeah. Felt huh. good, didn't it? it is, How's it going this morning, man? It's wonderful. It has been good. I think uh, compared to last year, we were ready like an hour early. It felt as though things were going great. The line's moving super fast. Everybody seems happy so far. What about uh, Justin, the captain? How does he seem? I think he seems almost normal. Normal for Justin. Normal for Justin on a beer fest day. Uh Yeah, yeah. But in fact, the one person who I thought maybe looked like they needed a hug was you. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, maybe it's because no one's given me one 
Do you need a hug? Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Could you oh. hug this man? <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I feel better now. Oh, man. I have in-studio Bevo with me. Hi. And then I have festival real-time Bevo. What'd you say, Bev? How's your day going? It's good. I don't feel like I'm going to throw up anymore. How long did that last? Like, give me a time frame. 10 a.m. to 2 From about 10 a.m. to 3.15. Things got better once the health inspector said that we were okay and the fire marshal said that we were okay. So this is your first time being exposed to that part of it, though, yeah. right? Yeah. Mostly, I just didn't want to... This is real talk. Like, I'm not even saying this for the show. I didn't want to be on the receiving end of another one of Justin's explosions. <laughs> the other so night. epic that I never, ever want to be that again. How's Justin been? I think he's okay. I think he might still want to throw up, but... I think he's doing okay. okay. Well, just wait till the one year when finally, like, an earthquake hits or there's, like, a monsoon and there's, like, a real recent distress. Why would you say that? See what happens. Well, you know, I'll cut it out in post. <laughs> As I attempted to stumble through the long line at Tioga Sequoia Brewing's booth, I shoved the mic into a couple of festival goers' faces and got their thoughts. Hey, can you guys uh, tell me what you're waiting in line for? Hazelnut loveliness from Tioga Sequoia. Have you had it yet? And you're waiting yes. again. I'm waiting and it was again. just what? Was that good? It was so it was amazing. That good. Describe the beer. What? Just amazing. Uh, coffee Delicious. plus hazelnut and vanilla. It was very surprising. It was like having dessert. Worth the wait? Yeah, absolutely. Once I got through Tioga Sequoia's line, I found another really long line, and of course it was Tasty's Tasting Room. Tasty and Paul Brown, how's the uh, Tasty's Tasting Room been going? <coughs> this place is just awesome. This is the longest line of the best. We're pouring uh, 32 uh, five-gallon cakes of beer here today. It's about five barrels of beer. Wow. Ten half barrels. What's gone the quickest so far? Well, I think the uh, oatmeal raisin cookie beer went quick. Of course, all the sour beers. Uh, my beer, of course. My blind my, pig. My blind pig float. It went pretty fast. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's been a great day. Uh, we had the longest line, three, four people wide all day. I don't know, biggest homebrew pouring I've ever been to. We need a bigger booth. Did you have to turn anything away this year? Did someone try to submit something that wasn't up to bar? No, no, no. That would be really good. good. It's kind of all a statement good. about how good at home brews is. And people know they want to bring their good stuff here because they're going to be pouring for their friends. On my way back to the BN booth, I worked my way through the throngs, enjoying the music. What do you guys think of the music so far? The music's awesome! Leon Mitchell! Okay, it's now about 3.42 p.m., and uh, Justin is standing, which means, you know, his heart hasn't exploded or anything. How are you feeling? Uh, I feel good. I'm still alive. It's uh, With 20 minutes left to go in the fest, it's my favorite time because it turns into a total shit show. And you kind of feel the energy rising as people pass out drunk. It's awesome. So they're asleep, but their energy level's real high? It's amazing. <laughs> you got to see it. Come next year and watch it. Hey, Susie's working the booth. How's it been going? Nothing good. How are you? Oh, I thought you were handing me your phone. I'm no. like, what do you want? Here, do you check want out me? this picture of this chick, man. So oh, my God. She's so hot. How's the booth been going? It's been great. We sold out of everything, even the shirt no off way. my back. We just discounted I'm anything. no longer wearing one of their shirts anymore. Wow. Because there was nothing left and they nothing really wanted left. one? Yeah. They're like, I really want an extra large. I'm like, take it. Wow. I'm like, I wore it. Where did you- I took mine off and said, oh, I'll take a small one. I was about to grab a large to put it on just to make it a little tighter, you know, go to the bars, get more drinks and stuff. Where did you change? Just right here? No, I 
I had this shit underneath. Oh. I just took it off. I'm like, here you go. I, ch- I changed right here. I just showed everyone my boobs. So what? Oh, so trick is like your boobs are not 7.5, by the way. They are 9.9. Well, thank you. And girls are harder on other girls' boobs. Which means they're like an 11. Because she's being hard on you. I know. My boobs are at 11. It goes to 11. So let me ask you, does somebody, if somebody wants the shirt you're currently wearing, do you have another layer on? or? No, but if they really want it. As Purple Haze was winding down their set and the festival was coming to a close, people became a little less articulate, but certainly more entertaining with their opinions. Uh, ladies, what did you guys think of the festival today? It was great. It was Super amazing. Fun. Perfect weather. Like what? Water the media. The best, the best thing is when you fuck with people. You got one medium left and you want it? We almost got this Speakeasy Easy Lounge banner. This close. Banner. Did you have a favorite beer you had today? A chorus, hop grenade. Uh, yes, I had a favorite beer. My favorite beer was Speakeasy. No, I lied. This fuck Speakeasy. It's the banner. Wait, no, my favorite beer was Ultima Brewing, and it was the uh, Dirty D. What'd you like about it? Um, it's a it's a great beer. It's so good. It tastes so great. What'd you think of the fest? That was awesome. It was a lot of fun. I'm trying to do a deal here. She's trying to do a deal. Oh my god, please. That I just captured that transaction on the audio. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, I love it. You got the last one. What, so what did you have today that was standout? Um, so let's see. I enjoyed um, Black Diamond. Had a really good barrel-aged beer. I enjoyed that. Let's see. Uh, Faction had a good oatmeal stout. Their oatmeal stout, which I really love. And uh, I don't know. What did you like today, Scott? I, oh, first time someone's asked me a question in response. <laughs> Uh, I, I thought do. that uh, Flat Tails, uh, I think it was like a ginger sour. The kumquat. Yes, kum kum oh. I did have the kumquat sour. Blue, mind-blowing yeah. beer. Yeah, that was very good. I, also had their mead. They had a, yeah, a low gravity, like a low gravity mead. That was interesting. Fantastic. I did have a, uh, a little blend action from Tioga Sequoia. Oh, they I did, did Some of the breakfast stout blended with the hazelnut border, I believe. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Fruit tattoo, what do you have today? That was good. Ah, the coffee uh, pot border from Moraz. Excellent beer. Love that. And the ginger bead was pretty good, too. A couple of sours. Are you glad you don't have to fly out tonight? Yes. Because I could never fly the plane tonight. Well, you could, Tomorrow. but it'd be kind of dangerous. Tomorrow I'll be ready for it. So here, you wrote down everything you have yes, today? Yes, I did. Go, right, go through the list. Okay, I will go through the list. It's only um, five beers, but um, I had more than that. Lost track, but okay. The Ninka Ninkashi Ben, love. It was good. Chris, awesome. Oh my gosh, hella light. I like, but also hoppy, but not red. The hella light was hella good. And the California Kush, Kush. Where did I, oh Half Moon Bay? The Kush. All right, kind of a weird place to wrap it, but all of the audio past this point was incoherent, even more incoherent than what you just heard. Another fantabulous Winter Bruce Festival is in the books. We're already counting down the days until next year. No, we're not. Anyhow, until then, this is Scott the Jew. And Bevo. Saying, L'chaim. I don't say that. Segmented. Demented. Fermented. Fermented. It's the session.
All right. Hey, welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us, uh, both in studio and uh, at home. Uh, what a fun show we've had here tonight. We played the Nutters game. We learned a lot about Society Beer. We're still drinking Society Beer. We kicked a yes. keg of the Harlot. Oh, like yeah, we did. Like we and I still we have would. half a glass. You guys Lucky be great me. at that. Well, now we're working on The Apprentice, which I'm told is a half barrel, so this one might be tough. If we kick this, um, my staff is going to be really pissed off. You have us, issues. Because it will be a mess. Uh, but we do have a lot to go on uh, still tonight on the program. Uh, first and foremost, uh, of course, Travis is still hanging out with us. Uh, I, I felt we took a long break there because we wanted to play a little interview from Winter Bruce Fest. Um, so I, I sent a message to Travis. Hey, we're on a bit of a long break while we play the interview. And he said, it's cool. I'm just sitting here eating donkey balls, um, which I thought was weird. But then I learned that that's a thing like at society. Why is that weird? I, I mean... <laughs> I mean, is that I guess a it, code name for something. I guess it doesn't have to be weird. No. But I just I found literally it weird. gives donkey balls. Okay. But then Wait. I guess it's like a food or something. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, Tucker Tucker brought some donkey balls back from his vacation, so now I'm eating them. I see. So, so I, I mean, it made Tucker's me, our other. Br- I'm just, I felt bad for leaving Travis hanging, but then I felt better somehow when he said, "No, it's cool. I'm eating donkey balls." But is Real. that like a name of some, uh, like a th- no, no, it's no. like a snack. Want to like, give a it's shout a snack out. food? Tucker's been with us from day one. He's one of our brewers. And uh, so he was in Maui. Who wins a trip to Maui on the radio? Nobody. Tucker's, Tucker's wife wins a trip to Maui. Wow. So they're there for seven days, and Who he brings uh, Travis and I back donkey balls. <laughs> nice. And they're, are, they, are they amazing? Or? Uh, they're in little bags, and it says, these are donkey balls. <laughs> okay. And it's How macadamia. No, it's uh, macadamia nuts covered in chocolate. Oh, I see. Oh, I, I figured, mean, donkey balls. Of course. <clears throat> I figured they're the close, uh, you know, v- uh, vicinity to uh, Tijuana. Right. Hey, Tucker's a man. There's got to be some sort of... I'm going to give uh, another shout-out to him. No shout-outs. Love you, Tucker. It's passe. All right. More importantly, and, and this is why I'm really glad that, that Travis had enough time to, to stick with us. Uh, Travis is willing to make a deal with Mike <laughs> Sardina about the, um, about the van incident. Oh. oh. We're going to work it out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis, do you want to outline it for Mike? or? or? Oh, it, it's pretty simple. Yeah. You know, I, I, I wish I was there to at least give Tasty a hug. Yeah. But I'm not there. And, you know, I'll, I'll forget about the at least the roll-up door part of the incident. <laughs> okay. If, if you give Tasty a kiss for me. Uh, uh, wait, a kiss on the lips or on the cheek? Cheek's fine. Okay. Oh, well... Uh, I shaved. Hang on. So, hang on. Tasty objects to that. Then uh, the lips are... The lips is Bebo, make sure wait, you're on no, the right camera. Angle that, angle that camera a little oh. farther. Uh, open mouth. There we go. So this is... Oh, yeah. That was the most one, too. action he got all weekend. I got to say... That was a nice kiss. I got to say that Mike was much more uncomfortable than Tasty was. Tasty was like, It's cool, bro. Mike looks like a gentle kid. I kiss a lot of ugly girls. So a good looking guy. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So now he just wrecked the van and the ladder. Uh, so <laughs> All right, hey, one day. Listen, the night's still young, Mike. Yeah, so one what does down. He have to do? yeah, but Tasty's not. It's okay to be gay on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Thanks, Trev. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. Uh, we're we're just we're helping you, Mike. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> when did the jeans come back on? Oh, pockets. What? I changed, and and Dougie didn't get the memo. He's still oh. in his nutters. Yeah. 
Well, I'd, I'd, I'd put the door back on the docket if I were you, Dougie. For Strong. sure. Doug's not just still in his nutters. He was over like at the bar, ordering a bar, kind of leaning over a little bit. Oh, he was putting out the vibe. While he was, uh, <laughs> out you got to throw a cheek out there and just, you know, kind of like. Yeah, it happens. He works as well. I tell you, in Concord, you're probably not going to do better than your current wife. So it's probably fine. Actually, and my wife's the best. I think in most places he's probably yeah. not going to oh, yeah. do better than his <laughs> current <laughs> wife. Specifically, it's not a probably. Yeah, well, it's a yeah. for sure. Uh, all right. Well, so uh, Travis, uh, since we finished the Harlot, uh, I've moved on to the Apprentice. Anything you'd like to tell us about mm-hmm. this beer uh, or uh, everything? This was the second beer that we brewed. Uh, Batch two of the brew uh, that ever brewed by society was the Apprentice. Although back then it didn't have the Amarillo character that it has now. Okay, uh, yeah. that was it, was it was a beer that was kind of always designed around Amarillo, but we couldn't get any, hmm. and so uh, we substituted it in in the uh, the beginning. Uh, but now it has uh, all the Amarillo it needs. What else does it have in it? Uh, it has a touch of Simcoe, some Centennial, and uh, uh, very little to no specialty malts. Got it. And uh, yeah, so you said no crystal in any of your IPAs at all. It's a super Depends. boring beard of Millen. Mike gets really bored with As it. As someone who loves <laughs> Milling in, Mike is usually bored. Tasty, don't you have anything to say about that? Now, not well, that like, we're big you know, fans like, of a lot of crystal, but little to no. Like, okay, so what is little? Do you use like right. a, no? I said little to no specialty malts. There is zero crystal. Zero. Yeah, crystal. So you don't use any crystal fifteen or anything like that. Nothing. There's not zero crystal. Hmm. What um, can I use to to make so, up for some some body in the in the beer? Uh, I mean, control body with mash temperature and just the quantity of malt in general. Uh, but without having uh, crystal malt or very much specialty malt in, at all, it allows the the hops to be more present, and I, I that, that's the philosophy we take with all sure. our IPAs. So your so do your beers tend to be like lower in IBU uh, value? Well, so okay, so one of the the biggest differences between the pupil and the apprentice uh, is is a BU thing. The apprentice is much more bitter; and it's a little bit more sharp than the pupil. The pupil is more rounded out, yeah. has a lot more hop flavor, and it's more smooth. The apprentice is supposed to uh, accentuate some more more bitterness characteristics, and so that's that is one of the, those differences. I'm jumping in. Go ahead, Dougie. So, what? <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, really, I'm going to jump in. <laughs> I'm looking yeah. for here. This why is me do you, why in. do you say like you know BU? Why does it matter? And at what? Well, level, because at some you point know, you're looking for the, like a hot fix, right? right. So. But in it, order to get that, you've got to have like a lot of malt, you know, some amount of malt some or body. To but, bounce that against. Like 100 uh, IBUs without any crystal at all? According to what? Is that, is that possible? You're doing that? Well, I, I, no. I mean... But you, how about so like, it's less than... A, so this, the, the apprentice is less than 100 IBUs. No, I mean... That's not even the right question. Okay. I'm just repeating. Uh, without crystal malt, apprentice could be like a 70 IBU beer. But but why, why uh, put in something that's like, oh, this has to have so many IBUs to be this ABV and this... No, no, it's all about how it tastes. It's about the balance. I don't know what the numbers are. Right, right. It's all about the numbers. So it's like... No, it's about uh, the balance. I just use the numbers as to say like 70 is is not as hoppy as 100. That kind of thing. I mean... But I'm just saying that crystal or some a lot of dextrins left in the beer gives you something to bounce the uh, I mean, we we have a lot of dextrins in there. 
are you using all Maris Otter? Because you no. you mentioned Maris Otter in the other beers that we've been talking about. Not no. for the this American is... IPAs. No. Oh, okay. All right, so it's um, mostly like raw or something like that. And then you say, sure. what else would you use in there? Like, uh, what I mean, any other specialty? Let, let the hops Say talk. the apprentice. It's the the okay. apprentice that we, I've already had and Justin has in his glass. I may have lost Travis. So, Dougie, you're on your own here just for a moment. Well, it's oh, just, it's, shit. It's just an internet thing. I'll work on it. <laughs> oh, uh, God. What am I, I supposed well, to but do? But I think you're just talking yeah. about... Here's what I... You're let me just, the only one wearing nutters right now, Tasty, let me, Tasty and Dougie, <laughs> let me just clarify for a second. I don't think, and I think this has maybe been a miscommunication through the through the interview. Uh, Tasty's not saying the beer is not fantastic. <laughs> I know that he's he's. Yeah. We want to learn totally about right. traditional right. norms versus s- sort of what you guys are doing. So, so so how are you backing up a large amount of IBUs without using something with some we, lingering dexterous malt like a like a are crystal? We, are we backing up? A large amount of IBUs? I think that's what he's asking in the yeah, first place. That, that would be well, the first question. That's my question. Is your question. <laughs> that would be the first question. Uh, are the IBUs low enough that you don't need a crystal? I think so. Okay. You know, it's it's all about flavor. At our level, where we don't have a lab, we don't have a, a bottle shop or anything like that, it's, right. it's one of those things where we just kind of go by taste, you know, and it's – let's – Put this in here and sure, yeah. I mean, so, what would you do? You know balance. what the IBUs are, for example, on the on the apprentice. You've never gotten tasted. You never even checked it out. Or but you tested, not tasted. What about when you do the recipe? Like when you put it in a in a program, does it tell you how yeah, many by, IBUs? By Travis built a uh, pretty sweet uh, program. Um, I'm like, but why does that matter? Well, only for the question at well, hand. It yeah. doesn't to, to, ra- to, is... to rate the beer. It doesn't matter. That's what I mean. We're not no. rating your. We're just looking for techniques here. Um, so that calculation would be so different if you guys had done it at home or anything else. So it's like, but on why, your... why would it matter? <laughs> your your beer is <laughs> well, beautiful. I, perhaps you know brewers, and in this case, home brewers may consider like uh, you know backing off on the hops. And back off of the crystal at the same time to get a similar effect. Right. That's kind of the point that I'm making. You're, you're on to something is what I'm thinking. Why does that matter? <laughs> brew more <laughs> Why would on it matter your system. Of it? No, brew, brew more on your system. That's the only thing that matters. Bevo, are you still online? That's how it tastes. Right. I mean, yeah, right. Yeah. It's like brew, but all your stuff's taste, still repeat, working. right? Yeah. That's the whole process. Yeah, as far as I know. That's well, all I that matters. Travis. That's all you do. Yeah. If you don't have a pallet, you're those guys that get all the dice on them? I feel like not friends with I just sent you a Skype message also. <laughs> I feel like Dougie's Why don't you guys do more whispering on the radio? Coffee, that yeah. makes it really good, Eric. We, we, we may have overserved you. Let me worry about that. I feel like Dougie is very defensive yeah. about if we if we challenge you on the whether it no one's asking if we're, if it's to style or if it's no, the or if it's how IPAs are supposed to be made. We're actually thinking you're doing a wonderful thing that right. is is different than we've heard of. Okay. So we're trying to figure out how it works. So, for example, usually when you have a lot of IBUs, Tasty is saying, well, then you have to leave some dextrins behind. And you're saying, well, why? Maybe you don't have to. And so we're just going, That's how, not how do you do that? He's saying he doesn't need the IBUs. So what, he's, what Doug but is trying what to tell everybody, what Doug is trying to say is that he's not thinking about IPA in this context at all anymore. He's like, what is IPA to society? When you taste their beers, it's, I mean... Eminently obvious that society IPAs are about the hop aroma, the intense hop aroma. So how can we get everything out else out of the way so that the 
person drinking the beer can experience a hop aroma in as pure of a form as they're with, envisioning. With so get the IBUs out of here, get the crystal molds out of here, get the yeast character out of here, and make a pure, like, shrine to hops. And that's how I feel when I'm drinking. Uh, we have not talked about SRM, and I think it's a little bit paler than we would expect for right. this style. Yeah. So then, I, then I feel like that's exactly Wait, what. Who is that? I feel like that's exactly what Tasty's asking. But you're asking us to do that without any vocabulary that helps us describe how you do it. So. Tasty's just saying, great, that's what you're doing. You're stripping it down. You're getting all these IBUs. You're getting this great IPA that we're all loving. You're not getting so all these help IBUs. Us, uh, sorry, don't. sorry. All of this, uh, I take it back. You're right. Yeah, don't worry you're about that. You're getting this IBUs. great hop character that we're, that we're all tasting. How do we do it? I think that's what we're asking. Uh, you can suck a dick. Thanks, Chip. Perfect. Where did that come from? <laughs> oh, I didn't say <laughs> oh. that. It was a sound bite. Uh, no, I mean, experiment with your system. That's the main thing. Get to know your system. Uh, shit, it's it's like I don't want to say it's like so simple, but process wise. Well, to me, what are you doing? My my question was: you have brilliant, brilliantly. Teddy wants to say something. Yeah. By Teddy. the way, poor Travis is probably over there yeah. listening, going, "I have all these answers, and I'm not online anymore." Uh, I'm close to getting you back, Travis. I just want to say I've I've only worked here about six months, but uh, the coolest part is everything that we do, we taste like. Yeah. We smell the hops. We taste Hello. the malt before we put anything in. Every single step of the process, we taste it. Every single day, we taste it before dry hops, after dry hops, after transfer. And I think that really makes a difference. Yeah. We're paying attention all the time. Okay. You, you guys Travis, have- sorry I lost you there. Maybe you're back. I am back. There we I, go. I, I, I haven't heard anything uh, that was discussed uh, <laughs> That's a good probably thing. the last five minutes. Well, <laughs> basically, Dougie said you're doing everything wrong. And uh, no, uh, we had a whole bunch of confusing conversations yeah. to, trying to yeah. figure out how you made such a wonderful beer is basically what happened. That's what happens when we all finish the harlot king. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you guys have brilliantly clear beer. And what I wonder about is how are you guys filtering it or clarifying it and while preserving all that fresh hop character? Because I know... Brewers worry about if you filter it to a certain uh, micron, you're going to be extracting all that hop flavor. Okay, so it's not filter. filtered at all. Micron? It's uh, just fine. Just, just, just fine, and that's it. Yes. Don't worry about clarity. Don't I yeah. I mean, I can't really see it anyway, so it looks clear to me. Tasty. Do we go back to a hoppy beer discussion without crystal malt? <laughs> sure. Yeah, if we could get it, boil uh, it down to what the, the finer point is. Yeah. Like, let me ask, uh, Travis, do you, you think that your um, hobby beers are lower in IBUs because they, you know, use any crystal malt or very little crystal malt? I don't think the crystal malt in itself affects perception of BUs. Uh, you don't think it offsets BUs at all? It, it can add a certain sweetness to the beer, which, which will help balance bitterness, right. per se. Right. But that's not what these hobby beers are about. These hobby beers are about... Uh, not and they're not supposed to be a kick in the teeth with bitterness. Uh, the bitterness is there. Taking the apprentice for example, it is a pretty bitter beer. But yeah. is it out of whack? No, I don't think so. Not at all. No. Uh, and it's not. not it's not all. a matter of, of malt be, be, uh, balance. Yeah. there is malt there. It doesn't have to be a malt that interferes with uh, right. the hop flavor. All right. So how many IBUs? How many IBUs do you think the the apprentice is? Uh, By roughly seventy to ninety. Okay. That's kind of like what I was thinking. It would be less than because uh, that's a really hop forward. Beer. But, but we like to say that it's it's about two thousand society bitterness units. Yeah, yeah we have our we have our own uh, rating. 
That's yeah. a lot of bitterness. I have no problem with that. Yeah. I would go with your own rating on this, too. Uh, I mean... I, I was trying to help Tacey just get to the to the root of the question because I think it was a, it was a fantastic question about uh, an uncommon way to make a, a hoppy beer like this. But uh, it, to me, it tastes like it has far more IBUs than that. Yes. But they come across really great. It's it's very nice. Uh, it's a dry beer. Uh, not that anybody in this room has ever been a huge proponent of crystal malt anyway, as, uh, because they can get uh, sweet and cloying. But uh, we often hear about it used in, in IPAs. Yeah, so sure. what an interesting way to talk about a, a fucking great beer that you guys have made without it. Uh, do you make any beers with crystal malt? The haberdasher is about it. Okay, just that one. Not a fan other than adding some malt like to an English-style beer. For a very long time, we had no crystal malt in the brewery whatsoever. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, it's really easy to find the... And that's why Mike's so bored all the time, uh, milling in, you know? He's like, can we just add, I don't know, how about a grain or two? I'll just throw some in. They'll never know. He's probably doing it anyway. Probably is. Fucking up your, your door and your van and your crystal malt. <laughs> He's grain a bill. Yeah. <laughs> should give him an award for that. We gave him douche. Oh, no, I got douche of the year. Yeah, gave him, uh, yeah you're douche of the year. Right? <laughs> you're like multiple award winning <laughs> yeah, no. in that category. Well, he was multiple award winning, but it was all rolled up into one award. Yeah, Mike's got a bag of C-135 in his desk. He just puts a little bit in there each time. Just <laughs> yeah. so can watch it it's go by. One, as soon yeah. as the show's over, he's going to go, so tasty. I'm going to tell you exactly how much crystal malt is in that beer. Yeah. <laughs> I have a secret sale. There are 14 grains of crystal malt in that beer. Well, I'll build you my 100 grain sandwich, and we'll eat it, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to try to finish this keg of uh, Apprentice tonight myself. I think it's a half barrel, and um, by the morning, I might be done. Good. Yeah. With life or? Gonna, yeah. Okay. <laughs> with, uh, yeah. With all of it. All right, Travis. Well, thanks for hanging in there with us. Would you like to do the beer news with us or should we let you go since I, I feel like Travis is Make still sitting. He's sitting at the brewery still, isn't he? I am. Uh, would you want to do the beer news with us? I don't know what that is. Yes. It's where we, yes, he I, says I never yes. listen to your show. It's where we read the news and have highly intelligent conversation oh, about yeah. what's happening highly in the, in the beer world. Travis. Yes, this is your father. <laughs> Yes, Dougie. Please stay. <laughs> okay. All right, Travis is going to stay. No, there you go. Easy as that. Uh, also, if you've never seen Travis, and, and uh, probably many people listening have never seen Travis, he is the scariest person in, in brewing, isn't he? He's a bit scary. Like, when you look at him, Amish. he's frightening, though. He won't smile at you. He'll, he, was a, he was a cop. He usually doesn't actually even say... Things to you? No. no, he just thinks them, he and you hear them things. in your mind. And Jay was impersonating the way he stands during the break. Oh yeah, I think and that we was saw very that weird. The, Jay, outside the glass, right. will you? Uh, yeah, Jay, no, he's not here. Jay, 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 Jay left. No, yeah, Jay's doing it in the window right now. How? Which it's a weird. It is a weird Amish. And. And apparently Travis likes to hit uh, people in the nuts as they walk by. Come check. Uh, Travis, is that correct? It, no, no, it's not a hit. It's more of a grab and, and caress. Right. A, a, cu- a cupping motion yeah. is what correct. Jay was doing. God, I'd almost, I'd almost rather a hit. I squeeze yeah. and twist. That's uh, what I do. It's my thing. Now, so I've met Travis several times, and I, the reason I'm, I, I'm on board with him being the scariest person in brewing is I'm, like, I'm pretty sure he doesn't like me. And but then I found out that everybody thinks Travis doesn't like them. Yeah, and nobody sure likes Travis. I thought Travis didn't like me too. And either Travis doesn't like anybody, or he's just a scary-looking young man. Travis loves me. I, we get along splendidly. Travis, can you verify do, that? Do you guys stare at each other? Yeah, everything you're saying is pretty much true. So I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, pretty much that's the party line. One of your. Uh, 
You're a brewer at, at, at uh, sales. Sales. I'm sorry. What's what's your name? Kyle. Kyle's here. Kyle worked with you for like six months before he ever learned that you actually liked him. <laughs> and 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 he told me he told me before the show that the way he learned it is that one day and he never knew he's like well shit Travis doesn't like me he doesn't like me he's, and one day he's walking by and Travis you know straight face he doesn't make any other motion other than smacking him in the balls as he walks by <laughs> and that was the moment that you learned uh, Travis liked you right yes that's the uh, the moment that I uh, that is the moment that I I, I assumed. That he liked <laughs> because because he was comfortable enough to ball check you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's the same as the Roger Davis syndrome. When he starts like picking on you, yeah, you know he loves you. You know he likes you. Yeah, yeah. Roger. Yeah. So I haven't been hitting the balls yet by Travis. I'm still feeling like um, I'm not sure yet. So. Uh, I would do. I'd be very. Concerned I haven't yet either. Just lay him out there. Say, hey. <laughs> Nicole also hasn't been hitting the crotch by Travis. So. Uh, yeah. Well, next time, Nicole, if you get hit in the crotch, you know he likes you. That's right. You'll know. I'll, I'll be looking out for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nicole comes out. He likes me. He really likes me. It was more of a punch. I don't know. Uh, all right. How about some beer news? Oh, yeah. We have some people who want to sing you guys a mm. duet. Ooh. Who is it, Bevo? She's still on the phone. She's been on the phone for like five minutes with line three. I think they're on one and two. It's Thud Monkey and Cedar Valley Brewer on one and two. Thud Monkey, is that you? Now you hung up on him. <laughs> Stupid thing. I was hang up on all of them. He's dropping all the lines. It's not going to be good. Can't be good. All right, let's do beer news. Let's get them all back all on right, the line, fine. and uh, we'll take care of it. All right, well, there was some big news uh, this week, which is uh, that uh, AB bought Seattle's Elysian Brewing. I'm sure everyone in this room heard about it. I heard you know, about it. They bought uh, Blue Point and Ten Barrel, and now uh, the third acquisition in less than a year, Elysian, as AB continues its attempt to offset the nosedive of its flagship years. They haven't disclosed the uh, financial terms of the deal, but let's extrapolate a little bit. Goose Island was at $38.8 million when they were bought in 2011, and they were brewing 150,000 barrels at the time. And Elysian is at 50,000, so maybe a third, you know, maybe somewhere in like the 10, 12 million range. Just a guess, though. Um, the deal includes Elysian's uh, uh, business. Of course, it's four Seattle brew pubs, and uh, it's expected to close by the end of the first quarter. Wow. First of all, I didn't realize they owned four brew pubs in yeah, one right? city. You have a big footprint. And a packaging brewery. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. In fact, we had uh, one of our anniversary parties at their production brewery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 2012. I'm a fan of Elysian. They make good beer. Um, and now they just made a grip of cash, I guess. That was a uh, good concert, too. Oh, did you go? Did you yeah, see I was the, there. You were there. I was there. Yeah, we had some good bands there. It was funny. It and was, Trophy Fire. It, it, it was weird because it was like... Trophy Fire was there. Yeah, Trophy Fire played. Uh, they got really drunk, too, at the end. And, yeah. uh, Who didn't? That Sounds was about right. Yeah. It was a weird anniversary party because the brewery is also like under an overpass. Yeah. So I felt like we were homeless, which... <clears throat> sort Most of com- people in Seattle are, I guess. sort of comforting yeah. in some way. Uh, Dick Cantwell's quote was, Throughout our journey, we've been focused on brewing a portfolio of both classic and groundbreaking beers uh, and supporting innovation and camaraderie in the beer industry. Uh, by joining with AB, we'll be continuing to take the, we'll be able to take the next steps uh, to bring that energy and commitment to a larger audience. Legions have been around since 95. Cantwell has two other partners, Joe Bisaka and David Bueller, and they'll all, they're all staying on, allegedly, you know, even despite the acquisition. Yeah, I read a lot about that. There's a few articles about them staying on and nothing is going to change and everything's cool. And I don't know. We'll see. They're the fastest That's growing. never really the case, though, is it? We heard that I with think the it'll Goose be Island great. people. Yeah. Sorry? 
I think it'll be fine. You're done. You're, you think it's fine? Yeah, is, Dick Cantwell. Yeah, nothing will change. Is this going to lead yeah. to a third edition of How to Start Your Brewery with a chapter about how to sell it? <laughs> how to sell your brewery? How to finish uh, your brewery? Sure, a lot of people want to know how to do that. Yeah. Right? No, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't think that's fair. Great idea. Really? I don't think that's fair. How to sell your brewery? Doesn't like the fish? Those no, I. I, I which, mean, come which, on. These guys have uh, started a great brewery for a long time, and yeah. Who gives a, a couple shit? million here or there? What's yeah. the difference? We'll, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, I don't think it would even be uh, to a fault of their own if, if things changed. I no. think I think when uh, when uh, companies start to merge uh, and yeah. it just a change happens. Yeah. So, so uh, Doug, know. how would you take two million right now? No. Really? Run the spot? Fuck no. What about how seven? Much? Seven, seven million. Well, what's your number? Ten? Well, he has to repay one point five. One hundred billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Done. So he has a price. I take two mil. Sell ours. No, I, I don't. You're entrenched. No. Mr. Finance. They owe more than two mil, so that's <laughs> right. not even a good number. Yeah. We are in debt for way yeah. more than that. But if we start talking 20 mil, Jay. No. What, 20 mil. Oh, yeah. Contact the NSA. Yeah, person. Jay Goodwin's in the He's not here. Right he's now. pretending he's, he's not, not here. here. Let him know you're interested. Wouldn't, wouldn't take it. No way. Oh, yes, really? no way, not at all. 25 mil. When is the no, only time? No, I mean, biggest, how many detriment to that? Why, but nothing's going to change. What your brewing peers would think about you for doing it, right? No. Really? It's more, what would I do with the rest of my life? Start another you brewery. You could open another brewery. Use the money, start another yeah. brewery. And Why do you what about the uh, uh, That's not That's Bill what he does. I don't know. No, you Why does everybody think about work when right. they get bought out for twenty five million dollars? Start no. another brewery, go on vacation for the rest of your life, for God's no, sake! Fuck that! Oh, people like Absolutely go. Not. I don't know what I do my with myself. Absolutely fucking not. Do things. <laughs> get laid on I'm a yacht. This I fucking love it. No, <laughs> you want vacation? No, that's I think great. that's I bullshit. Right. Yeah, right. you, have no. you have to work. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade for anything in the whole entire fucking world. I see. All right, it's cool you said that. That's great. Elysian is the fastest growing brewery in Washington. So we'll see if no, that no, no, can... No, no. Seriously. I believe you. Well, now they're definitely the fastest growing brewery in Washington. I'll give you that. Well, yeah. And they, um, they, uh, they, you know, Immortal IPA is their big one. It's more than a, than a quarter of their total volume. Ironically, they make a loser pale ale. Have you guys seen this? It says corporate beer still sucks on oh. its packaging. Oh. They said they're going to keep it. <laughs> That'll be awesome. They should, I, I they, think that was a collaboration with the record label Sub Pop. Uh, yes, like that's right. Yes. Record label, yeah. So the so the excuse would be uh, corporate only matters in music, not in beer. Yeah, right. Corporate music. So said Kurt Cobain. Uh, by the way, I'm not against it. I think it's funny. Yeah, I think none it's of all, us. Are. I think oh, it's yeah. all hilarious. I think as an entrepreneur, you start a great company. Uh, you do really well. You build up this amazing thing like Elysian has done. I'm a big fan of their beers. I, I like Dick uh, Cantwell quite a bit. Uh, and then if you're able to sell that for a large portion of of cash uh, and and live your life, I think that's wonderful. Yeah, I absolutely. just I Agreed. just don't really I just don't live in the in the world that says oh so everything will be fine and nothing changes. I think that's fake. Well, sure. what about Goose Island? I mean, there was a Yes, some of the regime changed, but has the beer? Yes. Yeah. For the worse? Yes. From, really? Well, from what I understand, not their barrel stuff, but like their pale ale and the IPA. Okay, I guess. I hear is awful. I'm having the barrel <laughs> stuff only, I guess. Yeah. For mm. sure. But I mean, it's great because you get 750s of Sophie for $9 at <laughs> Safeway. It's fucking amazing. 
But from what I hear, that the rest of their draft line is has actually gone downhill. But I don't know because I don't see it. And even if I did, I wouldn't drink it anyway. Well, frankly, I'm not even talking about change for better or for worse. I'm just talking about change. Change in general. Yeah. What yeah. large corporations are really good at doing is uh, consolidating. They're they're great at efficiency. They're great at uh, cutting off the loose ends and making everything run like a well oiled machine. Machine. That's how they became uh, the largest uh, brewing company in the world. So to assume that that's not going to happen when they uh, merge companies into them is a ridiculous statement. So whether or not that affects the beer, well, that all remains to be seen. But to assume that they're not going to make everything run more efficiently, uh, more like they do things, uh, get rid of this accounting department and bring in theirs and do all the things that they do to become a very large, successful company, I just think it's a little naive to think that's not going to happen. Yeah, that's all that, I mean. But that. I'm not against it. I think if the beer tastes great and I think if Dick does well after, you know, he sold off his baby and... and I say God bless him. I, I really don't. Yeah. I have nothing to say about yeah. that. Is this no. AB's Other first venture into brew pubs? Uh, Are any of the other no. acquisitions brew pubs? I think mm. the one mm. uh, that just got bought in Bend was a brew pub, too, wasn't Ten it? Ten Barrel. Yes. Yeah, they have they have a brew pub in, uh, I guess, Bend, but also in uh, Boise. Yeah, yeah. So another, like, malty. Yeah. Yeah. Another so one they have, like, an, a, it's like another, I think it's a really odd grab. You know, from my perspective, like, okay, well, what do they want with these brew pubs, you know? Yeah. With Elysian, with the they have a huge brew pub right next door to, I think, the baseball fields. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, I get that. But the other ones, like the one that's in um, Cap- on Capitol Hill or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. There are I'm other like, locations. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's clearly, it's, again, I think it would be naive to assume it's not part of some big uh, a plan. Yeah. I mean, companies like that don't do things without without a plan. No. I don't presume to know what the plan is. I'm not. Uh, I'm not that guy. I don't. I'm not that smart. Uh, but I think to, to assume things aren't going to change would be retarded. Indeed. Well, speaking of uh, the uh, well, change. I don't know. It's not speaking of change. There's no relation. Next week is <laughs> <laughs> next week is the the Super Bowl. When you guys are watching it, uh, keep in mind that uh, AB wants you to keep in mind that if there's no butter Bud Light. There is no U.S. beer market. Oh. No, seriously, that, that is what they're actually uh, saying. So this month, when tipping its Super Bowl ad lineup to the New York Times, AB stated that it would be going after millennials. Um, if its ads featuring lost puppies and you know crazy bros up for anything fail, a spokesman said, the results for the U.S. beer market will be catastrophic. It's uh, Jean Soquet that said it. He's the uh, president of U. I'm sorry, the vice president of U.S. marketing at AB. He said they are the future of the beer category. If we do not get Bud and Bud Light into the hands of those consumers, the beer category is in serious trouble. Mm. Uh, AB paid. You know, get ready for these numbers. Paid more than one billion dollars to uh, wrestle the NFL's official beer sponsorship away from Miller Coors. Also, since 1988, AB has been paying an undisclosed amount of money to make Budweiser the exclusive beer sponsor of the Super Bowl. AB has spent 146 million on Super Bowl ads alone between 2009 and 2013. The next biggest Super Bowl spender was Pepsi, 97 million during the same span. Yeah, so that's a lot, a lot of beer you got to sell yeah. just to make up for this one little <laughs> tiny part of their thing. Could have bought like, like 14 lesions with that, uh, <laughs> by, by your math, right? Yeah. I'll tell you what. I don't disagree with their statement. I yeah. would only add the beer category as we know it doesn't exist without AB and, and them. They're absolutely right. The beer cat, the, the segment, the, the percentage of drinkers drinking alcohol would reduce dramatically uh, if it weren't for the big beer companies. Drinking beer. Yeah. And, and the alcohol companies would, would uh, sorry, the, uh, uh, the liquor companies, right, the, the, uh, would, would take a bigger segment because craft brewers just aren't spending that much money on, on promoting beer. However, 
the beer segment wouldn't cease to exist. Just the beer segment as we know it. Yes. So I, I agree with that entirely. Totally. Yeah. Well, so this year, ad time for the Super Bowl on NBC uh, is going, anyone want to guess? 30 second spot is how much? Two mil? Five mil. 4.7. Very close. Four and a half. Uh, Four and a half. Yes, for, for 30, 30, 30 seconds. seconds. That's 150 grand a second. I think a 30-second ad on the BN is like $50. You guys are too much, actually. I feel like we're messing up. Even on Super Bowl Sunday? <laughs> yeah, you don't mark it up? On Super Bowl Sunday, it's $55. We should have a few million more listeners. Is there a uh, craft brewery that could afford that? Uh, I doubt no it. No one yet. Even like a Sierra, nobody <laughs> no. can do that. Not even well, close. Like, oh, is, is AB going to advertise Goose Island at all during that point? Good I mean, question. One no, of their portfolio not. ones? Nah, they're, I'm sure they're going to do their, their, their big brands. What if they uh, did? Now, that would be huge. Huge. That would be yeah. really interesting for, for their interesting. acquisitions. If they started advertising Goose and Elysian and <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm being serious. Yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah. if you started to see those types of ads would change the, everything. in the Super Bowl. That would be insane. What if you saw Bourbon County Stout being advertised <laughs> on the Super Bowl? That would be insane. There is not enough of that. It would be uh, so many rednecks <laughs> scratching they their heads. They already sell out of it. That's the problem. Just telling you, so kinda... many confused bros. Yeah, it would. It would blow my mind. Get it. Where's the deal? Man, bourbon, I, bourbon. Give me. You give me. <laughs> yeah. I don't lose a bourbon give county. Me the stupid commercials on again. I don't understand what the stout and the thing is. Bourbon. St- I'm. I'm tall. Deflate gate. <laughs> It's all I care you about. Are where, are the, where are those big horses? I told used you. to be in those Budweiser commercials. They're underneath my hood, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's right. I do know what you mean. Big horses under the hood. <laughs> all right, let's do let's do one more. It's all late. Right. Uh, so get ready to uh, be disgusted, especially since half this room is nutjob germaphobes. By the way, Travis, you're doing great. <laughs> I've been disgusted oh, for two hours. You're welcome. Oh, he's still here. Uh, there is a homebrewer out of Milwaukee named yes. Thera Ratasarn, and he has made the news with one of his beers. The name of it is Activated Sludge. The label is a radiation symbol. And brace yourselves. It's brewed with purified Milwaukee Metropolitan Sewerage District Wastewater Plant Effluent. But apparently it tastes great. Mm. So this guy, he's in making beer with water that hasn't gone through the final cleaning process was a mission of his. Uh, he is an, He's a wastewater engineer with the uh, State Department of Natural Resources by day. He's been homebrewing for about two years. He said he wanted to get people talking. He said, here's a potential use for what we discharge into lakes and streams. So he chlorinated, dechlorinated, filtered, distilled, and then tested, added nutrients to the water before making his uh, five-gallon batch of 5.1% wheat ale. He said he chose wheat wheat beer for this experiment because uh, darker beers such as porters or stouts, quote, would be associated with wastewater, end quote. So did you just say beer. he distilled it? Yes, I yeah. did say that, yes. So that reduces it down to purely H2O. I suppose, yes. It doesn't matter what was in it before. Right. If you distill the water. That's exactly the right. point I think he wants to prove, yeah. By the way, I, I don't know a lot so about poop. this, but don't m- don't we end up using most water f- yes. uh, from wastewater treatment plants? Yes. Uh, I don't in, know. I know some. I don't know about most. I, I think. Uh, I think. Uh, and it goes back into the drinking water. It goes back into almost everything because we it? can we can treat almost anything and make it drinkable. And again, I, I'm no expert, so I'm not. I, I said so almost. I don't want to be misquoted here, but I'm pretty sure that everything that comes out of our wastewater treatment plants, it's not. It doesn't just water our golf courses. We. We use that. No, Justin, I think you're definitely right. Um, My uncle works uh, wastewater management plates in uh, Minneapolis. Yeah. And does it all with the whole, you know, big giant, like, floating tanks. Yeah. You you see all the... And we don't just water our lawns with this. All the turds and the tampons and everything is in a giant... (laughs) 
yeah. Giant tank. That's and a t-shirt. Turds and tampons. <laughs> we make your water. No, <laughs> drink and it, up. And it gets cleaned, and then it, that just goes out to your faucet. Have a glass yeah. of water. Yeah. Seriously. It's filtered with the tamp with the tampon. That's right. Sometimes we use the tampons tampon to filter the turds. Rebecca, stop flushing them things down the drain. You're making them filter water for free. We gotta get paid for that shit. Well, no, no. no. no but listen, I'm agreeing. I'm saying, and, and yes. this stuff, yeah. we don't just water our lawns with this. We no. we drink it again. Yeah, it comes out of your faucet. Yeah. And it's, I mean, but I mean, it's not. So it's I not say, it's, I say this isn't even news. I just, it's it just not. happened to make the news. For brewing. The lesson is to live up river. By the way, because most of my beer tastes like shit anyway. Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I feel like this story isn't as gross as it sounds because it's just homebrew. I've yeah. been drinking this stuff that sounds as bad for 10 years. Uh, yeah, well, next time you turn on your faucet, just remember, it's poop water. That's the news. Brought, is it, who's it brought to you by? Do yeah. we have somebody? No. No. Every right. time I turn on the faucet, I'm going to hear turds and tampons. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bilo. Uh, uh, what do tampons sound like? No, can, can we do the phone so we can get the hell out of here, please? This is the word. All right. Can we get I get the hell right. out of here? No, we still have like 20 Come minutes on. left to go. Yeah, yeah, and Twitter game. My, uh, yeah, Scott wants to kick us out. Union All right. What I think I have is Thud Monkey. Oh, let's not do this. <laughs> the duet. Some dude from Georgia, right? Are we doing a trio now? His name is HH, and yes, this is a trio I'm, now. I'm glad my headphones don't work. All right, I have Thud Monkey. Oh. I have HH from Georgia, and I have Captain Scotch from Chicago. No, read the notes. Captain Scotch was not calling for the song. All right. Then I have Cedar Valley for the song. Is that like Sugar Valley, but smells better? But he's from Cedar Valley. All right, I just hung up then on Captain Scotch. Let's try this. What are you guys going to sing us? Uh, We're going to sing Last Dance with Mary Jane. Tom Petty. Just just for fun? Special yeah. I mean, for, I mean I, I've shotgunned six pabs of ribbons and had one refreshing. This I've had two hilarious. screen double IPAs by Negrera. She, so, I, I mean, I'm she's a drunk. bitch and is drinking pabs, and I'm <laughs> drunk, so we're duetting. Hello? And you're trioing, really. I have Thug yeah. Monkey, I have HH, and I have Cedar Valley all here to sing to me. All right, all right. We're, we're yeah, going to right? start off. All right, get sure, on with okay. Go ahead. All right, one, two, Hello? one, two, three. <laughs> she grew up. 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 Grew up college, right. grew up right with Brooke, the Indian right. boys on the Indian night. Mike, last It does stink in here. This is horrible. Dougie, what's going <laughs> <laughs> right, on? Right, it's terrible it's because like, it has a floor path. It's path. It, it made it across the room. It's not yeah, like it's over the edges or something. I just want to clarify that Jay and I don't smell anything. We're <laughs> coming in the booth. Jay, you're a lucky We're lucky all going to move into the booth. Oh. <laughs> Let's all do the show from the booth and leave Doug in here to be an asshole. Now in the air. Are you guys okay, still yeah, saying? Hey, great right. job, guys. That was sweet. Yeah, that was really good. Yay! Yay! Yeah, that was amazing. We All right. 
I don't know what was the what was worse, the smell of Dougie or the song. I, maybe it was the song. <laughs> I think you were smelling the song. <laughs> Who's still singing? Who was that? Well, I don't know, but I'm in tow, but I never slow down. You never grow old. I'm tuned up. I'm tired of going down. I'm tired of myself. I'm tired of this time. Oh my, my. Oh, hell yeah. Well, hell yeah. He's doing the spoken word version. <laughs> <laughs> Dougie, you really stink. Wow. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> That's why people start wearing pants and filters. In reality, the fan just pulled it over. Well, right, exactly. The Justin, spread it around. If you feel any better, I haven't heard the toilet flush from EJ Fair once tonight. <laughs> I almost wish I heard it instead of smelled it. All right, boys. Hey, good job. Um, one of you all get drunk of the week together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So, Bevo, make sure you. First of 2015. Yeah. Hey, is Tasty still here? Uh, uh, Tasty is still here. Yes. Oh, I'm uh, awake. Yeah. Do you want to? Should we uh, go rid Mike? <laughs> should we rid Mike of one more of his sins with another Tasty challenge? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Travis? Meat spinning. I mean, tasty that challenge. Means, but I don't know. I think I, I think there's there's other things that uh, are required to 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 absolve him of the uh, ladder in the van. You think so? Like you won't you won't let it all go for like a hand? Yeah, don't kill me, Travis. <laughs> what if he gives What if he gives Tasty handy right here? <laughs> Travis. He's no, like, no. I didn't no, want to no, think no, about no, it. No, no. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, huh. <laughs> Let's see. He's, he's doing the math. He's got a calculator <laughs> out. Uh, I'm my zipper. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Society Boys, uh, thanks so much for being on the program. Uh, we're about out of time just because we dicked around we're for quite a time. while. And uh, yeah. Well, it's, contract it's, says, uh, uh, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> we're way over 10. Yeah. Hey, Travis, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, next time you come in the studio, will you? Yeah. Maybe. Are we going <laughs> 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 to. That's fair yeah. enough. We do have an event with you guys during SF Beer Week, so I hope to see you then. And if not, I don't know. Fuck off, Travis. <laughs> wear a cup. There you go. <laughs> All right, brother. Thanks for being on the program. Uh, Dougie, thanks, Mike, uh, the rest of the society crew, thanks for being in here. I appreciate it, guys. It's yeah. been a, it's been a long time in the making. Right up until the last ten minutes, it's right. been really great. Yeah, I thank mean, you. It yeah. smelled real great most of the time. He, he just licked Good. JP's mic yeah. cover. Doug is, Doug is contaminating <laughs> everything that I own. Contaminating <laughs> <laughs> my soul. JP just had to take his mic cover off. He, just, he, go back to, uh, he deep throated it. It does really smell in here, oh, Travis. Come on, yeah, let's yeah. get out of here, please. Uh, all right, Society Boys, thanks so much, uh, Travis. We'll see you later. Okay, I'm going to hang up on you now. All right. Later. All right. Thanks, uh, Travis. All right, I guess. <laughs> if you have to. Yeah. Love Travis. Travis the emotional. He's very, uh, you know, <laughs> wears his heart what on his sleeve. What is Doug doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> Dougie, what? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Dougie just put his wiener uh, yeah. inside the mic JP's mic. Yeah, he definitely yeah. did. That's what happened. Yeah. The, that's that's not can, what that's for. I can only be consoled by the fact that it's no, not mine, mind, <laughs> but Jamil's and Terrence's. Oh my god, that did that uh, happen? That just that happened. Happened. And why just, am I the only one who saw that? I'm not even in the same well, room. Why were you looking? Diva. He's in front of me. Out of all uh, the places you could look, I did not do that. Uh, JP did it to me. He did. I can't lie. JP, I'm gonna. M- do we have to do this week's ad? Yes, we do, because the month is over after today, right? Hey, tell us all about um, uh, your new experience with Pico Brew. Go, oh, go with it. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I don't want to. Thank you. You done some batches on that thing? Yeah. So I I, uh, I got a hold of a Pico Brew unit, and I'm really really stoked. Yeah. Uh, to it's it's super easy to use. Can I borrow it? Yeah. Yes. For real. It looks amazing. Be, let's let's brew. Okay. How many I'll batches be have you on done? Sunday? I've done. I did a double batch that's fermenting now. Of uh, ESB, nice. Uh, and really, honestly, the the thing that blew me away was was how easy it was to use their uh, recipes. So you get this, you get the unit, you have access to their form, and uh, there's a whole entire library. Most of the recipes I think are from Annie Johnson, and uh, I just pulled in one of her recipes. You just import it into your folder. It's super easy, super fast. You can adjust it all, and then you turn the machine on, and it connects to your Wi-Fi. Oh yeah, and syncs up your library into the machine. Sweet. And so it's all right there. I mean, it took five minutes to get the thing set up. It was amazing. So it's like a techie's uh, dream machine. For sure. Yeah. yeah it's, I mean, I, I was really stoked about the Wi-Fi person. I was like, oh, great. And this little, this has one knob. This is one switch and one knob. How long did it take you to brew uh, a batch in a day? Uh, it was about four hours, I think. Okay. Yeah. And once and you was, get it going, is there anything you really have to do in between no. it being done and no. start? No, Maybe not just, at all. You turn the dial and you turn the dial. You push a button and you go off on your day. And you do whatever. What you did need you to do, do in the like house. during the day? Like, did you watch uh, porn? Did I cleaned you... my gutters and I like uh, mess with my Christmas lights mm-hmm. and uh, all you know, clean the house. And then you came watched back, a movie and the beer was done. It was done, man. It was really rad. I'm wondering how many guys are going to. Uh do this and not they'll keep their system and still do their homebrew days but then also have this unit are you going to brew on your other homebrew system i think so i think i'll save it for for larger you know larger batches but i I think it's a great pilot yeah system didn't Uh, marty get one scott uh he ordered ordered one he hasn't gotten it delivered yet they're still they're they're you know producing them as fast as they can is my understanding yeah they're slammed right now Mm -hmm. he's telling me yeah they're really really busy yeah i think next month or something like it's right around the corner he's he's real excited he's gonna be stoked it's it's such a it's so easy i was seriously the 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 connectivity between the the machine and your recipe formulation yeah library i guess it was it was so easy. I don't know what I expected. I expected just to have to plug it into my computer and then like funnel some stuff over, maybe install some additional kind of software on my computer. No, it's just a web based. It was all there. Deal, yeah. So now when you invite me over to brew though, we're we're really just we're hanging out. Now right. we're gonna have to hang out, yeah. That that is the only problem. You have more time to spend with your friends and family. Right. Mm. Instead of brewing. That's a problem. That's why you keep your other system. You do both. Oh I right. see. Yeah, yeah. So we can definitely do both. Yeah. Yeah. That might be good. But I think Warren and I might brew on Super Bowl Sunday. So maybe uh, yeah. I'll bring my, my, my Pico Brewer to your house. Yeah, and then, and then we'll then, be brewing and pigging out during yeah. commercials. That'd be great. Like it. You should brew the same batch, one on the Pico Brew and one on the regular system. Yeah. Oh, see which yeah. one comes out better. Totally. Annie did that. And remember when she came in, she had her, her light, light lager, lager that she'd brewed yeah. on the Pico and then her other system? Yeah. If Beavis? I recall, the Pico one tasted a little, just like a little cleaner, better. I remember liking that one more. Yeah. Was, yeah. I bet. They were great, I man. think you should do it this way. You should One of you should brew on the, a traditional system. The other mm. one brews in the Pico Brew and see which one has more energy at the end of the day and who enjoyed brewing. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I guarantee you, it's the fucking Pico oh, Brew. I got yeah. my money on yeah. Pico Brew. <laughs> yeah, the first, yeah. Like, there you go. It was like, my day was rad. Right. I watched the Super Bowl. I drank some beer. Hung out. I saw Elysian commercials at halftime. <laughs> and you uh, get a beer at the end. Was, That's you, the thing with it, right? You don't, you don't have to burn yourself. On the yeah. kettle, you don't have to worry about a boil over. Yeah. You don't have to worry about forgetting anything because you right. load the tray with all your hops and you, the time is already set within the system and you put it in there and you push the button and you watch it happen and you still smell everything. Because for me, brewing, my favorite part of brewing is recipe formulation and sampling afterwards. Okay. All that shit in between, I you don't hate care. doing. I, standing around watching, is that a rolling boil or is it not? I don't know. Well, let's just err on the side of caution. Oh, no, I have a boil over. Can't you clean something else? 
you know? Yeah. There's no. always something to I do. I have to stare into the void that is my work. <laughs> there are things to clean. There are other things to clean. All right. Well, I like it. Thank so you. Like I like it, uh, too. I'm, I'm really excited about it. So uh, that's what I'll be doing. I'll, so next time we talk about it, I'll bring some beer in. Okay. And we'll talk about that process. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. Sweet. Yeah. L- let me ask you this. Uh, for years, the advice that you guys have given me as I come in here and talk about all the batches of beer I screwed up is that I'm not supposed to drink all the way through brew day. Oh, I got good news for like you. Like, you all tell me, yeah. oh, at least, you know, wait till, like, after the boil, and then, you know, which I always thought was bullshit, because why else am I brewing other than to hang out drinking some beer? <laughs> right. Uh, so well, when you don't start brewing until noon. But with the yeah. Pico Brew, yeah. I can drink from the beginning, right? Right, because there's nothing right. you have to worry about until, like, the cooling phase. Right. Yeah. Well, before you clap, Justin, you might press the button wrong. I'm slow clapping. Oh. Well, <laughs> there's yeah. literally one button. You might as, choose as the wrong. As long as you can push the one button on the machine the right way. I can so do that. It's a dial. I push a lot of buttons tonight. And you did them wrong. No. I've been drinking. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm going to jump Shit. in here right now. You hung up on a couple people. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think I hung up on everybody. Yeah. 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 And that was one button. I remember years ago listening to this. And Tasty, you said, all I care about is making sure this is perfect. Yeah. So there's no drinking. There's no messing around. Oh, yeah. I don't drink bunch of, brew yeah. a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, I no, 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 no. I think that's uh, a very important thing. Yeah. I know. That's yeah, a small part of the process. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. Yeah. I you would I, think that. Yeah. I know you think that's yeah. important. Uh, Whatever it, guy who hey, started a successful brewery. Right. Yeah. And it's uh, a little button. It's, no, it's a little no, no, dial. No, no. And I, I think you, you, can, like, you can have beers and whatever, but I think uh, a very important thing is taking everything seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. this is great because you don't have to anymore. Right. Especially if you're going to spend eight hours. Well, that's why right. the Pico Brew is so great. Right. Exactly. You can like kind of. Ron Popeil, said it and forget it. That's amazing. By the way, I, I take everything seriously. <laughs> yeah, even your hair. Everything. What? My hair, I've uh, washed it. Your glasses? Got the right what? products Twice? Yeah. Like at today? the same time or in two different times? Two different times. Like once in the morning and once in the afternoon. What? This past do, you, month? do you have a morning look yeah. and an afternoon look? Well, <laughs> not what? always. Only because society was going to be on the show and I thought oh. I should look my best. All right. What I mean, happened? It's I mean, I clearly Dougie didn't feel the same way, but no. No. I felt like I should do that. You should. Well, I'm glad that you did that. All right. Now the show's just Now the show is what it is. Well, now we have Twitter game. <laughs> All right. What's right our on. Twitter game today, JP? <laughs> it was describe Tasty's uh wait, wake me up. I need to take a nap. <laughs> uh, describe Tasty's morning routine. Okay, that's right. Which starts at 11:59. What was <laughs> it? Potentially. Well, uh, Songful Chris says uh, this is the worst Twitter game of all time because there's no right answer. <laughs> Oof. Oh. All right. Well, he's out. Right. Well, I think rude. so too. Uh, Beer Master Ben says Tasty spends his morning hours celebrating that he did not yet die in his sleep. All right. I, I like that. I, which, do, I do consider that. Which yeah. was a reoccurring <laughs> theme. I don't, I don't yeah. like that. I'm still I, here. By the way, I do the same. <laughs> I do the same too. I go. <laughs> I know <laughs> that you do the same. Yeah. I was lying. JP's not lying he does do the same he wakes up and he goes oh god yeah. bless me i wake up with a sigh yeah, yeah. i realized that uh i remember last night i thought i might anyway. dougie um, doesn't like us making fun of tacy's uh dying age no, no. well doug's a douche <laughs> thank you dougie uh who ate all the pie says uh tasty gives hot chip cab fare pours a bowl of muesli which i suppose is fiber uh, and then plans next the beer event there you go 
It might be close. Yeah. <laughs> Cab fare, fiber, <laughs> next oh, beer event. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just drive sure. themselves over. Uh, beer Crab says, uh, TC checks Twitter, avoids naked women passed out on the floor, checks Twitter, drinks Janice Brown, checks Janice. Twitter, shits, checks Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that one might be closer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For uh, John Boris writes a skank, which I find highly sexist, a spank, and a dank. <laughs> Uh, that's my morning. That's pretty good. Go oh, I get it. I get uh, our good friend Spider Wrangler says uh, he checks for a pulse, downs a pint of Janet's Brown, eats a cookie, empties a colostomy and catheter bags. Who's oh, pulse? That's unfortunate. Whose pulse is he checking? His own? Probably. Like I don't know. It's, it's not clear. Or the naked chick laying because, on the floor. Maybe. You, either yeah. it, it leaves it up to the uh, right. you know imagination. All right. Uh, you're just you don't like you that. Don't I just feel like it doesn't make sense. Yeah, well, be alive. Uh, thank you. The guy works with spiders all day. What do you want? All right, he's not very sane. Scott Thompson says uh, it takes a massive dump followed by a liberal gold bond treatment. <laughs> 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 Sounds like a wedding recipe. <laughs> I mean, it's practical. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it might not be very romantic, but it's yeah, very so practical. Not my repertoire, but it, I, I, may, I may need it. What a, what a start to the day. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then finally, last but not least, Chris B says he pulls the lever on the nightstand, thereby ejecting the previous night's girl with daddy issues out of the house directly into therapy. <laughs> All right, that's our winner right there. Oh, Directly into therapy. Oh, I love it. Skank, Chris Bank Dank B. was real good. <laughs> that was good. Uh, that was good, but not good enough. I love directly into therapy. That's fantastic. Yeah, right. <laughs> Without that addition at the end, it just wouldn't yeah. have been as good. Right. Well, I did like the skank, the spank, and the dank. I mean, that, that, yes. That there were a couple cool. of good ones. I enjoyed the neat. gold bond. Just, yeah, right. Out there in Twitter. No one said just wake and bake. There was a couple no, good I, belly laughs. That's too easy. Right. Which was Three really, words. yeah. That was a good the, Twitter game, JP. The more accurate. Well, according to somebody, that was the worst it, it Twitter sucks. game. It sucks. There's no right answer. Yeah. Right. That's a stupid. bunch of right answers. All right. Hey, we're off next week because of that's what we do. And uh, But after that, it's SF Beer Week. We've got a great Monday show planned for you to be an all-star cast, plus several events live from the Hop Grenade, including the Society Boys back with us. That's the sound of uh, another. No, no, no. Oh, the sound no, no. of another no. microphone right. being violated by Dougie. That's so, by the way, I can't believe JP put his microphone cover back on his mic after Dougie's penis has been inside of it. He's yeah. used to the smell. Well, and now another mic just got rubbed onto Dougie's balls. <laughs> That's it, the outside, though. <laughs> It's Mike's mic, by the way. Uh, uh, Jay made me do it. Jay's here to sell us a Honda Fit. He was the one who was like, hey, Doug, do this. You're talking really close to that microphone. You're basically licking your own balls. I'm just saying. Jay told me to do it. They can't smell worse than what he did to the rest of us here. (laughs) uh, All right. We're getting out of here. Uh, JP, are you ready? Yep. Thanks to Society. You can go to... uh, What the hell is your website? Uh, (laughs) Societybrewing.com. It's not spelled like you think it is. It's spelled the other way. Uh, But go to Societybrewing.com. What other way? um, How is it pronounced again, guys? We were always trying to figure out... It's it's Society, right? Society. 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 I think it's Society. Yeah. Brewing.com. Stupid. Justin. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, thank you, Mike, Dougie, Travis, the rest of the crazy people that you brought here with us. We're going to go have beer now.
because we have to finish uh, the Let's apprentice. Go ahead, Bear. Yeah, how about that? Get us out of here, Jip. Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Nutters and beers can only mean one thing. The boys from society were in the studio, bringing it pale and strong and oddly alluring. Follow JP on Twitter at Major Jip and join in the realization that beer does not even exist on this plane. Warren was here looking like a complete asshole. For some good beer inside and homebrew info, follow Nate Smith at Nathan Homebrew and Mike McDowell at Tasty McD. Production director on the session has been Push Eject. Today's show has been produced by Scott Moskowitz. JP was smelling male thighs all night long. Beva was smelling JP's post-food smells. And your host was Justin Crosley. Be sure to find the Burn Dark on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Sky and winning the race. JP does great as his charity 